Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> I think everybody could read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, welcome to the program, everybody. We actually have power this week, so back in action. Uh, thank you to everybody who sat around last week until 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock, waiting for us to come back on the air. Never happened. Power went out at 4.15, came back at what, 10 o'clock that night? At least. Yeah, 9.45. Did anybody notice that house, like, right down the street that uh, uh, was on fire? Was ha- it half burnt down? No, last week? Well, I, I, think it th- I think it had something to do with the powder outage, because uh, the next day when I drove by, there was a house half burnt to the ground, huh. and it's only a block away. Had the Christmas lights still going. Yeah. It was only our three-block radius. Lucky us that lost power. Big thread in the forum about getting us a generator now, to, yeah. so that... People, That's the last thing we need. People don't have to go without their BN for a, a Sunday. <laughs> it is the last thing we need. People talk about like nuclear energy, all sorts of different things. It's pretty impressive, actually. Four years of radio, almost, coming up on four years, and it's the first time it's ever happened. Knock on wood. Yeah, so that means we need a generator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Beef is back in studio with us today. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, wear a nice dress, too, and everything. Thank you. Booby dress on. Yeah, thank you. He knows how to make a comeback. Well, you hated my other dress so much. Yeah. <laughs> you had to imp- impress us this time. At least this one looks like it's... No, I wear this to church. ...from the early oh, really? 90s instead of the early 80s. Yeah, I bet the priest like that. I'm not Catholic. Oh. So what do the you call him? The pastor? father? The pastor? But your father liked that one. <laughs> bet, your, bet your father loves that dress. <laughs> Where you been, Beef? Yeah. I went to Las Vegas... Yeah. And then I went to the snow. Okay. <laughs> Are you hitting all the microclimates of California in one month or what? <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Right. How'd Vegas go for you? 
Money-wise, terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Absolutely terrible. Okay. I heard a rumor that uh, I was talking to Sam, you know, pickle boy. <laughs> Gross. And uh, <laughs> I heard you guys went to a strip club. Yes. My first um, strip club endeavor. Yeah. Into strip club. Which one did you go to? I, I don't know. It was free to get into, so it was not nice. <laughs> He said it wasn't Spearmint Rhino, it which is a good one. It was not Spearmint Rhino. It was... The wax triangle. It looked like the Walmart of strip clubs. Like, it was oh. huge. Oh. But there were only, like, six dancers, and they just kept rotating. Yeah, that's about common. Eh. What night of the week was it? Like it a Sunday? Was Sunday. <laughs> what? There was, like, what? four nice and a half yeah. people there. Well, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't find a church, so you said, fuck it, we're going to go to the strip club? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my choice. It was a birthday party. How'd you, how'd you like it? It was awkward. I was super <laughs> drunk, though, so it was okay. Did you get a lap dance? I didn't get a lap dance. I did get motorboated. Really? <laughs> there was one stripper, and she was super hot. She was, like, Uh-oh. six feet tall, and, like, she had a really good body, so I gave her $2, not just one. Wow. Ooh. And uh, what a she decided yeah. to motorboat me. Uh, please explain to the audience at home, in case uh, they don't know what a motorboat is. Here, I'll demonstrate. Hold on. Let me get over there. <laughs> or not. Yeah. What is a what is what is it to be motorboating? I'm sure that the audience at home knows what a motorboating is. No, no, you'd they be surprised. Don't. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. They don't understand. <laughs> Shut up. You totally know. <laughs> See, Mike yeah. White. Mike White has no clue. Yousef from Ballast Point is in the studio with us today, and uh, his friend Mike White has come along with him. Our friend as well, of course. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I think Yousef could help us with that question. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike White does not know what a motorboat is, but does Yousef, do you know what it is to be motorboated? Yes, I do. You do. See, there's uh, Tasty. Do you know what it is to be motorboated? Tasty also he says yes, he does. does not know. Leave. What is it to be motorboated? I hate you. If you get motorboated in the balls, is it still called motorboating? No. No, it's called disgusting. No, that's mm. called a Pacheco tank top. Great. <laughs> 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 it's totally different. It's almost like a Greek blanket, but please go on, Bebo. She put her boobs in my face and shook them. Okay, that's not motorboating. It is. That's just getting your tits in your face. No. You you also have to but go... But you have to go... Yeah. And yeah. did you do your part of the boat? I was hysterically laughing, so I don't know. So you did this? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a crap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate you guys. Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Well, it sounds like fun. And did you allow Sam to uh, get a dance while oh. he was there? I would not have minded, per se. You wouldn't have? No, but he didn't get one. It, did it bother you, him you know, staring at other people's boobies and stuff? No, we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like what? We were, like, critiquing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of talking... See, dudes are funny... <laughs> I think that's what uh, guys do when they go there with their... <laughs> with their yeah, with yeah. Their, yeah. And it's all bullshit, by the way. We go... Oh, we those do, are so we, fake. We say, yeah, we say things like that. We go, uh, I can see the scar. It's, that's gross. That's n- yeah. But when we're there with dudes, we go... You see the scar? Yeah, I don't care. I don't even give a shit. Hey, she looks great. She's naked. No, we weren't like critiquing in a bad way. No. I was like, her boobs are really good. Yeah. I just want to lick them. Before you went in, did you did you ask God to close his ears and eyes and not look at you for a couple hours? No. No. You don't? You don't have to do that? Why do you always have to mock me? Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Answer the question. question. It was just a question. That's all. I just thought it was funny. I'm not mocking you. Whatever. If I was mocking you, I would do the voice. 
The God voice? Yeah. Bevo? <laughs> See, you should have gone to the you. Spearmint Rhino. It's much better. That's mocking you. Yeah. I was just merely asking a question. I've curious. heard wonderful things about the Spearmint Rhino, so I wouldn't have minded going there. It, I mean, it's a strip club, whatever. I mean, it's not nothing I haven't seen before. Yeah. It wasn't that exciting to me. When did you go before? I No, I have a mirror. I've seen oh, that see. all before. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, are, so have we, but yeah. it never gets old. You know? You're in a new town. I think it's, it's different. It's a new strip club. I think it's different. Uh, even if you've seen it before, you haven't. You've never paid to see for see it before. Hmm. So I think it's. Different. I didn't have to pay to see this. Uh, well, someone did. It, it like cost the, money. Okay, the shuttle. <laughs> the did. shuttle there was free. <clears throat> to get in was free, and the first round of drinks was free. Oh, that sounds great. Would you have a coupon? It's a lot better than no. my French stripper story. <laughs> she did have to dance a little bit, though. Yeah, you probably did have to do your own little dance. Hmm? On the main amateur stage, Beave the Bevo Beaverly. <laughs> I got past experience. It wouldn't have been an amateur stage. I'd have been up on the main stage. Oh, no, that's true. Right. Training at the Rat Pad. Yeah. All right, we got a lot Gross. of things to do. Like I said, Yusef Cherney from Ballast Point Brewing Company is here with us today. You can go to ballastpoint.com. That's it, right? Just ballastpoint.com? That's it. Yeah. Check it out. You can look up the beers if you got questions. We're going to be talking about a lot of things with Yusef today, uh, including distilling. You guys aren't just a brewery anymore. No, we got licensed uh, just about a year ago. Okay. Uh, we were in Kentucky uh, at the last distillers conference, which is we're here for that currently. And... Uh, we got. We were driving away from Maker's Mark. I just dipped my own bottle of Maker's Mark in the wax and oh. signed it with the date and all. Yeah. And uh, as I got into the car, I got the phone call that we were licensed DSP now. So nice. I have this little bottle of Maker's Mark now as a commemoration of uh, the event. So it was kind of cool. Beautiful. And you guys, uh, by you guys, I mean Mike White as well. You were, you've been at a distilling conference all weekend, huh? It's been very rough. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> like the beer conferences. We got the craft brewers conference coming up. You going to yeah. that in Boston? I'm actually not going to be going out not there. We, we just got back from Philly Beer Week uh, a few oh, weeks yeah. ago, so we were out um, in both Philly and New York. Um, so I think we're going to skip this one. Skip it. Might go to the Boston Beer Festival. Okay. So, but these conferences. The, the point is that these conferences can be tough on the liver. Uh, so I can't imagine a distilling one. The beer ones are hard enough. I mean, are, uh, is there a lot of sampling, just like there is at these beer conferences? Well, today they had a uh, uh, a tasting where the people who came brought their uh, beverages, and we could all uh, try some. But you would try just a very small amount, and um, most people were just doing a couple. And then a lot of folks were going over. There were a couple of breweries pouring, and um, and it, between tastings, you would have a little bit of beer. Okay. Or a little bit of water. I didn't see anybody hammered like I do at beer festivals. Oh, okay. Sure. But we or, did uh, leave quite early, <coughs> right? So we, we were uh, only there for about forty-five minutes. Yeah, they're all they're all waving their boxer briefs around their heads, screaming right now. Yeah, yeah. I heard uh, I have spies everywhere, Yusef, and I heard that you were up in the wee hours in the morning drinking absinthe. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Man, last time I drank absinthe, and I didn't have very much at all. Not enough even to catch a buzz. Mm. I was sick. I got really? sick the next day. It was bad news. I drank a lot of other things. It could have been that. <laughs> Probably but the one thing it. that I remembered was <laughs> sipping the absinthe. It was from the, uh, the, well, I think the distillery that you guys have been at for the conference. What's that place called in Alameda? It's St. George Spirits, Thank and Hangar One is their vodka brand. But St. George was their, is their absinthe, and... Uh, this uh, person that I, I I just met 
that night uh, he was hitting on me in a bar. His name's <laughs> Roger. Uh, he he yeah. brews over at Triple Rock, yeah. and uh, he brought me home with him. I see. And you um, don't remember anything else? He did have a, a really nice absinthe fountain that uh, actually it was his wife, Claudia's. Yeah. And uh, I think we spent the whole night trying not to break it. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it. I was officially in charge of, of it because Claudia tried to break it first, and then Roger almost broke it. So yeah. they put me in charge at the end of the evening. How'd uh, that go? I left and it was still upright. Okay. So. <laughs> but, but Roger wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and you were barely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And luckily, when I got back, uh, you know, wanting to go directly to my room at three in the morning, there happened to be a group of people drinking more absinthe at, oh, the, uh, at the lobby. So I hooked up with Rory from uh, Peach Street Distilling and uh, had a little more. So does that explain why you don't have a beer sitting in front of you uh, today? I have a big glass of water. <laughs> See, that's the problem with conferences in hotels, because you try to sneak in, yeah, and then inevitably you have to go past the bar, lo- the lobby bar, and that's when you get sucked into more yeah. booze. We and- are staying at a new hotel, and there was a lot of good things that were said about it. Yeah. They didn't tell us that it had no bar. <sighs> that's rough. Yeah. Too Unless you're looking to go bar. to sleep. Too it, new it, for a bar. What is that? You don't mean? plan for these things? Yeah. It's probably a good thing that they did not have a bar. Yeah. I, I, I've i never heard that. Having just come back from a short trip with Mike White, I can vouch for the fact, Yousef, that it's probably a good thing they didn't have a bar. It can be tough to keep up with these fellas. <laughs> exactly. So I'm still in recovery. But good to see you, Mike White. You're looking good. Thanks. <laughs> it took two weeks. It took two weeks to, to recover. Yeah. And a lot of foundation makeup. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I do have to say that this is by far the thinnest and best-looking radio group I've ever uh, been with. Is that right? Uh, you're obviously not looking at Chad or Tasty. <laughs> uh, Yousef's last radio experience was with Lycus. So uh, we're happy to show you uh, what fun radio yeah. is like. Hopefully more talented radio. Can I just say that? Yeah. I hear that Lycus is kind of a drag to do radio with because it's he, he's very... Um, he does that cookie cutter style radio where they kind of he ushers in like ten of you a day, Yousef. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, he had, <laughs> you weren't special. <laughs> he stacked up ten interviews for his weekend show so that he only has to show up like one weekend every two months, and he does those interviews, and then it's a done deal. And it's just it's very cold. We invite you in, get you drunk, send you home with Mike White. It's a very <laughs> it's a very pleasing experience for the VN. The night gets better as it goes on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least that's how it's explained to me in the morning. <laughs> well, we we look at like a show or your show or pretty much any show is just a a place to get a, get the word out. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so any any radio show is going to be good. Uh, I Absolutely. Like us, uh, you know, the, he has a. It was a very short span of time, so we had to cram in a lot of stuff. It wasn't three hours. Long. Yeah, you got plenty of time yeah. to, to cram stuff in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretty good at uh, making things fit <laughs> that are being crammed. So. All right, speaking of cramming things in, I do have a lot to get to. I wanted to talk a little bit about our weekend because just I have a quick funny story. Uh, we've been doing this landscaping around the house. Uh, just tired of it. Uh, if you've seen any of the BN videos, you can kind of look in the background and see the jungle that is our yard. Yeah. Beef, did you look around and see the yard? I saw all the crap on the front yard. I haven't gone to the backyard yet. It's pretty amazing. I did see your mom dressed up like Farmer John. Yeah, she's yeah. My mom's got this farmer thing happening yeah. right now. Is she now. working on the yard? She better be. Yeah, she's planting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Go look. If she's on yeah. a break, you let me know. Yeah. She's her a little. She looks like she's about to move to Beverly. She thinks it's a goddamn Hills, union is. around here. That was really bad. Uh, thank you. 
really, really bad. You've been obviously been away too long. I have. Yeah. So, in order to get the yard done, our landlord, you know, I tell the landlord, hey, you know, I want you to hire a landscaper. We'll, we'll take care of the big cleanup, but then I want you to get someone to take care of it. I'm sick of it. Neighbors give me dirty looks all the time. So, he calls his friend. He doesn't uh, doesn't do what everybody else in California does, which is go and pick up some of the little brown people down at the Home Depot. Typical. Yeah. He, uh, he hires a white guy. It's just a stupid idea. Mike I just white? want to say right now. And uh, it's a friend of his. And the kid comes over, and the kid loves beer. And he uh, says, you know, how old is this kid, by the way? Uh, he's, uh, I don't know, 28 okay. ish. Right. Um, he's a kid to you. Yeah. Paul the landscaper. <laughs> That's who he is. Classic. Paul comes over, and um, you know, he says basically, well, you know, I really like beer, so I'm willing to do this because Nathan's my friend, and I'll do it for beer. So I tell Shat, you know, hey, this guy's going to do a bunch of stuff for us. Can he drink your beer? Shat says, of course. It's great. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. Guy comes over yesterday. It's me, Schumann, and Paul the landscaper trying to get things done out there. About two hours into it, he's had, I don't know, I don't know how many of Shat's Belgian strong ales that are on tap out there. Oh, no. He's drunk as shit. Comes up to me. This is now, uh, this is about 1130. (laughs) What time did he get there? And we started at like nine, you know. I'm talking to him for two minutes when he's here, trying to get the game plan down. He's not even listening to me. He goes, hey, can we uh, can we get a beer? Yeah, sure, man. No problem. He's, it's like 11.30. Kind of hammered already, you can tell. He comes up to me. He goes, hey, hey, you want to smoke? <laughs> hey, on, I'm going, I'm going, no, man. I, this is going to be a long day. I got a lot of, I got a lot of yard work to do, you know. Oh, yeah. I said, well, you can do whatever you want. You know, I don't care what you do. You're the professional. Yeah, you're the uh-huh. you're the landscaper. <laughs> yeah. So Paul Landscaper goes and gets himself all stoned, keeps on drinking. Within an hour, he's passed out on my back patio. <laughs> That's it. He's out. It's me and Schumann doing the rest of the yard work. He wakes up a little bit later, smokes another bowl, passes out again. Oh Jesus! Yeah, first time he's been over. First time. So it's the first day of his job. Essentially. Yeah, well, you're drinking Belgian strong in the, in the sun and working. That's no way to <laughs> get to you. Yeah. Oh, me and Schumann are fine. You know? Huh? So he leaves me a message this morning. I saved it. I got it for you guys. He's a little, uh, he's not too sure what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Let me play it. Doesn't you. sound like it. Yeah. Hey, Justin, what's up? It's Paul. Just giving you a call. Um, that rhymes. Yeah. So, yesterday was kind of a blur. Just want to uh, catch up and uh, make sure I didn't didn't horribly embarrass myself or uh, anything else. So, anyways, man, geez, give me a call, touch base, that'd be awesome. Take care, man. Later. Oh, go figure. He has the day off after working hard yesterday. <laughs> yeah. If he if he works at that speed and on your garden, it should be done in a couple of years. Oh man, the same speed he talks. He's really slow. Oh, Justin, I think he's a great candidate for an employee yeah. for the Brewing Network. I think you're right. He'd fit into the team. Yeah, make that three hour show a six hour show. <laughs> That's true. I love that officer landlord gave you a pothead to. Yeah. To your yard. I, yeah, I don't think he knows. They go to church together, my <laughs> landlord and this guy. That's how they know each other. 
Paul the landscaper. No, well, that's right. but, but no warning. I mean, was he like, oh, so which beer should I really have? You know, no. what's strong, what's not? He just uh, dove nothing. right into the building. You know, I told him we we gave him the IPA first. You're trying to get rid of your IPA, right? And then he wanted to try other things. I said, well, whatever's on tap is fine. I think that Chet took off the beer that he's saving for competition. So if it pours, it's yours. And you know, a couple beers in, he goes up to me. He's like, man, I, I'm really liking this Belgian strong, oh, this dark strong. And I go, well. <clears throat> It'll get you there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye out for that one. An express train to Napville, apparently. <laughs> Strong beer. Uh, uh, he doesn't even remember the day. Uh, <laughs> yesterday's kind of a blur. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like today's going to be kind of a blur, too. I think, yeah. I think we should... Uh, uh, I know you have certain rules and regulations on the show, but yeah. he could be considered for Drunk of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is pre-qualified, that's yeah. for sure. I, somebody's got to right beat him. Running. Somebody has to beat him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be rough. This kid was wrecked. It's funny. <laughs> he's wrecked the next day. <laughs> he's wrecked yeah. till the next Well, he probably, he's probably two bowls into it by the time he left me that message. How long uh, was he passed out? Uh, two hours? Three hours. Really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. My mom's out there. Just We just worked around him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know? Uh, it's really funny. Good first impression. You know, in his defense, when he came over a week ago and we talked about what we're going to do, he did tell me, I re- he's like, I really love beer. I just want to do it for beer. I really love beer. I just didn't take him so seriously, you know. He meant it. Yeah, but people who say that are like 16, 17-year-olds who can't get beer. I yeah. mean, this kid's 28. He can get beer yeah. on his own. But he didn't do anything. Yeah. He didn't do anything for the beer. Yeah. He worked the first couple hours. He was he was working. <laughs> but he slowed down pretty quickly, man. I think the beer has to be a reward at the end. Yeah, that's exactly. what my mom said. Next time, you got to give the beer at the end. But I was like, I, you know, when you don't know the guy, he's a landscaper. He's basically working for beer. I go, sure, we're all having a beer. You know, you do. I didn't realize he was going to funnel it all day. <laughs> Who was I? T- I was talking to someone. They had a story about uh, grabbing a couple of Home Depot guys yeah. and bringing them, doing some work. And uh, you know, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll buy you guys beer. I'll buy you guys beer." And he bought like an eighteen pack of beer up front. And left him at this place. I forget what the hell it was. I think it was cleaning out like an office building or whatever. And he comes back and there's nobody there. All the beer's gone and just empty bottles everywhere. Yeah. They just took off. But you're, you're right. The beer needs to be a reward be at last. the end because <laughs> you, can't give, you can't give anybody who's going to work for beer yeah. beer up front. I think yeah. you can get it drunk and they don't care. Especially your first time over. I mean, come on. I know. Doesn't even know us, you know? At least save it. That guy's a gangster. A wow. Yeah. No shame. It's hardcore. That's that's thug life, dude. <laughs> that's, that's right. Thug life. All right. Few announcements. Let's get on with things here. Uh, the big announcement this week is that the anniversary bus tour is all set. I've got the uh, locations lined up. Uh, everything but uh, the price of tickets, uh, which will probably go up this week. So here's the deal. Uh, we're leaving Oakland at uh, the Oakland Marriott. We're leaving at 12 o'clock. I've got two buses reserved, which uh, is going to equal about 80 seats. Um, we're going to Anchor. Got Anchor to sign up and let us do a private tour. Uh, so they're going to take care of us in two groups. They said if we get there early enough, so it's our first stop, they might uh, we might be able to see the bottling line and everything rolling. So, uh, what about the distillery? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Old I'm going to work need, on the whole thing. You need a private pass for that. Um, sorry, I don't think you'll get in. Really, yeah. the distillery? <laughs> yes, uh, we we saw it the other day, but uh, <laughs> but you had private pass. We had a private pass. <laughs> we might have to comp Mike White a seat on the bus so that we can get into the distillery. I think is what's going to have to happen. So we're going uh, Anchor, 
And then we got Marin Brewing Company lined up. Spoke to Arnie the other day. They're going to set up a special area for us. Arnie's going to give us some special beers. Uh, and then, of course, tours the brewery. Might catch a little bite to eat there since it's the second stop. And I know how you BNers are. You're a lot like Paul the Landscaper. Fat. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> Drunk. I need food. Uh, Just eight, I know. There is potentially another stop in there. We're not sure yet. Uh, and then we're going to head over to Beer, Beer, and More Beer. We're going to have a little parking lot festival waiting for us. Um, oh, cool. So that uh, Chris Graham and JP and the boys there at More Beer are going to give tours of the facility. They're going to set up a bunch of specials and deals for you. And uh, if you wanted to uh, you know, get any of that equipment that you've always been eyeballing, um, it'll show up on your door by the time you get home. You don't have to carry it around with you all week. I'm going to have a couple of breweries, local breweries, setting up their uh, beer in the parking lot so that you guys can grab yourself a couple of drinks, uh, check out the more beer facility, and um, then we're headed home to uh, Linden Street for the anniversary party. We'll be dropping off there by 7. Anniversary party starts at 7 at Linden Street Brewery in Oakland. So that's the plan, kids. Uh, book your flights. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be the event of the week. The conference will be great and everything, but uh, this will be the one everyone's talking about, the bus tour and the anniversary party. So, Bevo, you got to take that Wednesday off work. You are an official guide on the bus. And probably that Thursday. I was planning on taking Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Perfect. Good idea. Great. All right, so that's the deal with that. That's our big announcements. We're starting our... Go ahead, Bevo. Oh, no. Please. Okay. Yours is more important. Our more beer donation raffle. It was supposed to start last week, but uh, we never made it to the air. So uh, we're doing a full temp control setup this week in our donation raffle. Uh, JP, what is our full temp setup? What are we doing? Our full temp setup is a a Ranko two-stage digital controller. Uh, that's a FE608 for those of you playing at home. Uh, it includes a hanger bracket as well, uh, FE610C, which is basically just a little piece of stainless you drill into the wall and you can hang your, your two-stage Ranko controller on. All right. uh, it's a firm wrap heater is the other one, which is the I F- love those. I have one. FE650. They're great. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're really cool. Um, and then a stopper thermowell, which is FE610. So basically what you do is you have your carboy, you stick the heater uh, around the carboy, put the stopper thermowell into the carboy, then you run that uh, uh, probe um, from the temp controller. From the temp, yeah, from the temp controller mm-hmm. uh, into the into the thermowell. So basically, you get you get a solid read of the center of the beer. So yeah. you know what your beer is actually at instead of most temp, most. Uh, Temp controls will read the ambient air and kind of you know guesstimate, um, and then you plug your your hanger or your your heater into the into one part of the the two stage controller, and then you plug the um, your chest freezer or your fridge or whatever into the other, and it the the Ranko just controls everything. There you go. Yeah. So a couple hundred dollars worth of temperature control equipment there for uh, five bucks a raffle ticket. You just hit the donate button. Every increment of five bucks gives you one entry into the raffle. Of course, if you are a subscribing member to the BN Army, meaning that you have your recurring donation set up, even if it's as low as $2, you're automatically entered into the raffle. Everybody who's a recurring donator is automatically entered in every more beer donation giveaway that we do. And uh, this month's a good one. That's a lot of good stuff. All you need is either your chest freezer or a warm box, and uh, you're ready to go. That's true. Yes. Or or a, or a, a fridge. Everyone needs a yeah. warm box. Uh, man, that was a lot of thinking, dude. Sorry. Can I just say that? Like, I haven't really thought that hard all weekend, and uh, I apologize. I kind of messed it up. I stumbled a little bit. I promise you don't have to do shit for the rest of the show in Great. terms of thinking. Can I have some Belgian strong and pass out? <laughs> yeah, why not? Watching your mom work. <laughs> yeah. 
Bevo, anything? I have an amazing story okay. that I have not told you because I feel like you deserve to hear it for the first time on air also. All right. OMG. OMG. LOL. You're pregnant. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, sweet pregnant. Lord, I'd be crying right now. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> no. So Wednesday night, some yeah. people came over to our house. I went to bed early because that's what I do because I have a real job. I think I know. I think I know this story. But that's a burn. Carry on. Uh, you probably do. You hung out with Sam. Damn. No, this is a good story. Yeah, it is. So I got up the next morning, and I guess some people came over that I didn't know were there. Yeah. So I got up and I walked into my living room. It's about six twenty, six thirty ish. To go to work. To go to work. Yeah. Because that's what normal people do mm-hmm. on weekdays. Yeah. Okay. They don't stay up until wee hours of the morning drinking. Yeah. Whatever. Like your husband. And everybody else who apparently was at my house. Okay. So I turn the corner into my living room, and I see Sam's brother on my couch servicing some girl. Ah! Yeah! Good for I that have <laughs> never been more thankful that I am blind as a bat without contacts or glasses than I was that morning. Uh, what form of service was she getting? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I want to talk about it. It was like was he painting I her toenails? Some, like or I was or? so blind that I thought it was somebody else all day until Sam texted me and told me it was his brother, which ah. I did not need to know. And by the way, if you guys, anybody who's seen Sam, if you think Sam looks like a douche, you should see his brother. <laughs> it's like a douche squared. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it was uh, heinous. Uh, was he? Uh, were they in full contact, or was it? Are we yeah. talking like oral here? It was oral, <laughs> which is actually worse. Was his ass up in the air? It was on my couch. <laughs> was he, did he at least sound like he was good at it? Like, was she enjoying it? Or? <laughs> yeah, actually, what? she did sound very happy. But really? That's kind of cool. I was good more, for that kid. Whatever. Was she I awake? ran into the bedroom and woke Sam up, and I was <laughs> yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that somebody in your family is having sex on our couch right now. Uh, I was furious. Did Sam get up and go look then? <laughs> no. Did he, did he go, is it me? <laughs> yeah. Was the girl, uh, was she decent looking, or was she a big I, mess? I couldn't see. She's probably From what I understand, she's a heinous beast. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've seen some of the chicks they, he hangs out with. Crazy bitch, maybe? They're, they're pretty smelly. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did you get to work? I mean, did you did you not put your contacts in until you got outside? No. Um, I was I was scared about that, actually, because I have to walk through the living room. Yeah. Like, there's no other exit from our bedroom. Maybe at the window. And, uh, apparently, well, obviously, they knew I walked in on them. Yeah. Because probably from the throwing uh. up sounds and the, uh, <laughs> the gasp. Yeah. But uh, they avoided me like the plague. They were gone. Oh, uh, really? Because I, she I didn't think even get I was going to go off. You Good. ruined it. Good. <laughs> go to your own damn house or go to Matt's couch that he lives on. Don't do it on my couch. <laughs> so have, you had, have you had your couch dry cleaned? Or we washed you? the things and I Lysol the hell out of it. <laughs> like the seats were wet from all the Lysol. Oh, man. And what else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with Lysol. Yeah. Oh. What do you call that? That's there's like you wake up and you smoke. It's a wake and bake, and you wake up in the morning and you go down on. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. She she knew the motorboat, so she got fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that. It's like a morning snack. We should come morning snack. Ew. Oh man, and an and Elsa Bronte snack. <laughs> the wake and munch. I live in Rodeo. Oh, you do now. Oh, it's still an Elsa Bronte wake. It's a Rodeo Rise, then. Rodeo, Rodeo Riser, Rebel. dude. It's yeah. the Rodeo Riser. Yeah. <laughs> you go over to your buddy's house, and you uh, service somebody on their couch in the morning for the Rodeo Riser. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting pretty good at this. Last week, yeah. JP invented the Pacheco sneaker. Yeah. And uh, already, half an hour into the show, we got the Rodeo Riser. The Pacheco, Pacheco sneaker. sneaker. <laughs> it's, when you, uh, it's when you take a dump in your buddy's shoe. <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, when they put their shoe on the next day... I forget what the fuck you were talking they about. They got themselves a Pacheco <laughs> sneaker. That's disgusting. What about the morning breath factor? Oh, it's like doubled oh, at that point, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and <laughs> Which it's breath Matt, so are you worried about? I'm pretty sure that he doesn't brush his teeth very often. Oh, all right, all right. Now I'm grossed out. We can move on. Wow. Don't forget, you can get updates about us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash brewing network. We'll set you up with that. Last week when there was no show, uh, we were sending video feeds uh, through Twitter. I try to do video the whole time. If you go to qyk.com, quick.com slash brewing network, you'll see the videos. Came uh, out real we well, did. man. They're okay. Yeah. It's just from a cell phone, but it was all the, it was the only way we could communicate with you folks and, and let you know we were here to do the show, but no power. So uh, do Twitter. And then, of course, you can always uh, go to our Facebook. Facebook page. Uh, just search Brewing Network there. You can sign up on Facebook. Facebook. And there's lots of stuff there you could do. Uh, Where's Doc? Friends. Doc's in New York City still, I think. Okay. Doing the family vacation. New York City. And then he's home for a couple days and he's back in New York City doing the brother vacation. The brothers were already laying down. Did we talk about this last week? They were making rules for him. He's not allowed oh. to bring... He's not allowed to party and bring home strange people. Um, <laughs> they have to tame Doc. Oh. That's a good rule. Yeah, for Doc. Because yeah, he, he goes out talk, yeah. he meets everybody. He's and then he's like, come friend. on back to the room. Woo! It'll be fine. It'll <laughs> yeah. be great. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's that. Uh, if you have uh, information you want to send to us, you can send it to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com. That's where you send your show requests and your guest requests and your, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, your fat jokes. <laughs> yeah. uh, all that stuff goes <laughs> to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. Oh. Um, Not for you, Chad. <clears throat> Chad, uh, do you have announcements for us today? I do. All Real right. quick. Uh, at the Poorhouse NYC on the uh, 21st, are having a homebrew competition sponsored by Sam Adams. Go to uh, going.com slash bestbrewer. Uh, Craft Brewers Conference coming up 21st to 24th. I know uh, Justin will be out there. Yeah. Um, on the 25th of this month, we're having the uh, Mead Free or Die competition. It's an, a mead-only competition. Um, get your beers into uh, Mead Free or Die, which is in New Hampshire. Um, basically, they're accepting entries from now until the 17th. Uh, let's see. What else we got going on? Southern Star uh, Pro-Am competition. Southern Star Brewing is uh, doing a Pro-Am. Uh, entry deadline is May 2nd. Check out southernstarbrewery.com. Uh, big one coming up. Homebrew at the WEB competition. All entries that mention they've heard this competition on the BN, they'll donate a dollar to the BN. Oh, nice. So go to uh, hbd.org slash River. Um, and they're accepting uh, entries the 6th through the 24th. Oh, That's a big one. Good. <clears throat> and uh, lastly, Hop Addiction Month at More Beer. Go to morebeer.com. Uh, click on Regan if you can find him. He's the crazy guy. What's he? has some crazy, like, hops outfit on or hat or? No, he, uh, he's, uh, he has a big plate of hops. Oh, okay. He's, like, spoon-feeding you. Look at all. Hops. Excited about hops. Looking all messed up from something. But basically, you could click on him and uh, get all kinds of discounts on hops, hop backs, anything hop-related for the month of uh, April. All right. That's all I got. Beautiful. Nice that work. Was good, huh? All Maybe right. Good. I mean, you're no Schumann, but... No. Oh, my God! You've got mail. Kick ass. Try to get through this as quick as I can. Feedback's brought to you today by Downtown Joe's. Great brewery there in Napa. Go to Wine Country, yeah. have yourself a beer. You can go to downtownjoes.com, check it out. Uh, I had a lot of stuff come through the feedback. Luckily, it was a lot of short emails, so we'll try to power through it for you. Uh, here is one uh, about the last show we were on. I got to thinking, after all the nutter talk of last shows, people were really uh, they were digging our nutter talk. Uh, instead of a pink jumpsuit for Meister at the anniversary party, they want us to make him wear pink, pink nutters. 
No, I don't need that. I, think he's, I don't think you're allowed to do that. To un- he's, he's only 17, right? Yeah. That's, uh, there's got to be something illegal about that. Yeah. I mean, we want to make him, uh, you know, stand out so no one gives him beer, but yeah. Uh, yeah. we don't want to make him stand out so people invite him to the room. You know? <laughs> That's right. We don't need that. Uh, here's another. Just uh, Justin letting you know that I really enjoy the video blogs that you've been posting. The post-show videos are my favorite, as I can gain a more updated image of how the brewcasters look when I listen to them. Also, I never imagined Sam would look so much like some douche that I'd want to punch him in the head. <laughs> That's just mean. Yeah. Sam does kind of look that way, though. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He says, thanks from Jay Watkins. Oh, um, they're going to love Bevo with her after-the-show comments today. Yeah. She'll be very inspired. After-show yeah. comments will be fun. Plus, yeah. Yousef will be our first guest to make oh. the after-show, the post-show commentary blog. That's right. Yeah, it's, uh, we haven't had an in-studio guest since we started doing it, so Yousef, you'll be uh, breaking the cherry of our, our BN Army blog. I don't even know what you just said. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just uh, smile, nod, and uh, be gentle, I think, and you'll be fine. All of those are on the BN Army blog. If you haven't checked it out, give it a look. Um, here's a congratulations in order. Nathan writes in and says, My first competition ever. I entered three beers, Bohemian Pilsner, a Schwartz beer, and a cream ale. Two beers placed, the Bohemian Pils taking oh. second, and the Schwartz beer taking yeah, third place. Right. Very nice. Good work. Good job. Um, That's good for your first comp, man. He said oh, for yeah. some he put down the Brewing Network as his club, but they listed other when they put it on the website. When they, uh, It's happening a lot. He wrote to him, and he uh, he said, what the fuck? But I guess they just said, we don't know what happened. We'll look into it. <clears throat> I think people are... Do you think that competition organizers are taking out the Brewing Network? They're blackballing uh, you. Oh, we're on the AHA uh, website. We're official. Yeah, we're listed. It'd be kind of cool if we are being blackballed. I'd like that. But why? What do we... I don't understand. I don't know. It would be fun. All right, what else we got? Uh... Hey guys, I'm in the process of preparing to renew my vehicle registration, and I figured I'd try to see if I could get BN Army on my license plate. And it just so happens that it's available in my state. To make things even more cool, here in Virginia, it's considered to be um, the center of dot-com businesses. So on the plate, it says bnarmy.com. Oh... Oh, do we have that? We do. Uh, that's what he's writing about. It, I, I owned it, but I hadn't directed it to the site for some reason. So it's now directed. So if you punch in bnarmy.com. A lot of people are doing this. Have you been following this on the forum? This is like the fourth or fifth person, maybe, aside from Shat, that is getting BN license plates. I saw that. The Mercedes in Maine. Yeah. Do you Pretty see nice. that? Yeah. What did it say? <laughs> Nutters? That would be good, too. <laughs> BN Army. We should start doing that. If BN Army is taken in your state, you should go for Nutters. (laughs) BN Nutters. Or Pacheco Sneaker. How would you do that? I think we should be shooting for all 50 states of this BN Army plate action. And they should all show up in June. Oh, that'd be nice. (laughs) A lot of fun. That'd be fun. Uh, So that's from Count de Monet in the forum. Uh, Shout out to you guys for the excellent That Other Show. Count de Money. This past week. Uh, Way to give us the meat we crave. (laughs) Some say the anticipation makes it much better when it actually comes. Screw that. Give it to us regular again. Suck it, Schumann. That's from Belmer. Oh. Uh, it wasn't my fault there was no lunch meat this week for the first time ever. Yeah. It was Jipper's fault. First time fault. ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I had, I had work to do. Some of us have real jobs. Yeah. <laughs> nice Apparently. Sound like, they sound like Bevo. Yeah. Nice sound like Bevo and Stephanie. <laughs> Some of us have to work in the morning. <gasps> I have to stand in front of a classroom all day long. No, I don't complain that often, but really, getting serviced on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's better than not to standing in a classroom all day long. <laughs> 
someone sent it. Catfish sent in uh, BN Limerick. He said it's late, but he wanted to send it in anyway. Once met a brewcaster with OCD, smiling and shaking hands at NHC. He lost his grin when I said to him, never wash my hands when I pee. After I pee. There you go. That's from Catfish. It's probably talking about me, right? I think so, yeah. Hey, fellas. First of all, I just want to tell you, awesome job. Congrats on the new shows and the old standards. I was wondering if you could give me advice on the BJCP exam. Is anybody, has anyone in this room taken the BJCP have not. exam? So we probably can't help him here. We'll skip it. No. All right. If Doc was here, I think he's looked at it. Every White Labs employee but me <laughs> has taken it. Is that right? <laughs> no, but most of our lab people have taken it. Have they passed? passed? Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. Did they get Ava a Parker apparently was in the top percentage points of the nation really yes good for her like top how what she was (laughs) she studied months ahead of time wow and uh, she helped others Uh, she trained others in their lab she's an overachiever she She is so if you want somebody to taste your beer i think you need neva parker okay yeah isn't she out of work right now with the in babyland she comes back next week all right she's such an overachiever apparently she has the world's most beautiful baby is that right i understand is that what she told you that's what she says she's a cutie yeah well she goes it's not all wrinkly like those white babies <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and she makes a good point. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Neva has taken a million pictures. Oh, yeah. Her, yes. of this. Uh, uh, she'll send them to you if you want Hopefully them. after the yes. birth. And, not, uh, yes. yeah. I, I have to say she is cute. Yeah? Yes. Uh, compared to most babies. I've seen worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen worse. Uh, have you seen my baby pictures? <laughs> yeah, Sounds take like JP's it. baby pictures, for example. Um... All right, here, I guess there was a lot going on in the chat room last week while we were off air. Yeah. Someone writes in, uh, hey, you know power having California hacks. I want to nominate Grodd for the no-show drunk of the week. He deserves a medal for taking the day off to listen to the session from Australia. <laughs> and he hung out in the chat room all night despite the fact that there wasn't a show. That's from Dakota Brewer. So first nomination for a no-show drunk of the week. Um, got another angry Canada email. And Bevo, you haven't even been here to piss anybody off. No. Hey, <laughs> Justin. Uh, once again, the BN shows a total lack of respect for the great beer swilling country that is Canada. Darn right. Why Canada <laughs> is much more than America's hat, America light, or that frozen place where Santa lives. No way, eh? Is the it's the proud birthplace of such dignitaries as William Shatner, Howie Mandel, Kimberly Hefner, and Shannon Tweed. I'll give I'll give you that one. You ever seen Shannon Tweed? Wow, big boobies. Uh, I don't know what that retard from Montreal was talking about, but you should know that fluff is indeed a staple in the eastern provinces of Canada. I ate it right out of the tub when I was a wee little fat lad growing up in New Brunswick. Did we say they don't have fluff in Canada? Yeah, my cousins always bitched fluff? about that. <coughs> my cousins in Montreal and they can never get it. Well, he says your cousin's stupid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we should call him and tell him that right now. So that's Angry Big Ray Freshness in the BN Army Canadian Foreign Legion. All right, here, maybe you can help us, a listener, with this question, Youssef. We'll get you right into the real work that we do here at the BN. This guy says, I'm listening to your shows via podcast, learning a lot. Thanks for providing the info. Anywho, I've been home brewing uh, for about two years, and I made a lot of beers that taste good but not great. I really enjoy it, and I'm determined to make great beer. The problem is... I'm still getting that nail polish remover or solvent aftertaste. Uh Even if I'm brewing uh, a light beer, 
Says he's got DMS issues too, but he's, he's going to do a longer boil to try to fix it. I brew only ales because of the temperatures I deal with. I don't have a cool temperature-controlled location for my fermenter. I understand that this can induce havoc on the yeast, causing these off flavors. Um, I do have a fridge with an external temp control. Uh, what do you recommend to keep a stable temp for brewers that do not have this type of equipment? Would you say, first off, Yusef, do you think it probably is a temperature issue that he's getting these solvent flavors? Uh, temperature issue or the yeast strain he's using. Uh, oh, okay. I'd, I'd have to say that uh, that donation on your webpage for the temperature control uh, yeah. prize would be you know, a very good thing for this guy to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, the main thing, I mean, <clears throat> and this is something that also goes into the distilling aspect of it is that... Uh, those higher alcohols are, you know, if you're making them in a fermentation, then you distill them. I mean, wow, you got you concentrate it all, and and when you pull off those initial runnings, that's uh, that's where all those things come come into play, and you're trying to get rid of them there. So, definitely on a beer, if you're smelling that at those, you know, those volumes, it, it's really problematic. I mean, you got a lot of bad stuff going on in there, and temperature uh, would probably be the biggest issue. But uh, if he's getting kind of fusels and you know phenols and stuff like that i would i would look into a, a sanitation aspect as well okay uh his his yeast strain that he's using his pitching rate how fast i would say his speed of fermentation onset of fermentation would be uh one of the key things if he's having 12 24 36 hour lags he needs to get more yeast in there or a healthier strain of yeast okay We've got Yusef Cherney on the line uh, on the show with us uh, right now. We're going to be talking more with him. I'll finish our feedback at the end of the program so that we make sure we get everybody's questions answered. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about Ballast Point beer and uh, a little bit of distilling, too. So stick with us. It's the session with Ballast Point. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. 
White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah, mother... White Labs. It's all in the vial. The Brewing Network brings together the winner of the Sam Adams Long Shot Competition and the most awarded homebrewer in history to do battle in the next chapter of The Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Every episode, Jamil Zanishev and Mike McDowell lay their reputations on the line to brew your favorite commercial beer and put their results to the test. Perfect match or perfect drain pour. Tune in for the recipes, techniques, and interviews with the pros that answer the question, Can You Brew It? The Jamil Show, Can You Brew It? airs every other Monday on the Brewing Network. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. And now, back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. All right, thanks for sticking with us after that word from our sponsors. Don't forget they make the show happen, so uh, pay attention to them. They're good people, and uh, they have good hearts, and they're going to go to heaven. Right, Bevo? Thank you. Why do you have to mock her? I'm not mocking I'm asking her opinion. It counts, JP. Women's opinions count, JP. Especially when they're big. All right, we're going to start talking to Yousef here in a second about his beer. It looks like I got a phone call I got to take first. Someone wants to say hello to Shat. Is that the deal here, Beavis? I guess, yeah. Kuda, you're on the line. What's happening? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing all right. How are you, brother? Good. What's Um, happening? Just listening to you guys on my my iPod, my iPhone here in the car, live. So I thought I'd give you guys a call. How's that working? Does it stream okay on there? Yeah, it does actually pretty well. Woo. When the signal goes down, it kind of it falls out, but it comes back pretty well. That's pretty so cool. We should I've been have able to pick up your. Uh, we're uh, we're very modern, JP. You know that. You see that, we Mike are. White? We're uh, we're mobile. We're and, very 2006. Yeah, next generation. We are. We're uh, 21st century. We're 3G. You know. <laughs> A couple episodes ago, I had you guys that um, on in the car. I played it through the, the through the stereo in the cars. You dropped a couple of F-bombs and such. The kids didn't think that was too appropriate. So oh, they I didn't? slapped it side the head, so I had, to, I had to put it back in the earphones. <laughs> Sounds like your kids so. need to chill out a little bit. Maybe we should do a segment uh, where your kids come in here and uh, give us a language lesson, teach us to have a little bit of fucking manners around here. Yeah. You know? It'd be kind of a fun it's bit. It's pretty bad when my kids are telling, when, tell, telling me to knock it off. Yeah. Hey, Daddy, uh, the, Daddy your the, beer show. Your beer show's swearing. They said about beer and they swear. Yeah. I think one of them just farted. Uh, hey, did you enter the World Cup this year, Kuda? Uh, yeah, I did send a few. How'd you do? Um, I don't know how anything did. I was supposed to go down there the other day, yesterday, actually. It wasn't 
and go to the Triple Rock. Um, yeah, the Firkin Fest. Fest. Yeah, and then um, meet up with uh, with Shat and Tasty. But I end up having to uh, coach my son's little league game, so you know I got priorities. So I got gotcha. you. He's trying to get away, but it just wouldn't happen. These kids are running your life. He's running your life, man. Yeah, first he the is. language yeah, lesson, he... now the baseball. He well, the reason I uh, the reason I bring yeah. it up well, is I was curious if. Um, like our like our friend Chad here, if you had gotten shut out at the World Beer oh, Cup uh, this yeah. year, got the kibosh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Chad, how many beers did you uh, enter? Uh, four, four. And I, I don't four, believe that's uh, four zeros, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. And yeah. uh, how about uh, Tasty, who who last year you shellacked at the World Beer Cup? Uh, how'd you do this year, Tasty? Did you, are you on, are you on the board? Yeah, I won uh, four. I had four medals. You had four yeah. medals. Wow. See, Shat, uh, uh, you, you got him scared last year. He went home and upped his brewing something. You know, how many did he enter? How many uh, did you enter? I entered seven. Wow, that's a pretty damn good ratio. Yeah, I'm, ple- I'm pleased with that. Yeah. Uh, and, Good job. Yeah. Thank you for doing that math for me. I was thinking it was somewhere around 12. Yeah. I appreciate it. He's a finance guy. Yeah. So, Shat, now uh, what's well, next? Well, what do you mean? As far as well, competitions? You, you know, you got shut out. Should I just give up? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you remember. It's much easier just to give up. Yeah. yeah. So, it's much easier. When, when Chad beat Tasty, that was two years ago, right? Yes. What, yeah, it was two years ago. Oh, and it was. There was like so this year there were w- almost 100 percent more entries. Oh. There were like 450 entries. Yeah, a lot this of year. entries. Yeah. Yeah. And Thank Mike you, took four medals. Four medals. Yeah, it was Mike and uh, the Mike Riddle. This guy named oh. Mike Riddle. Yeah. Kept going up there. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. But man, he, 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 he must have some good beer. He's a homebrew. It oh. wasn't a BN club. No. no. Uh, well, we had a couple BN winners. Yeah. yeah. Steve Kirby and um, Carlo. Oh, yeah. They yep. won some medals. Yeah. Nice. Good. Congrats. So. All right. Hey, th- if there's nothing else, thanks, Kuda. Yep. Cheers, brother. Have a great show. All right. Uh, a couple other things. Let me just get these notes from the first segment down and out of the way so we can start talking to Yousef about beer. Uh, Gucci Pilot wanted to give an update uh, about my yard work. He had stopped by to drop off beer earlier, wanted to give a review. Uh, he says, my yard work was underwhelming and that Shat did all the work. <laughs> what's dif- what's the difference there? What's, yeah. what's new? Better crack the whip on mom. Yeah, I gotta get, <laughs> slap my mom around. She won't get hugs goodnight if she doesn't finish that yard. Two hours of daylight. Get working. <laughs> and uh, that's right. We got flashlights too. <laughs> Put out a you know a floodlight in the backyard. And tap it good wants to know if there was any update on the Schumann bonsai tree mystery. Oh. If you'll remember from a few shows back, updates? somehow that tree ended up uh, out of its pot and planted in the ground, and nobody knows who does it. Uh, is Schumann around? Uh, He's taking a nap or something. There are no updates officially, but I do think I've solved the mystery. Oh. What happened? Well, I don't want to solve it for Shu, though. I think he enjoys the idea that his dad was screwing... His dead dad came yeah. down and planted his bonsai tree. It's like Santa Claus. Yeah. He still likes Santa Claus, and he likes to think that his dad is planting his trees. So, unofficially, I'm pretty sure I've narrowed it down to Doc. I think Doc, after one of really? these shows, accidentally knocked it over and felt kind of silly. And so instead of owning up to it, he just planted the tree and then let it be. But he, I mean, we were doing it on the show. He was here and he was like, oh, that's weird. I know. But later on that night, it came up again after the show and I got a look from Doc. 
<laughs> what kind of a look? Kind of look that says, I, I screwed up Schumann's bonsai tree. That kind of look. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I've solved the mystery. I but think uh, Doc, but... The Mad Gardener. Could happen. But if any of you see Schumann at a festival or an event, just you know, tell him it's his dad. He likes it. <laughs> All right. Let's start talking about Ballast Point. I just opened uh, your Yellowtail Pale Ale, which you call a pale ale, but you describe as a Kolsch. What's that all about? Um, it's pretty much the the problem that I think people would have uh, ordering a Kolsch. I've found, you know, with friends at brew pubs, and and this is, you know, that beer has been around for a long time. So now there's, you know, people like you educating people, and I think uh, people are understanding what a Kolsch is. And uh, back, but back when we introduced this beer, I, I had talked to friends. A lot of friends were operating brew pubs, and you know, they would say, oh, we put uh, a bitter on tap, mm. and it's our slowest-moving beer. And I would say, well, y- you know, change the name and just see what happens. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys changed uh, his bitter, which was just a real light, mild, mildly hopped beer, to the blonde, and it became his best-selling beer. I see. So, uh, you know, we came into the business as really idealistic homebrewers. We were, uh, you know, all we started the homebrew shop in the early 90s and uh we wanted to to get into brewing and we took our beer that we were making to different homebrew festivals and one of the first ones we took it to was uh back when Vinnie Trillerzo's winery was uh still having the the homebrew fest down in Temecula okay and we unleashed our first rounds of what we thought we'd we were going to make and uh the beer went over like gangbusters and it wasn't yellowtail it was actually a Nitrogen dispensed amber ale, which hmm. no one had ever done. It was before the pyramid release of the DPA and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, I remember making it at home, and I had a bottle of nitrogen mix, and I had a bottle of CO two, and I called my partner and I said, "Hey, I'm trying to, I'm gonna, I'm thinking about carbonating this amber with some some mixed gas," and he goes, "Don't do it," ah. and I go, "Why?" and he said, "Because uh, it's gonna be good." And now we're going to have to make it that way. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. Um, and I did, and I called them back, and I go, oh, my God, that's the best beer ever. <laughs> it's really good, yeah. So uh, we unleashed that stuff at the Homebrew Fest, and it went over. There was, um, you know, the band was drinking it. Everyone at the fest was like, this is really good. Okay. And we went with it, and uh, we did that in a Belgian wheat beer. And uh, the world wasn't really ready for it. And and if you look at, you know, a company that was much bigger who released, you know, Pyramid released the DPA later on, full page back ads on the Celebrator. Yeah. And I'm not sure that beer is still around. I, I It is. I But it's not full page ads. And it's, right. it's not, it didn't, it's really hard to sell a beer like that, even though, you know, you might think it's the best beer. And we do we do bring it back on occasion because uh, it's basically the calico amber ale, okay, um, but on nitro, but on nitrogen, yeah. Okay. So uh, when we released the the yellowtail, uh, one of the guys that brewed with us, Peter Ahern, he did some time over in Cologne, and forgive me for the pronunciation of all these places. No worries. Uh, <laughs> And he fell in love. How can a guy named Yusef not pronounce uh, Cologne? Cologne. And- <laughs> uh, he 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 spent some time going to school over there and fell in love with the Kulsh mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and uh, so we we started working on on brewing it. Uh, I know for a fact if I if a lot of people back in the day were, went into a bar 
and saw Kolsch and and saw umlauts, they'd they'd be like, uh, uh, "I'll have the pale ale." Yeah, okay. And, and we wouldn't have made the sale. So uh, we 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 market as a pale ale. It's kind of hard because you know Sierra Nevada is so well known for their pale ale, and we're from California, and yeah, and the West Coast is such a pale ale spot. But I, I think what happened is people drank it and. You know, it's it's not a real aggressive hoppy beer. It's a German style beer. Yeah, and it it got a following, and and people appreciate it for what it is. And I've actually, I find it really hard to go on the little blog pages and read. You know, people Reviews criticizing stuff, about yeah. everything. And the other day, I saw one, uh, and it, I, I think it might have been on your site. I, I was checking it out, and it said Yellowtail, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to look. Uh, and I, and yeah. I look at it, and. Uh, it was actually somebody, you know, I have no idea who this person was, and they were explaining, hey, this is really a Kolsch, and um, they use German hopping and Munich malt, and uh, and it's really good. Yeah. You know? So, And then the next follow-up was like, yeah, I've had that beer, and, you know, even though they say it's pale ale, I, I understood that it was a Kolsch, and I had it, and it was good. So I expected this whole, like, this isn't a West Coast-style Right. Ale. You know, we make those, too. Um, so if if you're gonna if you want something hugely hoppy, we got it. So it's a great beer. I'm really enjoying it. I would call it. I, I definitely think it's a it's a Kolsch. But I also think if you had told me that it was say an extra pale ale, something like that. You know, some people do or that. A, where it's a German not, pale ale or a German. Yeah, then That's I would give me a good name for it. I wouldn't have argued with you about that. I'd be like, oh yeah, it is kind of an extra pale ale because you're right. It's not a West Coast pale ale by any in any way, shape, or form. It does really have that Kolsch backbone, that German malt backbone to it, and a little fruitiness. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't call it a Kolsch. Either. You wouldn't? I wouldn't. I say it's it's modeled after a Kolsch style. Okay. And uh, so, you know. What yeast do you use? Do you use a Kolsch yeast? We do. And what temperature do you ferment it at? It's fermented about 68, 70, and then we cold condition it, and, and that's mainly to deal with the flocculation issue of the yeast. It's a really poor flocculator okay uh so we do do you want me to talk to chris about that (laughs) if he could if he could make it flock out like an english ale yeast i'd really (laughs) see what i could do i think that might have something to do with the the flavor profiling though but uh, yeah it's uh it's kind of a pain in the ass of a yeast to work with and and what what our whole theory on the yeast strains when we started out was most people use sierra nevada strain you know the california ale uh style of yeast and we didn't want to do that. We didn't want to have our beers taste like everybody else. Uh, so we sought after some kind of unique strains, and we operate with uh, between three and four strains in our brewery, uh, in our production facility, and then at our uh, smaller facility, we use you know tons of them. You know, we you get, do okay. We'll get lagers in. We'll get the ale strains, Belgian wheat beer yeast, uh, English ale strains. So I. You know, I've been in the industry long enough to realize that the yeast really does make a difference. And if you make all your beer with one yeast, it's going to taste the same. The same, yeah. And I've had beer from breweries where there's ten brewery, beers in a glass lined up in front of me, and if you blinded blindfolded me, uh, it would start to be hard to tell what was what. Okay. And I I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you've given out a lot of information in this first segment. I want to go back to a couple of things. First thing I want to go back to is you mentioned that you don't like to read the blogs and the reviews and stuff like that. Why is that? Uh, I assume every, you're talking about things like Beer Advocate, stuff yeah, like that. You know? I mean, it's hard. It's hard. I guess the, the easiest way to put it would be if we could satisfy everybody, yeah. we would. Uh, yeah. And and I, I read a, you know, 
one that said, hey, I just had Ballast Point's uh, Crack Horse Sour Beer or whatever. You know, some, one of our real small batch stuff. Okay. And they said, uh, you know, I, I'm, f- I'm really glad to see Ballast Point moving in this direction. I wish they would make more of this and stop with uh, the Yellowtail or blah, blah, oh, blah. See. Yeah. And, you know, at some point you got to realize that we're not a a strictly boutique beer um and there are those out there that make three or four hundred maybe a thousand barrels a year yeah uh we are a production facility and we now have the luxury of having two breweries with a small brewery and a large brewery so hopefully you know we can fill the void everywhere now um so you just really kind of take it to heart and you you find it hard to hear when people are dissatisfied with what you guys are doing i mean think about it there the beer is the baby of yeah the brewer and uh imagine if there was a website you know saying uh yeah i saw a picture of your kid yeah ugly you know (laughs) it's called the brewing network we do it all the time yeah so it's it's hard i mean i don't think anybody uh, it's it would be hard to for any brewer to look at you know, criticism yeah. and react to it, especially with a beer that maybe you've been producing for years. I mean, that's that's out there in the market. Maybe make, hey, well, you guys should make a new beer, and yeah. maybe that would be a better criticism. And Have you ever read anything? I think that there's... I don't read them either, by the way. I was in a beer store the other day, and the distributor was trying to convince me to go shop around on Beer Advocate and these other ones before I went to buy beer. And my answer to him was that I actually don't like to, to be biased before I go in. And if I buy a bad beer, that's fine. It's part of the experience for me. And he kind of said, well, you can't try every beer. And I think that's not true. I'm, I've dedicated my life to trying every beer. Um, so, anyhow. Uh, speaking uh, of criticism, but, but we should read some of uh, Chad's uh, score sheets. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be happy to. All right. But I think that there are sometimes there's a value in consumer reports, right? And so I wonder if you've ever read one of them when you still were reading them um, that you found valuable. Did you ever? Did anybody ever note a flaw or something that you went back and made a change? Or, or are you guys pretty good on just doing it yourselves? Well, I'm I'm probably my biggest critic. You know, I'm going to look at the beers we're making and 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 it's really hard for me, to, you know, to sit there and. Sometimes you'll if you'll go into a bar and you have your beer and it's not up to par, it's it's crushing. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, I don't, you know, it if it's uh, if I read something about it, uh, I will take it to heart, and uh, that's the worst part about it. Is yeah. I take it to heart too much. You know? Okay. So that it, makes sense. It's not really to say I don't I don't read it and I don't buy into it. Um, it's if I sit here and try to describe to you um, the best cheesecake. I've ever had. Yeah. After I'm done, ten minutes telling you about the creaminess and the the texture of the crust and how they use a special sour cream and at the end of that ten minutes, do you think it'll you have any idea what it tastes like? I see. Not really. Yeah. And and it is best to drink it and make your own opinion. Um, but at at the same point, you know, when you buy a car, you you don't want to buy a piece of crap. So like you're gonna get some reviews consumer on it. Reports, yeah. you know, you look at a car and stuff. So yeah, it's. Uh, mechanically, consumer reports make sense to me, but uh, for something that's subjective, it would be kind of hard. For Good a point. consumable, I agree. For, for from a consumable, it's like yeah. Then you know what? What's yeah? I I, I agree, and I actually I, I think it's refreshing to hear that because I I know brewers who, you know they they go on there and look every day. 
they look at these signs and say, what are you doing to yourself, man? Why, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Either either people like the beer or they don't. And you know, how they, you know if they like it because they buy it. And if it's not selling, then they maybe don't like it. Yeah. But if you change what... You can't change it. Based on uh, based on on what these kind of rating sites say, because that's okay. not then it's not your beer. Well, they also have to understand that uh, you know, for most brewers, it's you're making a living doing it. Yeah, and uh, if if there was a point where all we made was you know sour lambic beers, um, we wouldn't be in business, right? Uh, so we 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 try to please everybody by making you know uh, the different beers that we do. But of course, uh, there's going to be beers that you know. Some the the guy that drinks uh, imperial porters and and imperial stouts isn't going to be a fan of maybe our lighter beer, right? And I've had I've had I think people have to keep an open mind a little bit more. I've had kind of beer beer guys come in and ask me what the next beer that we're releasing is, and uh, I I told one of them recently, oh, we're doing a Hellas, and he looks at me and goes. I don't care about that. What about your next IPA? Uh, and, yeah. I mean, at some point, uh, you're going to realize that that the lighter beers are are great. Uh, you can have more than one or two and not be completely wrecked. Well, and they can be just as complex and just as clever and just as difficult to make, if not more difficult to make sometimes. Um, yeah. People have to catch up to that, though. Mike White but, likes a good Hellas. Yes, I, it's my favorite. Uh, I'm a specialty uh, producer of that. <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, <laughs> thank you for the laughter. You're welcome. Um, you need a button to press for just the laughter button. <laughs> but I, w- I was just going to mention that, that uh, uh, Ballast Point and their Yellowtail is a, a good example for other breweries to follow because uh, it's one of their most popular beers. You see it on tap everywhere in San Diego. And some people don't even know a ballast point, but mm. they know Yellowtail. Okay. Um, uh, so having a lighter uh, beer variety, but yet one with a lot of character, very individualistic and uh, and interesting, I think is something that every brewery should do. Yeah, I agree. You don't have to stay up at the high end of the spectrum all the time. I think I think one thing I always talk about with my friends is that I a lot of IPAs now. Are really the 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 rage, and when people are talking about beers, they they can talk about IPAs and they can talk about Simcoe and Amarillo, and I smell this. You know, do you when they're when they're drinking beers with their friends, they can they can kind of act like aficionados. It gives it gives the average beer drinker a way to really talk about a beer because it's such a standout flavor. Yeah, and much the same way that you know some wines maybe just went crazy on the oak and and. It's gotten to a point, though, where, I mean, you have to put in so much hops now to really catch people's attention. And with the whole industry, uh, the hop market that we we're facing right now, it got hard. And we had to stop production uh, rather than just kind of backing down. We just stopped production on, on some of the hoppier beers. Really? You didn't go find substitutions or anything like that? You just canceled? Yeah, we, we just stopped uh, the double IPA production, and then uh, we got some contracts worked out, and it's back in production now. Okay. Uh, so we're back with the Dorado now. I kind of like that decision. Instead of compromising what you thought was a tried and true IPA recipe of yours and, and making changes, a lot of breweries which I think is okay, too. But I kind of respect that you went, well, 
If we change this, it's not our beer anymore. It's not that yep. IPA. Yeah. Well, I would like to know uh, something curious of out there of all the all your listeners is, you know, has anybody tried their favorite IPA lately and went, God, this doesn't taste the same. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder if that's it's a good happening. question. And I've I've had people accuse us of of changing recipes, you know, back in years ago. And you're like, God, these guys, if if they really are that. Uh, that tuned into what our flavor profile is. Well, that's pretty impressive. It is impressive. That's uh, that's a big pat on the back, is what that is. All right. You also mentioned a couple things uh, in the beginning too. Uh, so you guys started actually as a homebrew shop, which is still there, right? Still Home, there. Homebrew uh, Mart. Homebrew Mart. It's uh, Linda Vista Road, right down the hill from the University of San Diego, and uh, we're actually in the next. It's been there since the early nineties. Okay. Uh, and we're just now going to do a major overhaul on the place uh the landlord uh finally decided that okay it's time to let these guys have a real shop because they've been there for 16 years or 17 years yeah uh and so we're we're gonna be doing some major overhauling down there uh we've we have a tasting bar in there as well but the the whole goal when uh, my partner jack white uh he started he's the owner of the of the of the whole industry, okay, and uh, no relation to the White Brothers, which uh-huh. the Chris Whites and the Mike Whites. Well, we got to go back a few centuries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Who knows>? yeah. <laughs> that's Maybe. true. They're somewhere yeah. along yeah. the way, he actually, might be my brother. <laughs> actually, uh, he he tells a story that his original name wasn't White, so I think I think he just changed it to be you know in the cool crowd. Of the I White see. Brothers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they uh, he started the place. I. I think I went in there maybe a month after they opened. Okay. Just after as a he, customer. After he opened. Mm-hmm. And I had just graduated college, was waiting on taking the LSAT to think about going to law school because that's what you do with a philosophy degree. Okay. And uh, Oh, man. This, yeah. I bet you have great drunken conversations, Yusef. That's, <laughs> did I ever tell you I could prove the existence of God? Oh, man. <laughs> Bevo's over there. What? And then I could sue myself for it. <laughs> yeah. I like that you have her mic off too. Well, she so. has her own mic off. She's I in control. She hasn't, hasn't figured out how to use it all these years. <laughs> so, so I walked in with with my wife and a friend of mine, and I I told them both, "Hey, uh, I'm going to go to this new homebrew shop because the one that was around was very poor, and uh-huh. uh, I wanted another place. I was dying to go to another place. Uh-huh. It was before the whole internet thing too. Okay. So I went in there. I go, but I'm not going to ask for a job. So I walked in and started uh, shopping around, and and I met Jack, and uh, he was doing something, I think, and some guy was in there shopping mm-hmm. and started asking questions, and I started answering him. And, okay. And Jack turned, and he's like, who the hell is this guy, you know? Some, and you guys you know, locked eyes. Yeah, locked eyes, and <laughs> <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I, you know, I said, hey, I, I'm... I'm just out of college, I'm looking for a job, and I'm still kind of drunk. Still kind of drunk, yeah. And I've uh, got a philosophy degree. Yeah, I've got a philosophy degree. <laughs> yeah. And do you need a janitor? I think uh, I got the call the next day, and he said, "Hey, when can you start?" Nice. And, uh, so yeah, we started um, Homebrew Mart, and he started Homebrew Mart, and I I kind of fell in, and then he was working at the airport, so he was a mess. He would work night shifts, and he'd come in. And I'd watch him giving change, and like a guy would pay with a ten, and he'd end up giving three twenties back. And you know, uh, so I just, I'm like, hey, you know, go, go, get get some sleep. Just let me kind of do my thing. And I started, you know, uh, 
I basically wanted wanted to know as much as I could because I didn't want to have the Stump the Brewer uh, guy come in and know more than me. We are playing so. Stump the Brewer tonight, by the way. Uh, listeners at home, get your questions ready for the end of the show. So people are going to be like researching like <laughs> yeah stuff about Homebrew Mart probably yeah so yeah if they go on their on our uh, Ballast Point website they'll see you know pictures from yeah. the very beginning because we've never updated it so, so you say that as you're there uh, so here you are now now you're working at Homebrew Mart you're working with Jack and at some point you guys start to to plan uh, a brewery yeah he he had a master plan actually he he had a friend that he went to college with and that was Pete. And Pete, uh, Pete and him were basically said, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this micro or this homebrew store up and running. You go to Davis, take the program, and when you graduate as a master brewer, you can come down and run the brewery." Okay. And so I was, I was more of a homebrew clerk, you know, and you know, my parents weren't very happy about this decision, uh, so they they had bigger plans for me. But uh, I stuck it out. <laughs> those lawyer, those does philosophy it sound, plans. Does it sound like this? Uh, how's the beer industry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you go home now, so it, so it was it was tough uh, at the beginning. You know, the, you're not making any money really, and yeah. Uh, but my whole, I had kind of a long term outlook, and I think Jack uh, appreciated the work that I was doing, and and I was writing newsletters, and I mean, you know, back on the computer, kind of yeah. typed. They weren't. You know, you weren't going sending out, out letters going out by with hand. stamps on them and everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, and uh, doing a catalog and and so we were we were kind of regarded as the homebrew shop that actually had people working in it that knew how to make beer. Okay, and and I started off on a really bad foot with homebrewing from the other store that I I went to and uh, was told, hey, you can make really great beer at home, and then I tried. And I had four four carboys full by the time I tasted my first one. Okay, and I'm I was like, oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever had. And it wasn't oh. a, it wasn't anything I did. It was just the ingredients that okay. went into it. And I was doing what you what you said earlier. I was going around and tasting hundreds of beers. I mean, I went to the liquor barn, is what my store used to be. Yeah, it was like the pre Bevmo, and I'd get a shopping cart full of about 150 bucks worth of beer. And I'd take it home, and I'd go through them with a notebook, you know? And yeah. I'd, I'd just kind of trip out on the flavors and stuff. But uh, I'd end up pouring a lot of beer down the drain. So <laughs> it, it's it's one of those kind of labors of love, you know? Yeah. But the idea with this new homebrew shop was to improve that, especially when you start working there, is to improve the quality of ingredients. And well, uh, Yeah, and by the time I worked there, I, th- I think I had already started teaching brewing at the... Uh, we had a craft center at the University of California, in San Diego, it had nothing to do with a Davis program. It was just like a hokey little class that I taught. And basically, I was working as a, while I was going to school there, I was working as a uh, jeweler on the side to make money. I, I worked for a lady that imported and exported uh, gemstones. Okay. So, <laughs> just, yeah. What the fuck? It's picturing you as a jeweler. Yeah, from, yeah. Philosophy. from philosophy to law Sounds to like homebrew shop yeah. to jewelry. To, to jewelry. Yeah. Jewelrying. So they, I was actually manufacturing. So I've I've got a real pension for making things myself. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Part of that is you know, little hearts on them and yeah, so, <laughs> soldering, soldering, and, and my wife's ring that I gave her when really young was broken. So I took the class and oh, I fixed okay. it and stuff. My distillery is diamond encrusted. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so so the. Basically, we 
when I was in there, one of the guys liked to homebrew too, who ran the center, and he said, "Hey, do you want to teach a class on brewing?" Okay, and so I said, "Sure," and it ran in their little catalog, and sure as shit, the the first class was packed. Wow, and they, they had no idea, and, and it was in the pottery studio. <laughs> and he had a little, he rigged up a little stove for me. They cleared off all the clay, and I I started a, a beginning class and an advanced class, and the advanced class was an all grain class. Okay. So I, you know, I'd read all the all the books at the time, and they, they still c- hadn't made a good beer. No, they they the books kind of led me into this. Okay, there is a possibility if you want to make a beer like, you know, back in the day it was Sierra Red Nectar or something like that. You you should start with the ingredients that they they use, which was malted barley. It wasn't syrup or extract. Yeah, yeah. and you know. This, this was back when hops weren't being refrigerated at homebrew shops, and you know all sorts of bad stuff was happening. And now the the homebrew shops have modernized to to carry what a professional brewer would be using. You know? Yeah. So I built some equipment, uh, started doing all grain batches, and got it down. Like, and I then I taught these classes, and these guys would come back with their beers, and I was like, you bastards you took everything i i took two years to figure out and yeah. you got it for me and these beers are awesome okay I mean, these guys were coming back with just great beer great beers yeah and they were all stoked on it and they're like i'm like damn it i yeah. wish i wish i had had that right know? but it kind of forced me to, to to learn on my own and so at what point do you steal so, this brewer's job who's up in davis because he's obviously not the brewer the brewer at ballast point yeah he he actually uh he he was the brewer there for okay. for a couple maybe the first year and a, I don't know uh, he'll hear this and go I was there for little you know yeah yeah uh, I don't know <laughs> it was maybe a year and a half okay. plus I don't know but uh, I was running the homebrew shop we opened up another homebrew shop and uh, it got to the point where we just needed another brewer so I came down and I'd already kind of been taught the system I I helped install it so I kind of knew how to run it okay and I th- he was moving. Uh, his he was following his wife got a job out in Palm Springs so he followed her out there and uh, he he had a background in teaching anyway so he just went back into teaching okay and uh, and you went I into brewing job. after I clubbed him in the knee with a iron yeah. pipe you sometimes know, so. you have to you know all right I got to take a quick break pay some more sponsors when we come back we're going to talk more uh, to Yusef we're going to find out about how they go from homebrew shop to Ballast Point homebrewer to pro brewer if you got questions 888-401-BEER or join the Beave in the chat room she'll pass it along to me it's the session we'll be right back you're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Catherine the Great Imperial Stout, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. 
Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and happy hour all day Mondays. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. And the new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the More Beer Deal of the Day at morebeer.com. Celebrity Voices Impersonated. Have you ever noticed the pathetic look on the face of the Brewcaster poster boy? That's the look of a child that survives on ramen noodles and home brew. Subprime Meltdown doesn't even begin to describe what this kid has been through. He lives this grim existence for his army, the Brewing Network Army. Times are tough for everybody. It's like getting stuck in time two days before payday. Cash is tighter than a post-it IOU stuck in a stripper's sweaty G-string. The unicorn's horn is limp and the rainbow has lost its color. But you can help change all that. If you were to take that sparkling change in your pocket and plop it on the table for the BN instead of that extra pint at happy hour, then the world could be a brighter place. When you buy a round for the BN, you buy a round for yourself and your fellow soldiers. And that's what it's all about. That and being entered into the reoccurring donor monthly raffle. So step up and start your own economic stimulus package. For just a few bucks a month, you can stimulate the unicorn, the rainbow, and a brewcaster. Hit that donate button just like you'd hit on that crazy bitch at the bar right after last call. You'll be really happy about it in the morning. Hilo, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. JP was very offended by that. <laughs> just making sure, that's all. Just a little clarification between Butt friends. Jeez. No, I wasn't crying. My Whatever. mascara wasn't running. All right, you two. Sit Welcome back to the program, everybody. We still got Yousef in the studio. And at the break, Maybe a wonderful surprise guest, friend of the show, friend of Yousef's, friend to all. Roger from Triple Walk uh, stopped by. What's happening, was a good. Nice you said it was a good thing. And I'm leaving right now. So how's that absinthe treating you today, Roger? Are you feeling all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little slow, but I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. 
You didn't go to this distilling conference with these guys, uh, uh, did no, you, Roger? No, I'm not rich. You did. <laughs> <laughs> was it? It was an expensive conference, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like five hundred bucks, wasn't it? It's ridiculous. That's, that's why I'm. That's why I got into media. You get in all the shit for free. I, I knew I picked the wrong profession. I think the first time I saw you, Roger, at the Craft Brewers Conference a couple years ago, uh, I, I mentioned that to you, and you were you were pissed. You were like, what the fuck? We all <laughs> have, to, we have to pay to be here, yeah. and you just get to walk around for nothing. But I, and I, but I talk about it, I guess. And so, by the way, I'm glad Mike uh, has switched seats because he was just ripping them like a mother. <laughs> no, he says and Roger no, doesn't. He's, and Roger doesn't. Mike doesn't White do says that. he doesn't Dude, rolled, do that. I roll. Yeah. I rolled out of bed at 3 p.m. I took a shower. I'm clean. Wow, you're ready to go. <laughs> Mike White swears <laughs> still that, last that he doesn't pass gas. He at says all. it's a choice and he one he prefers not to make. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's so, a choice. It uh, apparently. I, I will say. It could have been Walker. No, uh, I, I, I knew. Uh, I know his lifestyle. So I was. That was just a joke. <laughs> gotcha. All right. His so we are back with lifestyle. you, Seth. Now we got Roger hanging out too, which is always a good time. Um, well, what are you drinking already, Roger? It looks like you got something special in your glass. I, I got whatever Mike poured me. Aha. Uh-huh. And the amber. What are you ale? pouring, Tasty? Uh, the Dortmunder. Tasty's Dort. Dortmunder. Export. That's a Dortmunder. No. Yeah. Is that a winning beer? <laughs> is that one of your uh, World Cup winners? I didn't, or, have, uh, I didn't have. Yeah, I think I, I had a, this beer in it, but I didn't have this batch. Oh. It did win a ribbon, though, I think. It's yeah. way better than Bell's Did Point. you let uh, Chad try it? <laughs> to, uh, oh. oh. See, uh, I, yeah, like yeah. I said before, I'm leaving. Turn his microphone <laughs> off. That's it. He's out. All right. Well, we were just starting to uh, get to the point where we're figuring out how you went from homebrew shop to brewery. And you had mentioned that you uh, you were trying your test batches uh, that, that you know was soon to be a brewery out of the homebrew shop. So were you homebrewing future Ballast Point beers? You know, you mentioned that Amber Ale that was on Nitro, things like that. Right, yeah. Th- we were just, you know, homebrewing. I had built, uh, I think at that point, I had a rack system that I built uh, with converted kegs that we legally obtained and cut open of course and uh we were just going through and you know trying different styles and the kolsch was one of the one of the ones we we did but some of the beers that i just love to make and uh my wife's favorite beer uh the the ipas you know some of those beers just went straight from kitchen to let's brew these and okay so we 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 did a fifteen gallon batch size, and then we I built a little fifty fifty gallon pilot, and uh, that was like stainless steel drums that I converted and made a grant out of an old little mini uh, pony barrel. And okay, uh, I think we did start. We were licensed at some point there, and we out of the homebrew shop. Out of the homebrew shop, it's in the back, and we started selling those beers. I believe off that pilot plant. Is that still back there in the back of the shop? No, I sold that to a guy who lived on Palomar Mountain, and I don't know whatever happened to it. So through some big ass parties, that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> but uh, the the brewery that we installed in '96 was built by some friends of mine that they they did all the the pizza port. Um, they did their first installation, and I knew them. And okay, I just kind of you know I had brewed with them before, so I kind of trusted them that they would make me a, a system that I I would like. And they actually came in really reasonably priced because they wanted to get a kind of a system displayed out in the west coast and okay so they ended up doing some nice upgrades for us when does chris white walk into the homebrew mart world because you white labs and ballast point have this really and and homebrew mart uh, have this really symbiotic relationship what happened there yeah it was back to that class i was teaching at the university chris was uh doing some phd work there and uh on uh yeast 
but nothing to do with brewing yeast. Okay. And he took the class from me. He had taken some classes up at Davis, but then transferred down here. And uh, he, I think he was in that position where he just hadn't really made you know really good beers. He just wanted to know, hey, maybe this guy can help me out. And he was just a student. We hit it off. Started talking to him, and I, I go, you work in a yeast lab? Yeah. And, and at that point, I had, you know, there was really a, a deficiency, I think, in uh, a yeast that was capable of being added directly to the beer and fermented without having to do a propagation on it. And uh, the dry yeast at the time, and um, probably still, is just, it's not as complex, and it has some drawbacks in, in purity and stuff. So I said, hey, can we can we mess around with some yeast? And, and he goes, yeah, let's start brewing. So we started brewing together. Um, uh, my parents had a bigger backyard than, you know, my apartment did. So, uh, we, I built the system over there and he'd come over and, and they, it was all kind of just a few miles away from school. So we started brewing together and, and then we'd go to the lab at like two in the morning. Yeah. And why uh, did it have to be a secret or that's just when you guys were up? Yeah, it was, uh, it was <laughs> all just the, when they wanted to get was, together. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was kind of secret okay. going on and, uh, we had you know some beer in the cold room and ah, you yeah. know stuff like that. Um, and Chris will probably refute any of. I like how this is shaping up, Mike White. The White Labs Empire starts over a few beers in the back lab at two a.m. <laughs> so yeah, we we started culturing some yeast out of some bottled beers that we liked and and uh, mess around you know d- streaking them out on plates and getting the the single you know colony from the plate and then going from there and and he had all the he had all the resources and the knowledge to kind of helped me out with it and we we wrote a little pamphlet called the fungus among us okay which was like a home brewer's guide to yeast you yeast can culture. still get that right it's, i think it's still oh, in print sorry, I, JP, I turned your sneezing microphone off what are you trying to say yeah. what is that supposed to mean you can get it at more beer oh you can yeah can you get it at white Labs too do you guys still do you, no is more beer the only place that still it's holds fungus pu- among us published by fermentap Ah, yeah. Really? Think of that noise? Yeah. You know, it's really Are, funny. Is your name on the cover, Yusef? My yep. name, yeah. And it's really funny because uh, I do hold a copyright on the book, and I've ah. never seen a single penny. Those come out of that. white stealing <laughs> bastards! I've sent uh, <laughs> sent some checks to uh, Chris personally. Yeah, you have? Oh yeah. So the money's been sent out, Yusef. Well, that uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Uh, reproduced with full written consent from uh, Chris White. Away, we might have to get Chris White on the line at the next break, see if we can contact the... Uh... Well, you'd have to reach him on his cruise. Oh, I see. He's on... Uh, okay. So that's why he's... What are you doing with all that royalty money? That's where it's all going. It's the fungus among us cruise. Yeah. Uh, they Re- renamed the, the coach ship. up here, right, Yeah, yeah. yeah so so th- we, uh, we were, you know, basically just doing that and... Uh, he got to the point where he he got it down well enough that he had a real nice ale yeast that worked really well. He knew how to grow it, and he started selling it as homebrew mart ale yeast. This so, is, if I remember right, this is the birth of California ale, right? California ale yeast. Yeah. It is, yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I remember him uh, talking to us about that, Chris. And uh, I think I was sitting in his house one day, and he's like, I need a logo. And I I went down on his computer and you know busted out a little logo with a microscope and really? stuff. Really? And uh, I, th- I think he used it for a little while. 
But uh, let me let me recap for a second here. <laughs> let's go back let's to this royalty thing. So Yousef, designed by, created by. Yeah. So Yusef <laughs> suggests to Chris White, "Hey, can we go make some yeast?" And then through the process, going, they oh, write a, going, they write okay. a book, Fungus Among Us, and create uh, California Ale Yeast, the most popular White Labs uh, yeast strain. And Yusef then creates the logo that is now what we know as the White Labs Inc. No, actually, it was a really early incarnation. Oh, yeah, but it was still as if. But so, it's still you still get the same feel from it. It's still the same thing. Wow. We'll so, just call it that. Mike White, uh, are you refuting any of the story that Yusef is essentially responsible for the White Labs <laughs> empire? He's a liar. Oh. <laughs> it's all lies. Meanwhile, Chris stuff. White spends 18 years in, like, uh, you know, Panama yeah. or some crap selling yeast everywhere, and uh, Yusef has to drive up here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if, if Chris White even has a PhD. I think maybe Yusef is the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of odd that this never this has never been brought up before. Huh? No, to be honest, do you think it's odd, um, yeah. Yusef? Who, who would bring it? Uh, there up? is no Chris White. Yeah. <laughs> he does. It's, it's all but Yusef. <laughs> it's uh, Mike White is his accomplice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chris White doesn't even yeah. exist. Chris White. Uh, I yeah. show up and smile. Yusef fills in the the blanks. I do. I do have to say. I mean, uh, it's not like I knew how to culture yeast. You know, so everything that technically speaking uh, from the book that we put together. I mean, that's all stuff that uh, we were doing in, in the lab together. And um, I think I happened to know how to use some cheesy program on the Apple so I could, I could you know, create this little pamphlet of I the see. fungus among us. So. That and MS Paint to do the logo. And uh, Chris <laughs> yeah. is in business. Spell yeah, so and paint. Yeah, if, if you look yeah. at, you know, if you look at the way at most homebrew or small businesses, I mean, I always... It's hard to compare yourself to any of the great breweries that are out there, like Sierra Nevada or or, or Anchor, or Triple Rock, something like that. <laughs> yeah, one of those great. Yeah, ones. one of the yeah, the great, the top five. Yeah. you know th- these guys that really uh, are doing a great job are the guys that you know started with these yeah. hokey little things. You know, like Sierra Nevada's first uh, system was you know Ken, uh, Ken built it you know out of pieces and. And that's kind of what we had to do because we just didn't have the resources. So by knowing a Chris at the beginning, you know, yeah. it, it gave us an opportunity to, to get into these yeasts that we probably would have never had access to if we had. Yusef you know. says from my garage production facility. <laughs> Justin, Ooh. it was a win-win. <laughs> just like the BN in White Labs uh-huh. should be a win-win. Maybe someday, too, you can have a pad overlooking Padres Park. Well, when we have a penthouse studio, <laughs> yeah. uh, the BN, when we move up, Yusef yeah. will look back fondly at, of his days in our move garage. Right and, and we probably could uh, do a... You know, a remote from there because God, we, I should do every show I've got from the, there. I've got the keys. So. <laughs> you said I've got the keys to the white pad. Oh, we do have to take care of the cats while we're there. <laughs> yes, uh, please clean the litter box. <laughs> now, Chris, uh, so do he, not sleep on Chris's bed. He first sold his yeast just through Homebrew Mart, and then expanded later on. Is that right? Yeah. What happened was uh, they sold it as Homebrew Mart Ale Yeast, and uh, I think hmm. at some point he did uh, like a Weepier strain too. Can't remember there. I think there was two first strains. I, I don't. I know the first one was the California incarnation. Um, but uh, then, yeah, he started getting calls from other homebrew shops, going, "Hey, we'd like to carry this too." And uh, so he he was like, "I gotta make this bigger and and get a you know a real production line kind of process going." Yeah. On. So uh, that's that's what happened. History. Okay. And, yeah, and, and now he's you know. 
probably one of the f- foremost yeast to, to yeast yeah. to brewer kind of uh, companies in the world, and and it's, uh, it's a great it's good success to story. Yeah, it's good to get the uh, the real story, the real story out on the air. Biography on A and E White Labs. <laughs> Yeah. Truth yeah. or smoke screen. And, and what he'll do, he'll come in and go, okay, since uh, Yusef gave you my whole story, right. I'm going to come in yeah. and g- give you... He was such a douche. <laughs> the, the uncensored biography yeah. on radio. That's right. The BN will have to, or maybe Fermentap will have to uh, publish Ooh. the unauthorized biography of White Labs, Yeah, according to Yusef Cherney. Fermentap Publications proudly presents biography. Coming out in 2000. Fermentap proudly presents Yusef's book. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's all. I but he won't get any royalties. Le- <laughs> legit business or tax haven? <laughs> Forget beer wars. 2010 brings you Yosef's book Among wars. Us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rat Among Us. It, it is hard to call it a book too. It's uh, it's really a pamphlet. It's like an eight page little pamphlet. Yeah, it's great. Is it, it's eight page. Yeah, it's cool. I like that. That's how that that Fermentap was able to take on that uh, production. It's an eight page publication. Well, for a while, more beer. We were the only ones selling it. Uh-huh. Because I, I think we had a copy, and it was a, in fact it was a Xeroxed copy that <laughs> that Chris White had given us, or some shit like because that. Because he didn't own the original. Because program. he didn't own the original. Yeah, and and so you can't run it on any modern computer. <laughs> And so we're, we're I'm, you know, we're trying to get it reprinted. We 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 do like 500, you know, runs at a yeah. time or whatever. And so you sit on it for a little bit. Is that weekly? And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and, and Bi- then biannually. Yeah. And then I'm like, I realize, I realize what everyone's doing. I'm like, okay, so they take the last copy out of the pile, and then they photocopy that. And then that's what we just photocopy. And then so gradually the pictures get worse and worse. Yeah, and I'm like, so what does this pamphlet look like now? I'm like, well, I'm like, can we just redo it? And I call her. I email Chris. Uh, and uh, no one knows how to type. Well, and he, well, and he goes, uh, he goes, I don't have pictures for that. You know, because our little drawn pictures. I'm like, well, how are we gonna? So we actually paid someone oh. to sit down and hand type it all, and then we paid Olin's uh, niece. I, so I, and I, I'm getting the bill for it. Right? Year old niece. Yeah. So I took pictures, and she 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 took him in some Adobe uh, thing or whatever, and uh, and just like made him little you know like uh, coloring book rend- you know, renderings, <laughs> uh-huh. and it looks it looks good. It's it's solid. Good but, work. Uh, it's all and, the same and info. To, to give the full picture here, <laughs> uh, it does say Yusef's name yeah, on it. it does. And, uh-huh. Chris and, and, and also, he always says, "I said, Chris, why don't you, you know, just sell this?" He goes, "Well, that's Yusuf's book. You know, it's both of we both worked on it." Well, it's yeah. funny because the the check doesn't say Yusuf, it's Chris. <laughs> so. Well, um, <laughs> that's funny you say. Uh, Maybe we should start splitting it and not yeah, tell Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was the last hey, time you, know what? you sent out Actually, a royalty check? It was last year, sometime. I see. He go, you know, he he goes, he goes, just send me some money every now and then. That's fine. Yeah, it's like eight dollars. Yeah, there you go. Chris. It's not much. That'll pay for the beers that Yusef drinks when he's over at Chris's house. Oh, I'm sorry, oh! he's drinking Yusef's beers. Yeah, they're Ballast Point beers. <laughs> hey, Yusef, are you coming down? You got the keys, right? Take care of the cats. Bring beer. Yeah. I've noticed that you <laughs> fill my uh, keg rater. You are are constantly uh, rotating out the the kegs at Chris White's place. You're like his beer bitch, Yusef. Yeah, not How only do you feel about well, that. And I, I felt guilty Ow. because I brought uh, a friend over there, a f- actually a friend of a friend, and he sat on Chris's bar stool and broke it with his oh. giant ass. Oh, man. So I came down. How big and was this guy? He was, he's, he's a big guy. Was his name Baloo? He's, he's, he's big boned. Okay. He's, yeah. um, he has a husky. He's husky. He's got a thyroid condition. So uh, I went down. Bone. Ladies love him, I guess. Right? I went yeah. down and uh, I built him a drip tray. I, w- I welded up a drip tray for him. 
drilled the hole in the, his kegerator outside, mounted the you know the drain into a little nice jar. Yeah, I took apart filled his, it with beer. Took apart his column that every time you tapped a beer off would practically fall over. <laughs> drilled it out, uh, put through bolts and washers on it so you could you know really yank wow. on it. But did you and, replace uh, the stool? I didn't, and he still he still's pissed off about still it. Back to the stool. Why would he? He can't be pissed off about that. He got a he got a new kegerator. Hey, out of the no. He loves his kegerator. But the, the, when I was over there last week, the official spokesman for Chris yeah, is Mike. Yeah. And <laughs> Chris's I had a, I was taking I was taking the yellowtail and it was not yellowtail. So oh, has he? We have not on? had a recent visit. I so, see. Then I knew Chris would be mad, so I had to talk, or else I was going to get the shoe. <laughs> and uh, right, <laughs> I am I am doing that. What is it? The the sneaker, Pacheco. You're giving him a San Diego oh. sneaker. <laughs> see, see, Chris White's a prime candidate for the Pacheco sneaker because he's gone so often, and, and he's yeah. always got somebody house sitting yeah. for him. He could come home to uh, a Pacheco sneaker. Any actually, day. you don't really need it with the cats. It's a Pacheco they sneaker every day, themselves. every day. Yeah. All right, I do have a couple questions coming through from the chat room for you, Yusef. Uh, a lot about that. some ballast point. In... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer all questions to Roger because he'll probably answer. <laughs> Roger can help out. Triple rock. <laughs> <laughs> Top five, bitch. <laughs> you had mentioned. What was the question? <laughs> you had mentioned that uh, ingredients that we can buy as home brewers now are pretty much on the level um, with with pro brewers. But someone wanted to. Um, ask you specifically is there a difference how much of a difference is the quality of ingredients that that you guys get as pro brewers and that i get for more beer as a as a home brewer is there a difference well if you're talking about more beer it's yeah it's yeah. a world of difference yeah it's a world i don't even think more beer has an actually they, no. s- they sell most of the dregs to the homebrew shop. Oh, yeah, no, pretty I, much oh to yeah. other homebrew shops is where you sell the dregs, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah actually uh, yeah that we're all we're all ordering from the same place pretty much now Back in the day, there there used to be smaller wholesalers that would you know sell to homebrew shops and maybe the modern uh, wholesalers are kind of can sell to us because we're a brewery. Mm-hmm. We buy you know a lot of grains and hops from the. There's no real middleman like the straight for the be. manufacturers, yeah, right and. One of the biggest problems was is you know people would take in hops and then repackage them. And that was a problem. Uh, the repackaged hops were put in to a pillowy bag, you know, back in the day. And, yeah. and they were just, you know, you get it, and it was just a big bloated pillow of air. And uh, I was, when I first started brewing, I didn't know what hop aroma was because there wasn't any. There, oh, you know, right. So I'd heard about <laughs> Interesting. this stuff. And I'd be, One could I'd, argue you still don't. Yeah. I'd, oh! Well, if I if I had anything <laughs> yeah. more than Triple Rock to be drinking right now. Oh. You guys should write a book together. <laughs> yeah. Fungus against us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so there, you know, you'd open up a bag and you couldn't smell anything, and and it was, you know, it w- wasn't worth brewing. People weren't even refrigerating them at, at some points. Yeah. At some shops. So yeah, now that I mean, people are trying to use the oxygen barrier vacuum bags, and and I leaf hop is is kind of a problem. You know, I think uh, if a supplier is um, shipping a bale. Uh, and then to whoever is repacking it in these nice bags. I mean, depending on how long it takes them to pack it out. Yeah. But the pellet hops are are pretty nice. I mean, they're, that's what we use primarily. We'll dry hop with plugs, often. Uh, you know, in, into casks and stuff like that. But for dry hopping into tanks, we use pellet. Okay. And uh, why would you dry hop with plugs? What's the difference there? Uh, they, if you dry hop in a pellet in a cask, you tend to get a lot of real fine powder. Okay. Um, so that 
the plugs fit nicely through the bunghole. Got it. Need a nice fit, right, JP? You just left that alone. It's amazing. I think Roger was like sleeping over there on that one. <laughs> I like tight bungholes. <laughs> there we go. A little slow, but yeah. uh, it comes through. Well, eventually. you know, I didn't. Did, wanna... I, did I mention absent at three in the morning? <laughs> I didn't want to step on it. Either. Did I mention yeah. your ass at two thirty? <laughs> did I mention somebody woke hey up now. at three p.m.? You did. You saw his ass last night, right? Everybody sees Roger's ass no, at some point in the no. night. No. No. Do you want to upload a picture? I think I got one. You on have my phone. a picture. See. It never fails. Everybody's got a picture. No, it wasn't seeing his ass. It was uh, his welcome party that his ass was uh, trumpeting last night. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a it was like a sulfur ridden. Roger, oh. it's a chicken ranch. It's I, a, did, I it's didn't a realize choice. you were analyzing my farts. Well, he's well, a, a connoisseur yeah. of beer. You know, he's, his senses are very keen. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that smells kind of like Triple Rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kind of smells uh, like Ipex. Oh, oh, God. So yeah, he, I think I'm he, out of here. Someone's <laughs> getting punched. <laughs> I think JP's going to get a Pacheco sneaker tonight. Great. Keep that up. Yeah. What is the sneaker you speak of? Uh, it's um, Disgusting. <laughs> the Pacheco sneaker is when you, for those of you at home who missed the beginning of the show too, uh, it's when you kind of drop a load in your friend, in your buddy's sneaker. So the next morning when they put their shoe on, they've got your mushy delight in there. It's a Pacheco sneaker. You ask, Roger. Yeah. I am Sorry, never I taking my shoe off. Claudia, go Pacheco. get the shoes. Run them to the car quick. <laughs> I noticed Roger's the only one without shoes on. Right <laughs> yeah, he does. Roger, how many times have you been here? You know not to ask details when we mention ask. things like that. Did Did you yeah. guys say, hey, Roger, could you leave the shoes at the door? <laughs> yeah. For a reason. I'm getting a sneaker right now, aren't I? <laughs> Roger, we're taking our shoes off now when we come in the house. Uh, everybody yeah. else has shoes on. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> That's Just socks. leave them by the bathroom door. Yeah, those are house shoes we gave them. Uh, you're going to need to leave yours by the door, please. Trying to preserve the carpet because it's in such pristine condition. It is. You shut up, Bebo. Our carpet's yeah. just fine. Wh- which My mom works hard vacuuming it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and steam cleaning it. Yeah. Uh, another question about Ballast Point. Someone asked, uh, where does Ballast Point fit in the San Diego brewery scene? It's kind of asking, I guess, relative to Stone, Alesmith, Top five. Green Flash, um, I think it's definitely in the top 30. (laughs) (laughs) The San Diego scene's interesting because. They're definitely in the scene. There's a lot of small breweries with notoriety. There's there's some big breweries with notoriety. You know, Stone, for example. Where where does Ballast Point fit? I think we opened the same year Stone did. Um, I believe 95, 96 is when that all happened. Uh, Alesmith was right there, too. Yeah. So I think we were... And then Carl Strauss had been there for a while. Okay. Um, A lot of people don't know about the first brewery in San Diego. Which Which was? was, I think it was... White Labs. Bolt Brewing, I believe. Oh, I've never heard of it. Fallbrook in... It's not still there? It's not still there. Uh, There was, you know, the Red Kettle back in the day. So there's been a few that... Came and went. Um, Strauss has been there for a long time. I think they're claiming this the first San Diego brewery. But so, what year did you guys open? Ninety six. Ninety six. And how many barrels are you brewing now? Maybe that's another scale we could use. To yeah, see where you fit. we're at about thirteen thousand. Uh, I can't really wow. s- speak for. Uh, that's a lot of beer. Yeah, I can't really speak for Stone. I think they're close to a hundred thousand. Yeah, they're that big now. They're <clears> like forty or fifty. Did you make the know. wrong I, choice? I think they. <laughs> <laughs> Mike White wants to Well, the Fungus scoot. Among Us book well, didn't work well, out. Well, apparently I should have gone into yeast culturing. <laughs> or pamphlet production. Because I'd be on a cruise right now. You should have stuck with Chris. <laughs> You'd be in southern Mexico right now. Yeah. Unless you wouldn't have a dead Is that where your sweatshop is that you make all the yeast? 
Thirteen thousand. That's a lot of barrels, though. Which brewery did I see? Because you see, I have two. I was at the brewery where you've just put in the distillery. Is that your production? Right, that's the production facility. The original facility uh, is probably doing around a thousand barrels. Okay. Um, wow. And and we used to do sixty five hundred out of that place, and and that place is small. You know, we were doing triple batching a day, and that whole th- that was when I used to brew. That was for Roger. Roger, by the help way. me scale this because I'm terrible back, at picturing how much day. beer this is. How many barrels would you say Triple Rock is a year? Uh, we do like 1,200. Okay, but we're a seven that, barrel system. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that, and that's why I wanted the the difference because I've seen your system too, and yeah, it's a giant homebrew but setup by, at seven barrels. About this point, it's probably like you know Drake's is probably you know size wise about the same. About the same. Okay. But yeah, not, like, production-wise. It's hard. Like, if you look at fermenter capacity, uh, that would probably be the easiest way to know how much a brewery can do. Because yeah. um, our brew house is uh, is 50 barrel, so we have the capacity to do a lot more. Um, it's the same brew house that they use out at... They used to use out at Flying Dog, and Rogue, oh, okay. Rogue used to have one, too. It's a 50 barrel. So those guys got up into, <sighs> you know, brewing around the clock at about 40,000 barrels off that brew house. So right. if, if you have the big fermenters, you can, you can just keep brewing and... Film. Yeah, but is yeah, your beer available outside of California? For we have listeners everywhere, so they always want to know. Yeah, we're uh, we're in Philly with uh, they have kind of strange laws in Philly where you have to buy cases of product. Hmm. So uh, you have to stand on your right foot when yeah. you do it too, Weird. <laughs> which yeah. I, I personally love. Uh, yeah, it, you know, sells a case, but Bella Vista out there, um, which is they have like these. Package shops, that and the consumer has to buy a case at a time. Has to buy a case. There's bottle shops you can do, go to, but they're bar pricing kind of. So yeah. you, you go uh, expensive to all get out. I yeah. see. So, the, but Philly, we just got back from there from Beer Week, and it yeah. was awesome. Those guys out there really appreciate our beers and good beers in general. There's beer bars on every corner. I wish. So, if they appreciate good beers, why do you appreciate your beer? Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and so we're in Philly. We're in uh, I. Arizona, um, the Carolinas, I think a little bit in Chicago. Okay. Uh, we just signed a deal with uh, New York, so we'll be in the city. Ah, the great. Five, five boroughs there. So uh, it's starting to get out there. You know, as we as we can make more, we distribute yeah. more. And um, I'm drinking your amber now. Is this one of the? This is one of your mainstays that's available in all these places, I assume. Right, the calico, calico amber. Calico amber started off as like a homebrewed English ESB style, and then mm. we kind of went with some um, more American style hopping in there. You know, some Cascade. And it's got a little spice to it. Is that a hop spice I'm getting or a rye spice? Centennial, probably Centennial mm. Cascade um, hops. Yeah, it's it's fairly aggressively hopped for an amber, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of that was the one that re, we originally released on the nitrogen and and then subsequently okay. carbonated. And you say every now and then though you'll still put this beer out on the nitro. Yeah, and we call it the special or the copper ale. That was kind of the first first okay. name that came out. All right, here's a question for you. Kind of jumping ahead here, but uh, now that you're a pro brewer, you start as a home brewer, um, and you and you had these recipes at the homebrew shop that that turned into these pro brewers. So uh, beer punk in the chat room. He wants to know uh, what is is there a rule of thumb or what is the rule of thumb for scaling up recipes from these homebrew scales to um, to the big scales? I mean, is it as simple as just upping the percentage? Or you yeah, know? you can scale it uh, to some degree. the The main difference is the utilization that you're going to get through the different systems. Okay. So we even between the the two breweries, um, the larger brew house gets more efficiency both in grain, ex- you know, wort. 
gravity extraction mm-hmm. and hop extraction. So if I brew the same beer that they brew down there and we upsize it to the larger batch size, definitely notice that uh, there's there's more hop okay. um, extracted bitterness. And uh, you know, we, at one brewery we have a direct fire, and at the other brewery we have steam. Uh, the steam calandria kind of seems to do a little bit better on extraction, and in uh, the larger brewery we have rakes, which probably helps with the with the sugar extraction in the barley. So okay, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I a lot of variables to deal yeah, with. I would say you know, y- there's plenty of programs now. It's kind of amazing on all the recipe formulation programs and calculators that there are now on on the internet. So. Did you have to make a lot of tweaks when you first started doing them on these big systems to, yeah, to well, get it right? The weirdest thing was is when I brewed the first batch on the new system, uh, we got a higher gravity. Of this calico? Of the yellowtail was actually oh, I think okay. the first beer I brewed up there. And uh, I tasted it. You know, I didn't water it down. I just kept it at the higher gravity. Just And I, I wasn't I, – I wanted to evaluate just to see how – well, it's – we did have some complaints that, you know, okay, well, this beer is a little too low, you know. Yeah. So I tasted it and I went, oh, yeah. I I went to my partner and uh, I said, hey, hey, Jack, check this out. I'd kind of like to leave it there. And uh, so we did. And we left there. And and so some of them were good, uh, not mistakes, but uh, how it came out was Yeah, the extraction. It, yeah. yeah and, and I've heard of a lot of breweries that they make their first batch of like their hefeweizen or something and it comes out eight percent you know yeah and then they stick with it and like that that probably was <laughs> an imperial the, hef yeah that probably wasn't the best decision to make but you know we we went <laughs> just from like, lazy we went from like 4.5 up to like five so percent okay it wasn't like a giant difference but and that's still in the Kolsch range too isn't it yeah uh, as long as it's under five so we're you know the biggest uh i'd say difference is the bigger you get typically the easier it is to brew Okay, and, and that goes from homebrewing all the way up. I mean, uh, the more hard piping you have, the easier it is. The more automation. I mean, you get into some of these breweries that are completely automated. Um, so it's just a guy sitting at a computer, and you know we don't have that. But uh, you hear that, Bevo? Hard piping. It's a good thing to have in the brewery setup. I th- I think Pay I also attention. heard him know. say. Yes. I think I also heard him say. The bigger you get, the easier it is to screw. I think I heard that also. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. Oh, I'm or sorry. You said. I, I'm sorry. You said brew. Okay. You make a good point though about even on the homebrew scale it, when you up your batch size, things like that. Um, uh, you know, shat switching to the uh, more beer fifteen fifty we've got out there does become easier to brew consistently, I guess. Not necessarily easier to brew in general. Yeah, well, it, it probably does. Tasty? You're what not, are you you're not Let's look at those score sheets again. <laughs> Tasty's oh! not convinced with my example. <laughs> wow. It, I mean, if you get a you know a 20-gallon homebrew setup, yeah. uh, you're probably not going to be wanting to hump the grain down from from there and so you'll oh, still gonna, hump the grain. You're probably, hump? Yeah. you're probably gonna Who have doesn't to hump their grain. Well it's warm afterwards. Right? It's warm and mushy afterwards. So I oh, God. I think I'm gonna pass on this yeah. brewing thing. And welcome to the BN you yeah. Thanks for th- thanks for showing up, Roger. Everything was fine. Yeah. It was kind of on an even keel. We were right in that line and then you kind of I, mean all the over there. I, like, I didn't mention humping grain. I like how he dropped even keel in there because that is uh one of our low alcohol uh Oh it is? Uh, uh, session IPAs. So. He's working hard for you, Yusef. Yeah. He wants to yeah. make sure you get as much publicity as possible. <laughs> Triple rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that myself, but you took it over. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. 
us for that Whitelabs.com. <laughs> oh, hey, while we're at it, uh, the Brewing Network. Uh, no, wait. wait. You actually work for Fermentap. Don't forget that, well, JP. They yeah, pay you. That's, well, that's debatable. <laughs> we pay you in commercials. That's true. With a lisp. So when you uh, you said when when you want to figure out your utilization on a new system, you have to go and get it analyzed, right, and, and figure all that kind of stuff out. Like your IBUs, like if you know, or or do you just do it by taste at no, that you, point? Well, that's the thing is like all these people now are claiming their IBU levels, and if you do it on a regular homebrew calculation, it's not it doesn't work out. I mean, it's like four hundred, man. Yeah, it would be like yeah, and and then people do write in that to different. Um, uh, contests or whatever, you'll see the fact sheet, and it's like 180 IBUs, and you're like, "Well, that's you know what it would be if you plugged it into a calculator, you know." Yeah, but yeah, we have White Lab Sester beer for IBUs, and um, during the big QC day, is that where it gets tested, Mike White? Actually, we don't take advantage of that because ah, uh, oh, because you, you're we, breaking rather, Mike's heart. We'd rather pay for. You know, full price on. Them. They're still oh, making. He like he likes full service. I They're see. still making you pay after doing their <laughs> yeah, logo and all that, that kind of nonsense. Yeah, after, among us, man. after creating yeah. the company that we yeah. know today, Yusef, he's got one of those like you know the president has that phone to the the <laughs> yeah the to call up the phone. nuclear uh, weapons. Yeah. Yeah. he's kind of got that to White Labs. He's, he's got just, a white phone. He picks up that phone. He's, and phone. he's, he's oh, talking directly. Yeah, yeah. I like when they. I'm on a cruise right now. I get really offended when I call their Colorado brand. Branch, and yeah, and I'm like, yeah, this is Yusuf from Ballast Point, and they go, oh, who? Who? Oh, I'm like, oh, uh, excuse how do you spell that? Uh, how do you spell that? It's only the person uh, responsible yeah. for your job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm in New Belgium. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, no, what they really tell him was, what you want that uh, check again? Come on, <laughs> I gotta Dude, talk stop to Chris. Calling here, click. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And by the way, uh, but I'm not, I'm not saying that we use White Labs because there's a confidentiality agreement. Right, we, we do not discuss our customers <laughs> yeah, or what you, they use. But Yusef got the wrong confidentiality. You're allowed to discuss it. They're yeah. not allowed to. You thought it was a confidentiality, but it was a right turnover. Yeah, Chris, you should have taken that. This. Chris did him, gave him the reverse one. He said, yeah. Yusef, uh, I don't want you to tell anybody that you yeah. use our yeast. Yeah. Maybe you should have taken those law classes after all. Damn it. Singer. Yeah. You uh, could come to our site and find ballastpointyeast.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the same, uh, the same person wanted to clarify a little bit about the, the scaling up of the recipes, too. He says, um, oh, no, I got three more questions in front of me. You multiply the grain bill dude, evenly. Dude, what's going on with the dog over there? Uh, she's probably... She's, There's a bitch in the corner making a bunch of noise. The, she swallows. That uh, was the same sound that I heard in my <laughs> house that morning. Oh, really? Oh. That was, that's the noise that it Sam's was, brother was making? No, homegirl. Oh, she is a beast. She's grunting like a Sasquatch. But she keeps saying that she has really bad eyesight. Could it have been her husband? Oh! They do look Let's alike. go to commercial. <laughs> He's all, he calls her up. Oh, that was my brother you saw? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Did you get a good look at his face? That was my brother. No, if, you, if you knew Sam at all, there'd be no joints. I think his face was buried, so it really could have been... I could uh, possibly have believed that, but I went back into the bedroom and I started screaming at Sam about what was going on in the living room, so I knew it wasn't Sam. Sam didn't even get up there, did he? Not, just, a, not at all. Oh, just let him finish. Just let, let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At, at, least get, at least wait till he gets his turn. <laughs> exactly. You could have done a brother a favor oh, and, and just you know taken a little longer fixing your hair. I, I like how Sam always sounds like a cross... This girl, and I don't appreciate and, uh, the random yeah. hornets in my house, but uh, yeah. I don't even want to wish that on her. She needs to keep her mouth closed and away uh, from all that. Uh, Al Capone and Mr. Garrison. <laughs> I, I gotta say, <laughs> oh! it, it definitely could have been worse if, you, if they were both in reciprocal. 
All right, let's go to commercial. Well, you have to let's make go to commercial. You have to make sacrifices for family. I you mean, put your glasses you on for that. You should have said, "This is for family, and I'll take one for the team, and I'll wait ten minutes. I'll go my back. Couch will take one. You've clearly never met this member of my family. I it was written into my lease that I well, cannot rent and, a room to him. Everybody has that member of a family. And thanks to you, she never and got to meet that member of your family. Did, did you guys see? You what what, that what are we talking about again? Uh, beginning of the show. Triplerock.com. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of members. We're talking about Triple Rock. Yeah. yeah. How do we get away from Triple Rock? Yeah, let me clarify <laughs> this question. So the uh, I don't know. How do you get away from Oh! You go to Iron Springs. Oh! Singer! <laughs> so Beer Park wants to know. Uh, you multiply the grain bill evenly, but uh, you, you just do a percentage. But would you do the same for the hops, or do you, you kind of have to scale back on the hop? It's not just a direct... Not a straight line, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it totally depends on the efficiency. That it's like still if, just. It, a, yeah. I mean, you're you're probably not brewing the five gallon batch on the same system that you're brewing the twenty twenty gallon batch on. Okay. So, uh, I mean, if you look into a IBU calculation, isn't there a spot in there for batch size? Yeah. So, if there is a spot for batch size, then would it be a linear thing? It seems seems like it, right? So, I I don't know that yeah I, I'm just I'm not sure that I use home brewing come on for uh, like if you use ProMash or whatever um, it, it's it's not linear from five to twenty from five to ten it is um, so I think the answer the is use ProMash yeah put it yeah <laughs> yeah basically have a computer is. do the work for you yeah yeah I mean that's how White Labs got their logo their first logo <laughs> yeah. was then, then computer s- then send your homebrew to White Thanks Labs you, and have them, have them uh, <laughs> analyze analyze it. During the big the big QC days is for homebrewers too, isn't it's it? It's a hundred and thirty dollars for two beers. Come on, for the homebrewers. I mean, it's 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 pretty cheap. Yeah, maybe um, we can give one away on the show if we could. We can. We could will you, make a donate. Oh. Would you be able to analyze Chad's beer and answer why he got shut out at the yeah. World Cup? Oh, with numbers, absolutely. <laughs> is there is yeah. there a this is why this beer sucks category in there? It should I, be. We'll make one for Chad. Yeah. Wow. It's just the results come back because you, you brewed it. <laughs> just, just yeah. So what, what? How did my beer rank? You suck. <laughs> yeah. What were your scores, Chat? You got your sheets right. Yeah. What was your <laughs> in the thirties? That's not a terrible beer. No. It's not a good beer. It's not a winning beer, but you know. <laughs> but it's not a terrible beer. Did you ever enter homebrew competitions, Yousef, before you went pro? Yeah, I'd, I'd do the Del Mar Fair pretty he's, much. He's he's told us. <clears throat> How'd you do? I uh, won some medals. Yeah, yeah, and and usually it was like for beers that I I would go. God, this beer is incredible. Okay, and, and I take it in and and it would win, and I would go. God, if it didn't win, I'd be pissed. Yeah, you know? right. But uh, that was back when no one knew how to brew, so so you know. they could have been shit. Yeah, they could have been shit. <laughs> you included? Do you uh, do you ever still? The judges were the well. I was using White Labs. <laughs> well, then it now, must have been spectacular. The, the thing the thing back then is when I when I did win. Uh, there was a couple times where it was guys that I respected, mm-hmm. and a lot of times back then there were there were people that were just like restaurant owner Joe Schmo, and he would judge a beer, and you're like, okay, uh, you yeah. know. So, and I judge beer too, and you know, I got into fights with other judges. Just really fist fights, uh, almost. Wow, I mean, I, just about like some. I remember some guy. Uh, you know, we were judging pale ales, and I asked him, "Well, what's the hallmark style of a pale ale that we're looking for in these beers?" Uh-huh. And he came back with one that you couldn't even buy in California. And I go, "Well, well, we're dealing with homebrewers here. You know, these guys are making beers that uh, under the kind of 
like I wish I could make this, you know, kind of style. Yeah. So if your Hallmark is some other pale ale that they can't even get, I don't know what it tastes like. It's not even shipped here. And he goes, well, you've had bass, haven't you? And I'm like, a West Coast pale ale? You think bass is the Hallmark, huh? And, and I was just like scratching yeah. my head. I'm like, look, uh, just to be on the safe side, I, I've worked at a homebrew shop for a long time. A lot of guys really like Sierra Nevada. Let's just call it like a Sierra Nevada style beer. Yeah, that's gonna. So we and we ended. Would up, he agree with that? He he was fighting, it. and uh, we finally got through the beers, and and I think it ended up panning out in the end. I see. But you know, I've heard of some fights yeah. at those judging tables. And then that guy went on to uh, do the whole Belgian thing. You might have heard of Michael Jackson. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he was he he was able to be fine. Do I look that old? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I told him, you know what you should really judge, friend, is Belgian nails. I was there so for I, the beginning yeah. of Michael Jackson's yeah. And White Labs. Uh, and yeah. I did his logo. Yeah. The Michael I, Jackson logo? I, and, and, you said, and I did uh, the logo. And, and I wrote the beer hunter. But I, and I did spell check. I, I did try to influence him to wear a white glove, satin glove, but he wouldn't do it. I don't um, know why. He should have We're talking about the beer. Look at how your advice has worked for Chris White. He should have listened to you. Michael Jackson could be a household name in the beer world that he listened to you said. Same, same, same. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. Let's go to commercial. (laughs) Actually, I do need to go to commercial, but we are going to keep talking beer with Yousef. Uh, Don't forget, we're going to play Stump the Brewer tonight, and uh, maybe we'll make it Stump the Brewers. We'll let uh, Roger be on the team. That won't be any any challenge at all. Game game over. Yeah. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Game Uh. over. What was the question? Name oh. another brewery in California besides Triple Walk. I don't know, man. <laughs> Drake's, man. Have you Drake's. seen my, have you seen my ass? <laughs> yeah. How about this? If Justin could answer a question, uh, not Justin. Okay, good. Can you ask? Have another question? beer, Mike. Uh, I'll have another beer. <laughs> if Mike can ask a question. <laughs> but if we can answer a question from Fungus Among Us. Ah. Yousef should uh, get some kind of prize. If anybody out there is, is yeah, like fungus... like a fucking check. <laughs> <laughs> like a royalty Like a motherfucking check or something. <laughs> Come on, it's like 20 bucks a year. It's a lot of beer. Totally. Can you get that on Amazon? He's going to get Yousef some beers. Yousef, can we get a beer recipe out of you before we go? Do you know them off the top of your head? Not th- not in this segment, but before no, tonight is yeah, over. No, I, I was no, just going to say, uh, Triple Rock's uh, Pale Ale is... Uh, <laughs> you give that? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, 300 pounds dude, of chocolate malt. It's going to commercial. But it's dehusked, so you don't get yeah. as I much see. harshness. It's kegs of bass. It's relabeled is what it is. Oh, wow. Hey, asshole. <laughs> JP's definitely getting a Pacheco sneaker. Let's bring on the absinthe. All right, 888-401-BEER. That's the number. We're going to do Stump the Brewer toward the end of the program today. we got some Belgian candy sugar to give away tonight, so get ready for that. Of course, Drunk of the Week phone calls. We'll take that. we got some medals to give out for that. A medal, I should say. And uh, Bevo looks like she's having a great time in the chat room there. So just hit the chat now button. You can speak it's with Bevo. Nice in here. And you can... Uh, yes. Yeah. Why do you mock me? Why am I talking to myself? You can send your questions uh, for Yousef. I've got a few in front of me, so we'll keep doing that. And we still haven't even talked about distilling. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about how Yousef has built the entire brewery and distilleries. Kind of a uh, philosophy major gone engineer. So hang with us. It's Ballast Point on the program. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Brewing Network. 
Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Attention homebrew shop owners. At Fermentap, they know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless stone false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic hassle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper wort chillers are the best on the market, designed to cool your wort faster and more efficiently than other immersion chillers. They actually invented the equipment to make these chillers not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeast, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at fermentap.com or call Jason at 1-800-942-2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Still hanging out with Yousef from Ballast Point. You can go to ballastpoint.com. Check out the brewery. Look at the beers. Yeah. Check them out. Pictures. I just got, uh, just got Yousef in the, uh, at the break to commit to giving us a recipe. He's going to send it in. Uh, nice. So we'll post it in the forum. I think Yousef is the kind of guy who will follow through with that. We've had some brewers uh, not follow through with the send-in, but... Uh, Youssef, uh, he's already created a yeast company, a, a brewery, <laughs> a book of a Fermentap publishing empire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, pretty sure that he'll follow through sending us a recipe. Uh, what we're going to do now is start talking a little bit about his distilling, uh, which is going on there. We've got some of their 
product in front of us. 888-401-BEER if you got questions. We will be doing Stump the Brewer tonight, so send those questions over to Bevo. Also, we're going to be giving away some Belgian candy sugar. I haven't figured out how we're going to do that yet. That might be our Stump the Brewer prize, I guess. Plus, Drunk of the Week, Mike White is concerned that there's no competitors out there, but you guys know how it works. After the last break is when we start taking those DOTW calls. I've got medals to give out, so get ready. So far, you have to beat Paul the Landscaper. That's uh, that's the standard being set so far tonight. Paul the Landscaper. That's a high standard. When, when are we going to talk about Baloo? <clears throat> Speaking of drunks of the week who don't do anything. Yeah, JP, don't let me forget to do that at the end of the program. I do want to discuss right. the Baloo situation. Right. Don't let me forget, because I will. Do. Did he Baloo it? <laughs> <coughs> wow. <coughs> wah, 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 wah. All right. Are you guys officially a distillery? Is the product that's in front of us allowed to be in front of us, Yusef? Yes, it's... Uh, yeah. We got our DSP last year in April, I believe. Uh, that's um, when you got the Maker's Mark uh, April. commemorative. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and uh, this product has label approval now, so we're ready to start selling product. And nice. The uh, the weird thing is, is like when you're trying spirits versus beer. Yeah. Um, you get, I mean, everything that's everything that's in the product is super concentrated. It's not like you're really searching for stuff. Yeah. So How you- do I taste spirits, Yusef? Train me to sample spirits. Hold your breath and shoot it down, baby. <laughs> it's so it's just like college. Yeah, yeah it's just like college. Uh, yeah. There's got to be a way to taste, right? You're at this conference and they're putting these samples. How do you taste them? There are uh, several ways to taste. Uh, I think they do open up like a wine when you when you swirl it around. So some air contact does seem to help uh, the spirits. Um, a lot of times, if you just stick your nose right in the glass, like you would a beer, and take a giant healthy whiff, hoping like I get, just did, hoping to get some hop aroma, it'll. I mean, you're dealing with 88 proof here. Uh, the alcohol snap your head back. And, so this uh, is your 88 proof rum. Right? Yeah, it's a clear rum, and so how do you smell rum then from far away, uh, <laughs> from across the room? <laughs> uh, yeah, all, all the all the spirits, you know, sneak up on them and. Uh, and some people recommend that you you kind of hold them in front of your face and actually kind of breathe in through your mouth oh. slowly, and then it'll kind of ease it in. Oh, um, yeah, that is a bit. That's a little... Ease it in. It's pretty good. And right, you know what? Then actually, there's some flavor in there, not just alcohol. Got a little vanilla right. happen. Right. And, you, oh, and, yeah. and with this, you, you're getting some vanilla and some butterscotch, and, yeah. and as a brewer, you'd taste butterscotch or butter and you'd you probably wouldn't want it to be there you know the yeah. diastole compound right. that's triple a dump, rock. it's a dumper but, yeah. <laughs> let's go back to triple rock wait wait oh that was bad but with or maybe if you're chad you enter it in a competition with a rum these oh. are things you're going for uh, it, it all depends i mean it's just like the beer uh what do you want what do you want there to be there you could go out and you know, do a major poll of have yeah. sample pan- panels come in, tasting the product and kind of reacting to it. Or you could do what stupid, idealistic dumbasses do and make what you like to do and hope that everybody else likes it. So, Which did you do? <laughs> well, we built a ladder. <laughs> built a ladder. And now this is a clear rum in front of me. Uh, how does it get to be dark rum? What's the difference? Well, that's that's one of the weird things that not a whole lot of there's a lot of misunderstanding about in the just spirits industry. It seems like there's certain things like with home brewers and and in general they they you kind of expect everyone to know about beer, know about spirits, and all spirits are coming out of still clear. You know, it's a purification process, so you're pulling out the alcohol. And it's surprising talking to people that 
a lot of people don't know that, you know, and to, to somebody that's been in the industry or been a lover of spirits or something, it's kind of obvious and you wouldn't even think that you'd have to say that, but yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty surprising. So yeah, it's coming out clear. Uh, and then the color is coming from, uh, usually barrel aging and, and we do okay. have a barrel aged product here. It's about, uh, about eight months old. Um, so clear spirits in general have never touched a barrel. They they could they could go into a barrel and then they could strip the color out with like, oh. filtration or something like that. So okay. I I believe that some rums they do that. What um, about yours here? That's straight out of the still. Okay, uh, and then it's filtered. So. Okay, uh, we got a phone call. Uh, speaking of distilling, Doctor Scott's on the line. Uh, I, I was just going to say of all the shows to miss. Yeah, what a douche. Hey uh, Doc, what's happening? Good time to call in though. It was a good time. Yeah. We got Yousef from Ballast Point. We just started talking about their distilling program. Oh, nice. So we're sampling uh, Ballast Point rum now, and Yousef was trying to help us learn to sample alcohol yeah. as as opposed to sam- you know liquor as opposed to sampling beer. Okay. Yeah. So it's good stuff. How's New York City? Uh, it's nice. The uh, weather's been kind of funny. You know, real windy and cold. It was raining the other day, but uh, you're bored out of your fucking good. mind, aren't you? Yeah. Listen, um, to him. he's on the ledge, man. Yeah. Not too bad, but like this morning, uh, that ride over to the Statue of Liberty when I was really hungover, <laughs> not cool. Yeah, I bet. Did you did you get seasick? Uh, I I was doing all I could just to hold it down because <laughs> I I was pretty tanked up last night. Thanks for oh yeah, that. thanks for painting that picture. Uh, who did you? Was that just on your own? You know, you you went down. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was drinking in the bar here at the hotel and on the way the. I bust and she wanted to claw up and then so her and I went over to another bar and then I tried to get the bartender over there because he goes to Burning Man. So So you made a Burning Man yeah, friend. Yeah, so I ended up you know, probably rolling in about two thirty and just <laughs> I wanna clear I, I woke up hammered. I just want to clarify uh, that that you're on vacation with your family, right? Yeah. And you're hanging out with I bartenders. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Hey, everyone's got to get away, you know? <laughs> yeah. Needs a night hey, to himself. got to make new friends everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you're still drunk when you woke up. That's better than waking up with that hangover, man. Yeah, yeah, that didn't come until a little later. Yeah, I prefer that. Well, I wish you were here because we're going to... I just tasted this rum, Yousef, and it's pretty fantastic. It's strong. It's, it is strong. It's, it should you be. Know, we're, we're still playing around with stuff, and as far as the... The proof that'll go into the final bottle. This this bottle has a prototype label, so by the time we actually order the labels, uh, you know, it, it may we may bring the proof down a little bit because most clear rums are coming out at forty uh, percent. Oh. This one's forty four. So okay, uh, but that is that it, goes. Is this a new thing? This yeah. is new. Yeah, it hasn't been out yet. Nope, it's not. It's you can't get it anywhere. Really. You would be the first doc, you could, you but you could only not. get it in the BN studio, doc. Actually, we, we, we uh, were. But I'm not in the BN studio. Yeah, we were pouring it today at the uh, ADI conference, though. So those, oh, you were. Those were the first guys to probably taste it. Now I'm not a. How to go? Yeah, that's what I want to know because I'm no connoisseur. How did how do people receive it? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I had to leave right when it started. So oh, got it. So they're there tasting it, and you have no idea how they're liking it. No idea. Got it. Are you worried? No. Is anybody yeah, in this room? Is anyone in this room a rum person? Did anybody drink rum? Well, Beva, Beva, you drink it with Coke. It's not the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, and Stupid. Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> What's Cisco? <laughs> oh, you would love Cisco. I love rum. Well, actually, yeah. you know, I was wondering, is it uh, an origin-driven? Uh, why do they call it rum? You know, like tequila can't be called because yeah. whiskey was taken. <laughs> <laughs> R, a U, and an M. Well, 
Yeah, the, there there are controlled. I, I think it's controlled Appalachians of rum. Uh, or is that the Appalachian Mountains? I don't know. But, could be. Uh, rum R H U M is a is a different product. It it is controlled name. R U M is kind of a catch all for a lot of different uh, sugar based spirits. So okay, uh, the kind of different differences maybe with with our rum we start with an organic. Uh, sugar cane, evaporated cane juice, basically. Turbinado sugar, there's a million different names for it, but it's kind of like a brown crystallized sugar. And we're not using molasses, and uh, I just kind of felt like molasses is kind of the waste waste stream of the sugar production industry. So maybe if I start with something a little bit more up the, up the chain there, we could make a little bit smoother product. Um, and really a, little bit, a little bit different flavor. The, the cachasas of South America, uh, those are controlled. I think we can't. I don't think we can use that name either. So okay. this is actually more of like a of a cachaca, which is evaporate or they use cane juice. You know, so uh, I guess the difference would be in the still and you know and where you're making the cuts and all. This product that you have here, most of our stuff went to barrel aging, um, but I wanted some to bring up here, so I I had a little bit that I could uh, put in there. Um, I'm still fine tuning it. Uh, what, this one has a lot of uh, butter rum flavor, and, mm-hmm. and we're not using most rums that you had are have been filled with all sorts of flavorings and sugars and caramel colorings and all that stuff. And um, I, I don't want to do that. I want to just make you know the straight out of the still ferment a nice sugar product and then distill it cleanly. And okay, um, but when you are making your cuts. Uh, those heads and tails cuts will influence the overall flavor, and if you strip it out completely, you're making vodka, which you know you can make out of anything as long as you rectify a proof up uh, the proof up high enough. You're making a neutral spirit, and that's not what we're after, and that's not what rum producers are after. They want something with rum flavor. Okay. So it, yeah, if if you smell it and you go, wow, that's kind of vanilla and butter, and those are compounds are coming from the fermentation, and they're being condensed in the distil- distillation of the product. Just like if you did a beer, if you started with something that was not really that great and you distilled it, it would be compounded. You know? Got it, yeah. It would be times two. Triple rock. rock. <laughs> Doc, uh, <laughs> Doc, do you know what the hell Yousef's talking about? Yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. I thought you but were. only in yeah, theory, I, though, Doc. Yeah, exactly. I've read about it, yeah. <laughs> Yousef built his still also, assuming that you had built a still, yeah. which you haven't. Which, in theory, you did. In a video game, you Yousef also built his own still. Uh, what you made out of the stainless, or you got a copper one? Well, that's that's the biggest problem <laughs> with the uh, the whole start of the distillery was that I, I'm a brewer, not a distiller, and and I'm I'm addicted to uh, yeah. Shut up, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say um, anything, though. Yeah. You didn't have to. Um, was that were you leaning forward to talk or just to rip on? It? <laughs> so you're a brewer now. Yeah. So. Uh, the I I love stainless steel. I mean, like I I like everything about it, you know. And and to take that into distillation was what I ended up doing. I'm like, well, what are all these guys doing with these copper things? You know, I'm going to build it out of stainless. It's <laughs> okay. <you know>. Those dicks. <laughs> so yeah, there's no reason why they would have been building things out of copper for hundreds of years. You know, they, yeah. It's just because they couldn't weld stainless, right? No, it turns out the copper really does make a difference. Well, isn't it the uh, the ions from the uh, the actual metal that the ions you know that word you know, what, you know that word <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's small enough that i don't know how to spell it but i think it's, it's a, i think it's a catalytic reaction that's happening between the so as the vapor is going up the column or the still it's it's reacting with the so, uh copper and it's pulling out 
sulfur molecules and <laughs> it's converting them to products that won't make it up and out the column. So you do need the copper there. So we ended up yeah. uh, packing the column with copper. Okay. So, so you yeah. didn't have to throw so out if, the whole if, thing. If I were to have one, I would pack mine with copper, too. And You'd pack your what with what? Denting coils in the head to be copper, too, if I were to have one. I see. Which I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, push that. Is all this talk about uh, distilling spirits uh, making you want to get back on the horse, Doc? Oh yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm yeah. I'm headed down to the bar now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Doc. Well, thanks gotta, for calling in. Yeah, it was really informative. Yeah, I got to get up early in the morning. I'm coming home tomorrow, so I got to get up early. And how long are you home before you head back to New York City? Then, uh, I think we go back on the fifteenth, so okay. it's a week and a half. Yeah. Maybe. So you're not with us next week again. No, I should be. Oh, you are. Okay. Good. We'll see you next week. I'm sure, pretty sure next week, and maybe even the week after. So. I okay. think, it, I think it next week Easter. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be here next week. Why not? Boo. You got an Easter egg hunt to go to? Yes. Could <laughs> be the Jesus stuff. We have a G- we have a Jesus hunt to go to. <laughs> she just calling sick for next week. She did. Yeah. She does that every. She basically shows she up one weekend a month nowadays. <laughs> yeah, and then I think when I'm, she shows up, she calls in sick for the next three weeks. I think I'm going to be religious next week. I can't. <laughs> suddenly, yeah. suddenly, yeah. I'm religious. I just got back from Vegas, but I'm celebrating Easter. I brought a t-shirt. With I was at a strip club. I'm afraid to wear it though. It says uh, Jesus hates the Yankees. Oh, you should wear it. See Dude, how that everyone, goes. Everyone hates oh, the Yankees. Yeah, you might want to have a... Not around here. Yeah, you might might want to wait until uh, you got your brothers with you to wear that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. Uh, have a good rest of the show, and I'll see you in a little while. Thanks, Doc. Later. Bye, bye. There you go. The great Dr. Scott back with us next week. Bevo's gone again. And then Sorry. what? What, can we get a list of your vacations and and, and legal holidays, please? Yeah. Uh, Easter is not a BN holiday. Hello. Oh. Easter is a Beverly holiday. I see. You're lucky I don't pay you. Yeah, I'm super lucky. <laughs> You're, You're so lucky. lucky. You're so lucky that I don't you pay work you. for nothing. <laughs> You'd be so fired. Wait, <laughs> why is she walking out right now? <laughs> <laughs> So this rum is pretty impressive, Yusef. It's great. You like it a lot, JP? I do. It's it's. Uh... I like it a lot. Can you bring gin and stuff too? Got uh, gin and then a barrel aged version of this. Probably want to do that before you yeah. drink the gin. What's the difference between gin and rum? I can taste the difference, but I don't know no. what you're doing to make a difference. One you put in juice, the other you put in coke. <laughs> Good <laughs> stupid. Good point. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ouch. Well, the. The uh, the main thing that separates it out is you know the rum starting with the sugar whether it be molasses or you know some type of uh, cane sugar product okay. and uh, the, the gin can is made with a neutral spirit so you're you could make it with anything it's basically essentially it's a vodka type beverage with spices added so that's what that gin flavor yeah. is the spices well the, yeah and the juniper is the signature spice and by law that has to have ju- juniper in it so okay and then from there you know you pick your favorite uh how many is it 11 herbs and spices that you throw in there no that's kentucky fried chicken yeah mm-hmm. so uh yeah you just pick pick your herbs and uh and start messing around and i we were over at uh the anchor distillery the other day for the adi conference and Fritz gave a real good talk, and he he basically said, you know, you just sit there and you just keep working at your gin recipe, and eventually you kind of almost have to say, all right, 
we got to go to we got to go to the shelves with this because you could you could literally do it forever. Yeah. So you know, Fritz Maytag looks like a dude who knows his gin. You know what I mean? <laughs> he yeah. just looks like a dude who knows. It's true. You know, gin martinis. Yeah. Now, so I have a question, and obviously the answer to this question is yes, but I'm still curious. So. The beer market is—it's tough to sell beer. It's tough to get tap handles nowadays. It's, there's a lot of beer out there. There's a lot of competition now. A lot of good breweries. It triple, seems tri- even triple <laughs> like triple rockets. <laughs> the competition seems even worse in the spirit world. So a part of me doesn't <laughs> know uh, why you guys are getting into distilling. I think that you have a passion for it, and it's fun, and it's, and it's a new thing. Um, but I don't know why. As a business move, it sounds like, kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm right. Okay. Uh, yeah. What we're what we're doing? Uh, a friend of mine uh, actually pointed. You know, his point was okay. Uh, with beer, there was you know this mass marketed beer that really wasn't that good, and and then craft beer came along, and people went, "Holy crap!" There's there's a huge difference between these products. So even though they are more expensive, it's still worth it. Whereas with spirits, his argument was that. There really isn't that big of a difference between you know the, what the craft guys are doing versus what the the big guys are doing because the big guys are making pretty good stuff. Okay, um, but my argument was well we can do stuff that maybe they can't do and some of the things would be um, whiskey that's done on a pot still. Uh, we can take cuts and and pick out what what we want the components to be. Um, whereas the whiskey that maybe is made on a continuous still is harder to make those cuts or impossible to make those cuts. Okay. Um, we also can do crazy crap like put rum into barrels that have never seen bourbon before. So we're buying brand new barrels that are bourbon barrels but have never seen spirit. So our spirit goes in and uh, starts working on the wood just like a brand new bourbon would, but it's a rum. So, uh, as far as I know, there there may be some out there that do this, but um, you know, it's it's something different because uh, most bur- bourbon, by law, has to be uh, in fresh, heavily charred American oak, and it has to be brand new. So these guys are turning barrels like crazy, hmm. and all those barrels go out to the world, and they put scotch in them, they put tequila in them, they put rum in them. So they're all used barrels that that everyone's doing this with because yeah. they were relatively cheap. Um, but now for me, they're, uh, you know, I, I'd rather just, okay, if I like bourbon, I'm a big bourbon fan and, uh, they're not putting bourbon into used barrels. So if I like that bourbon flavor, how am I going to get that in my product? I'm going to have to start with the fresh barrel and that's what we're doing for our single malt whiskey. Okay. Uh, we do have a bourbon, you know, going to come out, uh, when it's aged out and then we're doing that with the rum too. How are you going to let people know about all this? Because I, th- I now now I hear what you're saying, and I and I, it sounds like, it sounds great to me. You're right. You get you, it's this smaller batch, uh, but how's yeah. anyone going to know that? Uh, TheBrewingNetwork.com, Justin. Mm, I see. Yeah. Fungus or <laughs> fungus? Yeah, it's it's actually uh, something that you know we're we've never been great marketing people. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> so uh, you know, we're, um, that's that's kind of something that we're going to be so small at first that. Much like you know, Anchor when they when they were releasing their uh, Potrero or yeah Unipero, um, they they weren't out there pounding the pavement. I mean, we just don't have the money to to do that to right. spend. I heard something about like four hundred million dollars on what? advertising in one year for one product from the, one of the big guys. Yeah, so yeah, we don't have that. So you know, it's word of mouth. Um, yeah, ballast points. That's how we've grown Ballast Point, word of mouth. And, right. You and, should read that advertising pack I just sent to your email when you get home. 
from the brewing. <laughs> I network. didn't get it on my black. I just sent it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I had heard about something, something like that from somebody at the the ADI conference actually. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it's something we need somebody basically that that can update websites and stuff like that. So if anybody's looking for a an internship, <laughs> right? An unpaid, uh, a BN style job. It you seems mean? like you've got a uh, pretty good a line on. The, yeah, well, <laughs> anybody free labor? Yeah, <laughs> my mother does yeah. the yard work. Anybody who's listening uh, who has those skills already being utilized. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, we've already recruited yeah. them. Yeah, we already picked through that flower. Yeah, you bed. do your free labor fishing somewhere else, Yusef. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe at Triple Rock. Yeah, of RG <laughs> Triple <Cool>. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> White Labs. No. Arr, arr, arr. no, White Labs does it the other way around. They they take our employees away. They do. <laughs> we take all the good ones. All the good ones from all the companies, if we Including can. Yeah. All Triple two of them, yeah. <laughs> except more beer. Or bring notice. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Quiet, quiet. Triple Rock. <laughs> notice Roger doesn't work at White Labs. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they only take the good ones. Not oh. yet. <laughs> uh. That actually kind of hurt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one stung. Aww. It'll hurt worse later when you realize what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> jerk. I'm pretty sure you're a jerk. Yeah. But don't quote me yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, know you later. later. Someone hold me back. Yeah. Uh, can I add one comment? I think, Yusef, yeah. a good way to uh, improve your marketing is to update your website once every 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least. Yeah, the I White, mean, the white a, Labs model. It's a fine website. Oh, oh, come on now. It's updated every day. <laughs> every day. So, Mike, what do you do for the company? Uh, whitelabs.com. I, I update the website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah there once is some, every ten that's years. That's why. That's why when you're asking about uh, the history of Ballast Point, I said you could just go to the website and see all yeah. the history because it hasn't been updated in ten years. You guys are still partying like it's 1999. You yep. guys are history. Jack's got hair. <laughs> <laughs> you partying like Jack's got hair? <laughs> this is the plug. Just call up and give us a plug to your website. Whoever you are, anybody listening, triple, just triple, call and just plug your website. TripleRock.com. So, okay. Plug show. Yeah. First Bevo's relative was plugging somebody on her couch, oh. and then the rest he of the show. Not- my rel- relative by marriage. Doesn't He's your matter. relative. He Embrace him. Embrace him. I didn't even get it. Yeah, it's called a brother-in-law. Wait, whoa, whoa. Basically, Bevo didn't take one for the team while her brother was giving a Rodeo riser. Is what happened. <laughs> yeah, and you could look that up on Urban Dictionary probably tomorrow. Yeah, dude, what? <laughs> Figure that one out. And if that doesn't clear things up, Roger, I don't know what will. <laughs> Let's go to a commercial. Yeah, time for a break. <laughs> All right, 888-401-BEER. It's time to get started with Stump the Brewer, I think. Maybe we can do some Stump the Brewer. Uh, Let's do Stump the Brewer today for our Belgian Candy Sugar giveaway. we got some Belgian Candy Sugar from Dark Candy Inc. Go to darkcandyinc.com. Check it out. And uh, great product. We've had some rave reviews from uh, everyone who we sent a a bottle to. Are you familiar with this stuff uh, from the homebrew shop, Yousef, the Dark Candy Sugar? Yes. You ever used it? (laughs) Uh, We've we've been getting... Belgian candy sugar for quite a long time. The syrup, though, not oh, the, the rock. Yeah. I'm sorry I wasn't listening to you. Yeah, that's Wait, right. That's someone right. say rock? <laughs> Welcome to the BN. That's Maybe three here. rocks. I don't know. Do you know, are you familiar with the no. syrup part of it? No, because... Uh, Show them that bottle. Belgian so. candy sugar is a rock. Right, but... Someone say rock again. This stuff is supposed to be the new... Belgian uh, candy syrup. The next big thing. Yeah. You know why? We've I, gotten rave reviews. It's... Fairly easy. To uh, it's probably easier to produce than than the. Uh, it could be, but I've also heard that it, well, it's easier to use. Uh, but uh, everybody here's had really good results with it too. It's like superfood, but can you suck on it yeah. like it's a rock candy stick oh. from when you were at Rogers' house? Give it a go. 
Let, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Stunt the brewer. Can you suck on it? <laughs> Can you suck it? Can you suck on it? Suck it, it Yousef. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll do that. Uh, stump yeah. the Brewer questions. Uh, 888-401-BEER if you want to do it via telephone. I think Bevo's already got some. She's passing along to me from the chat room. I got. I think I got one. Um, how, got- is, how is Triple Rock still in business? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you answering and asking questions that wasn't at me. the same time? Not that stumped. Me. That was two different voices, Roger, if you weren't listening. <laughs> I used a different My bad. voice My bad. for the answer. Yeah. My bad. Thereby implying that there were two different people. <laughs> yeah. Duh. 23 years, bitches. I used a Pacheco accent for the answer. Roger, which makes it... And then a a Martinez accent for the question. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Completely (laughs) different prefectures. Yeah, you dummy. Yeah. would be so fucking stupid. (laughs) I don't know. Pretty easily. Hey, hey. No. He said it. Beer, beer, more beer called. They want you back. (laughs) Good. What do I need to know, Bebo? (laughs) I just have a question. Actually, before we start Stump the Brewer, I have a question for the brewer. Okay. Um, Which one? It's yeah. from Beer Punk. In well, the, it's for uh, me, obviously. I typed this to you because I'm so slow. Say it. Yeah. Uh, it's from Beer Punk in the forum. His, he's from Arizona. He wants to know a good way to impress the head brewer at a local brewery, I guess, that he lives by. Cog. To Suck get the cog. Uh, <laughs> to get his foot Lick in the, the door. That is it. That's oh, a my giant. God. Go down to the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's on the phone, so you can actually. Give him a Rodeo riser, apparently. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to, trying to help you out here, in. beer punk. Uh, Yusef, what is the right answer? Roger, you got any more yeah. cock-sucking uh, stories on the first guy? Well, let, me, let me think for a second. Can we go to commercial? Yeah. Uh, I would say the best way to, would would be to go in and offer your services uh, in the brewery and do everything that that he tells you to do. So for he can, free. He can sit yeah. back and... Brewing uh, really A.K.A. Yeah. suck his cock. <laughs> uh well, I'm not quite uh, not quite at that part yet. They, uh, well, you, Roger, well, you gives less a job. Well, do you have falsies? <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, there's uh, there's a fine line be- between, I guess, being irritating and being uh, interested. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, I mean, a lot of times what people don't realize is um, when some brewers are at work, they're busy, not just um, sitting there drinking beer and getting drunk and... Stuff like that. So triple rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see. So you know, but oftentimes uh, brewers are understaffed and they need help. You know, so I would say, uh, hey, you know, offer to volunteer. Do you guys accept interns? Uh, I'm looking at trying to. You know, most people should get, he bring beer with him? Depends on if he has good beer. You know? <laughs> Is your uh, beer any good, Punk? Uh, it's uh, well, it's it's drinkable. It's not a good answer. No, that's yeah, leave it. You're not hard. Yeah. My my favorite uh, one is like, oh, what's wrong with this? You know, like that's oh. the, that's the opening line. It's like, how about, hey, this is the yeah. best one I've ever made. This is yeah. Automatically, you're not a good salesperson if you yeah. go. What is wrong with this? Yeah. Can I have a job? <laughs> no, but I would say uh, I would say come in, uh, do do what you want to do, but don't be overbearing. Because yeah, I'm trying to work on the fine line between uh, nagging and interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's a hard it's a hard one to. It's to a fine line. I mean, g- generally speaking, uh, the people that have moved their way up through the business uh, at our place have started as keg washers and moved their their way up. And depending on their enthusiasm and their uh, ability to to do their job, you know, gets them there in X amount of time. And um, you know, one of one of the guys at work. Uh, 
you know, went from keg washer to brewer in um, a real, you know, unusually fast. Hmm. His name is Yusuf. His, yeah. his <laughs> and, name. His name. And he blew a lot of dudes. Yeah. No, his name is. His <laughs> He's name had is, so many cock through his mouth. His name is James, and uh, you know, we've, James and John are doing a lot of the brewing there, and uh, you know, it's it's all about your work ethic, and 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 obviously Roger doesn't have that, so it's really <laughs> impressive. To, to see that triple rock, yeah, yeah, that's true. So if you're, you know, it depends on if you're trying to get into the job as a career, you're stupid. I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it, actually, Yusuf uh, does touch off on a good point, and it, you are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but bottom line is, like, it's a labor of love. Yeah, yeah I love it first. Yeah, so if you're trying to, you know, get in there, I would express the the interest and try to weasel your way into a brew or two and help shovel out the grain and do all that business and uh maybe it'll work out into something there you go start out as a bitch yeah that's unfortunately how it starts (laughs) all right thanks beer punk (laughs) all right bro thanks take care brother all right let's get to some stump the brewer questions i got a few in front of me tom from rally writes in what two Ballast Point beers won medals at the World Beer Cup in 2002. Whoa. And what medals did they win? None. <laughs> Roger says none. Uh, Calico uh, won a, a gold, and Big Eye was uh, silver. Four, fourth place? Bronze. Fifth. Sixth. Uh, bronze. Big Eye, bronze. Final answer? Calico Gold. Final answer? Yeah. You are correct. Oh! Not stumped. Is it all going to be questions about Ballast Point? Yeah. <laughs> no. Those are easy questions. Yeah. No. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. Here we go. The penalty for not knowing is really high. Tap It Good writes in. <laughs> Touche. Oh. Hmm. Did you do anything weird yeah. with Roger last night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you why why does my sphincter muscle hurt? <laughs> when you walk into the brewery and you turn left, what do you see? <laughs> right. Triple Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, are you paying us for all these plugs? Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> triple Rock. Triple Rock. <laughs> what was the question? All right. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you with all the Triple Rock. When and where were porters? Developed and a a hundreds will do for the year. You don't have to give this if you say the X hundreds, uh, that'll work. And when and where were porters? I'd just like to say that Yusuf would like to answer this question. Yeah, I'll tell you the story behind porters. <laughs> okay, and then Roger can fill in the year that they came. About. All right. Uh, apparently, it was a Triple beer. Rock. It was it was a beer that he developed at Triple Rock. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> They uh, with a sore ass. Yeah, they were making uh, they were making beers that guys that carried crap around would, would like to drink and like was, brewers. Yeah, like <laughs> brewers humping humping sacks yeah. up and downstairs. Just because I've shit myself a couple times doesn't mean I'm always carrying crap around. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> and I'm frankly I'm sick of it. <laughs> so I, I believe that's how that it got its name. Uh, so if you're asking for origin, I'm gonna go with. Uh, not a time frame, but a a porter being somebody that carries, and their beer of choice was that. Uh, okay, when and where? But though England, England, <clears throat> okay, England and the seventeen eighteen hundreds. Specifically in in England, can you give a city? No. Okay. Uh, and then the year, the year, the yeah. year in Port- in hundreds. Porterville. 
What you, Central what, England. He's he's throwing up a year, Roger. Wait, Mike. Mike just woke up. <laughs> yes, Central England. Okay, I got a region. And a and a and a year. We need a, hun- a year. Eighteen oh five. 18, yeah, 1830. Correct and correct. It was in the 1800s. It was London specifically. England, good enough. Not stumped. Central, almost. By the way, is this stump the brewers tonight? Too? Well, there's only one brewer. Yeah. Uh, Me. Distiller. Thank you. Triple Rock. Yeah, Bell's Point. Wine Labs. All right, you. So here's another one. Uh, when was volume one, issue number one of the Homebrew Mart Newsletter oh, written. Shit. Oh, Volume zinger. one. Zinger. Issue number one. You have to check out your website, yeah. my I, friend. I, I, is that George on that, there? Let's go to the me? iPhone. Yeah, that's the latest actual actual edition, probably. Is <laughs> Volume one issue one? Yeah. yeah. It's very up to date. When did um, you when did you open? Ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. No, I'm not going with that. I'm going. Ninety eight, maybe. 98. I'm going with the year 98. Stumped. Stumped. Oh, yeah. 98? The first, dumbass. The first issue oh, no, came no, out. Sorry. No, stop, stop. Wait. Oh, I'll take that back. Okay. Wrong. Uh, 94. Still stumped. You're going the wrong way. Didn't really? you open in 96? Yeah, you were slow. No, the brewery uh, opened 96. June 29th, 2000. Oh, yeah, I forgot they didn't have computers back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have Dude, Al Gore didn't invent the internet until, like, yeah. uh, you know. Al Gore wasn't around yeah. until 2002. Yeah, I, I, I do, it's all coming back to me now after this haze. It's, uh, that's when I had my typewriter, so. <laughs> Your Commodore yeah. typewriter. Commodore yeah. 360. No, that's, yeah. that had a, I'm talking about the, the hard style. Direct, direct paper. All right, don't bring up the word hard again. <laughs> So, <laughs> that guy brings it, brings candy it, sugar brings me back to the. Uh, that's it. We don't have to do any more stump the brewer. He's not stumped. That's, no, he needs that's one dumb. more. <laughs> that, He's a, he that's just stupidity. St- <laughs> he can't be stumped if it's a stupid question. Because well, here the, the, the complication is he made newsletters that weren't on the web, so you can't ask. That, no, that, they did. That, they the, did. The, they, mm. Yeah, that's. I see. Yeah, so his question. Oh, I see. So it's he invalid. He asked a question, but the answer is invalid because he made newsletters before they're posted on the web. So touche. He, so Yusef I'll is right. It. I'll accept Mike White's and, objection. Oh, Mike White, the judge. Yeah, the ju- Mike White is the I mean, judge as today. a historian. Uh, thank God, thank God he woke up, yeah. huh? Okay. All right, you. Although uh, Firm Tap is. Uh, has taken the original newsletters, photocopied them, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and redone the artwork. And still not me. And yeah. is paying Chris White. <laughs> yeah. Okay. AKA the cruise. <laughs> All right. I uh, will move on to Watkins. Uh, well, wait, wait. Stump the brewer question then. Who just got totally served by Mike White? Uh, let's see. Who got served? It was new to brew. Yeah, figures. I don't know what that means. Right. <laughs> new to brew. Triple rock. Okay. We'll send him a use certificate. I'm just new going down the line here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. In yeast glycolysis. Oh, Jesus. How oh, many carbons does the Pigal have? Oh, what the how many? Carbons? Can we get Chris on the uh, on the? On Hold on, the I'm ship. texting Chris White right now. He's he's he has internet service. I'm here and I can. I'm here and I can answer the question. Care. His answer will be my ties. I was taking a nap. Please repeat your question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's right out of Fungus Among Us. In yeast glycolysis, hey, no. how many carbons does the pigal have? 
Next question. <laughs> That's the answer. The judge, not stumped. The judge will not allow the question into the courtroom. Next question, please. <laughs> yeast. Uh, the, the, well, again, uh, this is the case it's of the yeast question. expert. There's no such thing as a pigal. Right. The yeast expert is not on hand. Mike yeast White is not exist. the yeast expert. Chris White is. So the the questioner made a mistake. He thought Chris White was in the audience. <laughs> He's wrong. Next question. Oh, my God. I would hate to play any sort of game with you because I would end up punching you in the face. See, I think I want him to be the game master of everything, which is we never have to give anything away. Well, you see, Bebo, you look like you rolled a six, but in fact... (laughs) It's the 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 autumn equinox, and everybody knows. Yeah. I will give another one. I'm probably going to have to give Watkins a prize. Send me an email, justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. Uh, here's another one. Uh, who first microscopically observed brewing yeast? Triple Rock. <laughs> Not year. stumped. I, Ditto. Question. <laughs> Next year. question. What did you say? Past year. Uh, he says Antoine Van Leeuwenhoek. Liar. <laughs> Liar! Pasteur is the one that... Uh, well, I don't know. Pasteur might have been the one that proved that, that there was an organism. There, right. He proved that there w- it was there. So there's a whole uh, bunch he, of other people that jumped on his case and uh, did further research. Just give him the goddamn candy sugar. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a, like it's eight ounce bottle. I'm going to give it to Watkins. I'm, I'm, uh, the first stump. It's going to go to Watkins. Uh, you get there the belch candy sugar. Congratulations. Way to stump the brewer. Very nice. Good work. All right, taking our last break of the day. We come back. Uh, we're doing drunk of the week, and uh, then we're getting out of here. Is what Roger I think Rock. to happen? Chipperrock.com. <laughs> and we're going to drink more barrel aged rum. All right, grab yourselves a beer, everybody. We still got Yousef from Ballast Point. Go to ballastpoint.com. Check out their beers. The website's only ten years old. A lot of good information there. When we come back, more Yousef. Hang in there. It's session. <laughs> You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Okay, I rolled a 15 and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. No, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way. You had to be at a 24. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks. I just failed versus oxidation. Our party is fracked. Doug's the only one left and his beer is a Berliner Weiss. What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart Y-Yeast 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com what's funny is brewers just say yeah i don't brew to stop i'm brewing my own beer and it's like a german pilsner but it's black yeah it's a short 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 you know <laughs> the home of live beer radio the brewing network.com because like beer radio shouldn't suck you're listening to the session Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, 
back to the program. We're still talking to Yousef from Ballast Point. We're going to start wrapping things up here. We're yeah. going to do some Drunk of the Week phone calls. Good. Beef, who do I have on the telephone? You told me at the break, but I have a short memory, and plus who I'm looking all, at your cleavage. Who ate all the pies or something? Who ate all the pies from who ate all the cleavage? Uh, Australia, right? Yes. Who ate all the cleavage? Welcome name. to the program. What's happening? What's that, motorboating or something? Yes, uh, right now we're practicing. <laughs> Bevo is practicing her motorboating well, skills. On. How are you, brother? Hello. What's happening? Hello. No, I, I, you just took me by surprise because I thought Bevo was going to put me on hold where I could actually listen to what's going on. Oh, that's what you meant. I'm sorry. I don't know how to do that. Mm, no, she didn't tell oh. me. She didn't tell well, me that's what you wanted. Put JP back in the chat room then. <laughs> um, wow. Justin, yeah. you got to be doing bad, Beef, if it's Hello. someone's asking for JP. What a dick. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Uh, hey. Hello. Yeah, mate, um, <clears throat> go ahead. So uh, pardon I've me for a, talking uh, on my show. Yeah. I've got, I've, got a, I've got a question for the brewer. Yeah, go ahead. Brewer. Is this a stump the brewer? Yeah, cause, no, because I'm a home brewer, but I'm looking at getting out of my job and getting into the industry. And um, I was just wondering what the key to consistently excellent products is. Tripperug. <laughs> Uh, oh! I would say the the more uh, temperature control you can have on your brew house, the and the if you can run stuff uh, in through motors that have like variable frequency drives with uh, speed controls on it, it it makes it more repeatable. And uh, so each time you're doing it, you're doing it the same Stop! same way. Jesus Christ! Stop! Dude. Because according to BallastPoint.com, oh. well-cleaned and sanitized brewery is the key to well, that... consistently excellent product. All right, call 911. <laughs> call 911. And on top of that, fuck you! That was... That was Yourself? That was 10 years ago, by the way. That is updated 2000. Huh. Yeah. And that was the key to the old brewery. Not oh. just stumped, but oh, you suck! <laughs> Fucked! But and it, and it does sound like this guy's got a really good future in the brewing industry. Why don't you come to America and uh, come oh, to San Diego? Oh, yeah. zinger. And learn something. Oh, man. You hear that? Who ate all the pies? <laughs> all right. Where's the, cricket, the where's the cricket sound effect there? <laughs> I know. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. This is like thoroughly unthrilled. Uh, all right. I actually love that guy's phone no, calls. Every time they're great. It's, it's, but that time he, he tricked us even because he started out calm. Yeah. Usually he doesn't start out calm. Well, what was and the whole like, like, epileptic like, seizure that he had <laughs> mid-phone That's the best You hadn't uh, even finished bump, your answer. Bump, bump, <laughs> suck it! Falsies! Chipper Rock! That's going to be like the new <laughs> heckle. The heckle, yeah. Chipper Rock. Chipper Rock. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's whack. <laughs> whenever, uh, so whenever, triple rock. Whenever we stop listening to the guests, <laughs> oh, triple rock. Yeah, triple rock. <laughs> oh, so uh, triple rock. Okay. All right, eight 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 four one beer. Taking a drunk of the week phone calls now. So make them if you got them. Uh, you have to beat Paul the landscaper. I'll play you Paul's message uh, uh, from this morning so that you can know uh, a little bit about what you're up against. Although you didn't hear him uh, passed out uh, yesterday. Here is Paul the landscaper. Hey, Justin, what's up? It's Dude, that was Paul. disgusting. Just giving you a call. She did it. Um, yeah, so yesterday was kind of a blur. Just want to uh, catch up and uh, make sure I didn't uh, didn't horribly embarrass myself or. Oh. Uh, anything else? So, anyways, man, geez, give me a call, touch base, that'd be awesome. Take care, man. Later. 
What would anything else be when he says, I'm just trying to make sure I didn't horribly embarrass myself or anything, anything else? else? This or would be a, good, be a good question for Roger. <laughs> Roger, what is anything else? Okay, I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> to Rock. So that's uh, what you're up against. Drunk of the Week callers, 888-401-BEER. Got a medal to give away. Maybe if he like tried to make sweet love to Chad. That's what the uh, that's what the don't, anything else would be. Don't yeah. he could have humped something. Don't pay that's that true. Picture. Humping oh. Chad or other things. Exactly. I only I only do malt bags. Humping grain, humping spent grain, for example. That's something spent that you might grain. do. Humping a big pile of mulch. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. Right. The big we uh, our mulch <laughs> is all wood that. chips too. That would be a painful pile to hump. Well, he's done it before. He would have known if he did hey, that. Let's face it. We've all humped sure. some painful piles in our lives. He's you know like, I mean? listen. I either got syphilis last night or I humped a pile of wood chips. <laughs> Or splinters. Because something <laughs> burns. <laughs> um, Baloo. I think I just hurled. Ah. Speaking of painful lumps. I did want to talk a little bit about Baloo uh, while we're waiting. Do I have a Drunk of the Week phone call? Yes, you do. Just, you can just tell yes, me who do. they are. Oh, right? Since uh, you type like uh, like like Paul uh, the Landscaper talks, <laughs> uh, you can go like ahead Sam and just... Looks. Uh, Whatever. The message is already there. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ass. Uh, Hole. Oh, it's, it's uh, Brew it's Punk? Punk again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Dude. <laughs> Go to sleep. Uh, welcome to the Beer Punk Show. Uh, how can we help you? I'm calling in for Drunk of the Week. All right. Start All right, you're us, uh, tell <laughs> Next. <laughs> Trouble Rock! Rock! Just say Triple Rock three times fast. Try that. Uh, triple Rock, Triple Rock, Triple Rock. Mm. Oh. Triple Rock? He did mess up at the end, but he's pretty sober. What have you had? Uh, go ahead. Give us a rundown. Triple Rock. Oh, let's see. I got all my bottles in front of me. Give me just a second. I got a... Nevada Next phone call, please. <laughs> I got an anchor porter. Uh huh. I got a old thirty-eight stout from North Coast Brewery. Yeah. This better get to about twelve. Pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, if it gets to twelve, it's not going to be quick, Mike Wayne. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I got choice choice pistolets. Can, can the same guy? It? Can the same guy win? That's going. He's. This is the guy that called. On the phone, yeah. About your, uh, about how to, yeah, your, no, your land. This is your landscaper. Your <laughs> <laughs> this is, he's competing against himself. Good point. What's hey, interesting? I'm not competing against myself. I was it's the only listener that is out there. What's interesting is it's the guy who's looking for a job at a pro brewery. <laughs> no, I know. Right now, shooting for drunk of the week yeah. on the BN. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I triple rock. And by the way, my triple rock. I give him points for drunk of the week for that. <laughs> Uh, in my book, that... that be extra points. Yeah, agreed. Extra yeah. points. All right, Beer Punk, i got to take some other calls, but uh, you're in the running, my friend. Okay, bro, thanks. Right up. All right, 888-401-BEER. So while we're waiting for phone calls, I did want to talk a little bit about Baloo. Let's now, do it. If you remember from our last program, uh, Mike, why you listened to our last program? I got a message from you about it. Yes. Absolutely. Baloo, uh, Baloo is one of our listeners, and, and he wrote in, and he started a little game. It was a Stump the Brewer, and it was how many double cheeseburgers did I eat today? Uh, Baloo's a big, fat load. Uh, yeah. But he, but he's a, he's a, 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 a self-proclaimed fat load oh yeah he started the i'm a fat load jokes and he sent in a picture of him in a in a small lunch meat shirt it is now jp's mascot he's the official uh mascot of that other show um so he started all these jokes well apparently after last week's or the whatever we were last on uh apparently after the antics with the how many cheeseburgers did i eat and the fat jokes he posted in the forum you know, guys, there's more to me than my fat. I have other qualities. We don't always have to talk about how I'm a fat load. Basically, he sounds like a fat chick at a bar. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, 
Hey, That's oh, terrible. Why do we have terrible to talk about to me being fat all the time? That's what it sounded like. And the answer to that question is... Take me home. Because it's funny. Because it's hilarious. And listen, everybody knows, Baloo, that you have... I'm sure you have other wonderful... I'm sure you're very cuddly, for example. I'm, uh, you know, I bet, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have a fantastic personality. I bet he'd be a great room. cuddler. I, I bet you... I bet that you have nice eyes. I bet your hair is very soft. Mm-hmm. Isn't a blue like uh, an embryo of a duck and an, that's mostly fertilized that's eaten? What? It's a blue. What the? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to commercial. Okay. That's what it is. When I think of blue, I think of, like, wasn't there a bear? In the Jungle yes. Book named Baloo? Yes. And that's what I was that's thinking. First of all. But, uh, compared to Yusef, Bebo, you two and I, you and me, we're idiots. Uh, <laughs> Baloo knows things about stuff. <laughs> I mean, Baloo. Baloo Yusef, Yusef knows things. Baloo no. doesn't know shit. <laughs> Yusef knows things about stuff. Yeah. I watch the Food Channel. <laughs> so, Hold well, on. Let me text Nava. She probably knows. What she must know. First of all. All right. If Coming you're... back from maternity leave. <laughs> For maternity leave? Tomorrow. Um, if you're a big fat guy, yeah. and you're gonna pick a name for yourself in the chat room, and it's <laughs> and it's after a big fat bear, yeah, uh, you have no right to get like picked. you should like you're, if you don't want that, you should be Fig Newton. Can't Bebo at least Google Baloo <laughs> so I can know if it is really uh, a Bebo? Can you yeah. please? Uh, yes, I'm thank on you. It. Can you Wikipedia it's, it's for a, use it? Yeah, it's a weird spelling. Uh, How do you so spell it? The point here is Baloo that you started the joke and that the joke's real funny, and so. You know, radio revolves around characters. And if a big fat guy calls in and says, how many double cheeseburgers did I eat today? That's good radio. That's hilarious. So radio. I'm that's, tri- sorry. that's triple rock radio. I apologize that you're second guessing your... Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, on a side note, officially now, Mike White is, in, is the game master when we do our games. Because his rules are great. He's the game master? <coughs> Your idea is rejected. <laughs> and uh, and I'm pretty master. sure that, uh, that Roger's working his way up to producer. Oh. Because he knows when to go to break. <laughs> and uh, he's really doing a fine job today of keeping things going. But we haven't said hello to Claudia. And Claudia's in the room, too. We haven't even said hello to her yet. Uh, OMG. Oh, MG. R-O-T-F-L. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeff Rock. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? He's very good at it. Okay. So that being said, Blue, I want to meet him shot. Everyone likes you and knows you. You know, let's get. Well, we know you. We'll thanks, we'll thanks. hug and talk it out. Oh. But in the meantime, you're the funny fat guy. You are the funny fat guy. And by the way, if you think that you've gotten ridden about being the funny fat guy more than Shat has on this program, you got another thing coming. Cuz really, look at that guy yeah. over there. Look at, the, everyone look at Chad right now. The Just other, take a look at him. The other thing coming is another double <laughs> cheeseburger. He needs a bro. Chad's been working out. A Chad, uh, a Chad got ear. some free membership to a gym. He's been hitting a man's the gym. ear. <laughs> I, t- I I go yeah, I, I, and it's showing. The other day, I say, "Hey, Chad, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to the Trader Joe's. I'm gonna get us some dinner. I'm gonna cook up some dinner." You know, he says, "Could you could you make sure it's like chicken or something? Like, can I have some skinless chicken? Uh, please make sure that it's like boneless, skinless chicken breast. Inorganic too. No sauce. No sauce." Which is funny because he was wolfing down fucking slices of pizza at Lane Splitter yesterday. 
like they were going out of style. I think he asked for extra grease to slide yeah. down easier. Hey, it's not he, the last pie, bro. If he eats, <laughs> it was. Uh, let's get a large pie and uh, mozzarella breadsticks. Yeah, because you know regular breadsticks. Bevo's experience the other day. Yeah, the large pie. We're talking about sticks. You know, I have to. We're talking about sticks. I have to add that this is coming from the guy when you go eat Cincinnati chili, he gets the vegetarian dish. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm not a big fat low trying to lose weight. Triple rock. Wait, he's what? Accusing me. Oh, yes. Okay. I think both of you were. I did get the vegetarian. And I haven't set foot in the since the 1970s when my mother was pregnant. And <laughs> she so. had to walk through it to get to the parking lot. <laughs> uh, Yousef, you are correct. Uh, B A L U T. Balut. Balut. It it's a best. silent T. It's silent T. <laughs> I thought you were going to spell out Ballast Point. I'm like, yeah, what? Triple rock. No, it's T R I P L E. Everyone Google that real quick. Check out that disgusting picture. And you can see the egg thing. All right, we got Blobber Gleeby Glooby Glooby Globby Globby Gleeby Glop on the line calling for Drunk of the Week. Blobber, what's happening? I'm a man. Yeah, hello. How's the Lollipop Guild going, Blue? Or whoever the fucking is? I love Blue. Falsies? I too love Blue. He just needs to quit his bitching. Yeah, I don't think he was really serious. That looks like a sphincter. Uh, So, what's happening, Blob? Are you calling in for Drunk of the Week? Yeah, Triple Rock. (laughs) Triple Rock. I have had at least a dozen Triple Rock beers. It's a he. He. My bad. At least a dozen anything else. Who else is on the show? I've had a dozen of those, too. You've had a dozen of everybody who's on the show's beers. Everyone, everybody's beer. I'm having gin right now. Say ah. say Triple Rock. Say it slow. Are you uh, on the bathroom floor? uh, No, I'm in the basement because my wife told me uh, you make a lot of noise. (laughs) She moved you to the basement. That's right, because last time you got shushed on air by your wife in the other room. I know. I've been I've been pointing at the phone and and looking at her. She's watching uh, South Park or something on the computer, uh, and I'm telling her, "Do you want to you want to talk to the end?" She keeps waving no. Uh, I don't know what to do. You should put it on speakerphone and not tell her, and then start an argument with her. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> I think it'd be a great idea. I think JP's onto something. Ready to go. What should we argue about? This should be for another. I got an idea. Uh, Whether it should put be her called on Triple Rock or Triple on, Rock. Put her on speakerphone and and call her a cunt. <laughs> oh, see what happens. Wow. Let's go to commercial. Let's see what happens. I don't know. What's cut in French? I mean, she wouldn't even know what that means. Kunte. Your wife doesn't speak English? <laughs> no, Spanish. So that'd be African. <laughs> oh. Kunta <laughs> Uh Do you have a song for us this week, Blobber? Do I what? what, have what, what? Do, you, do you have a song to sing for us this week? Uh, what do you want me to sing? <sighs> French or English? Uh, any suggestions? Uh, so this is really a dude. <laughs> something with tri- something with yes. triple rug. Yes, it. I am a man. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a it sounded like a same-sex marriage or something. <laughs> Yousef, was are it? you in Iowa? Yeah, Yousef's like, I what state are they in? What is this, Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, man, they just passed it. It's true. Uh, I love how Ro- Roger got the Google Triple News Rock. alert about that. <laughs> yeah! We got the winner. Uh, how about anything from Bette Midler? Can you sing anything no, like that? No, it's Triple Rock, not Cock. Bette Midler? She was an actor, not a singer. Wind Beneath My Wings. Wrong, she was an actress. Wind Beneath My Dick. Wings. I, I know of Wad. the song. How about Careless Whisper? Do you know that one? Do you know Waterfalls Can't by uh, TLC? <laughs> <laughs> Butterflies. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, hey, no, that's the song for tonight. Last week, How about the Justin. intro to the BN Last Network? Week, Justin, 
I'm, I'm here. Hello? I'm here, Blobber. Easy. Yes? No, you're talking into a phone Last that's not week, answering. I was supposed to sing a duet with Andy Wood. He said Wood. I have Who no idea wood? how we were supposed to do that, but we were supposed... And you, you, you chopped off a tree and burned a house or something? Right. Oh, whatever he's uh, talking about, he's... Uh, he let's re- go to commercial, he please. He loves it. Please. Triple please. Rock. <laughs> Triple Rock. Triple Rock. Okay, song. Oh, yes! What is this song? Is it bad that I know every single word to this song? Yeah, sing it, Bevo. You can do a duet. I was going to sing it. A duet with Bevo. A duet. Yeah. Blobber, Gleeby, and and Bevo. Yeah, you get drunk of the week right now if you can duet this with Bevo. Someone sing it. Uh, Go ahead, Bevo. Wait for it. Keep going, Blobber. Okay, we're done. That was pretty good. That was actually really good. That was really good. Keep going. No, that was really good, Blobber. We got to go to the Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. We got to get to the chorus. I got a feeling Roger knows the chorus by heart, too. I'll sing it with you. Okay. All right, Roger and Bebo. You see Roger's face light up? I'll sing it with you. I'll sing it with you. And Blobber. He's just making noise. Yeah. Perfect. That's what he does. Yeah. Now, now you feel like his wife. <laughs> Listen to you, fucking little noise. dumbass. <laughs> Is this it? Here we go. Here we go. No, no, jeez. Keep going. <laughs> I just snorted gin out of my nose. Triple rock. Don't go chasing triple rock. No, Bebo. Bebo's good. Go. Oh, no, I'm not singing anymore. We're done. I don't remember this song, you know? All right, uh, Blobber's at the top of the list. Hi, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, but it's not over yet. Thanks, buddy. 888-401-BEER. We'll take another couple of calls. So that was a buddy, right? That was a buddy. That was a bro. Not a miss buddy? It was a dude. I want to hear from the man. I want to hear from Baloo. Let's go back to Waterfalls. Please. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry, Rod. Rod's like, I am fucking yeah. out of here. If I don't get some water. Now that, now that we've got the picture of the balut, yeah. we can post that instead of his fat picture, and it's so much more appetizing. Ah, <laughs> oh, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Poor Baloo. I wonder if we're going to have hey, to have uh, Yusuf back on here uh, hey, when JP, Rod... Oh, you were you... Tra- oh, I'm sorry. Waterfall. Triple Rock. No, Waterfall. Triple there right. once was a guy named JP. Uh-oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> here we come. Here we come. Everybody knows this. Come on. Waterfall. Okay, stick died. to the rivers <laughs> and the lakes that you used to. Oh, wow. You know it, Jeff. I don't. Actually, Jeff, I don't. pretending he doesn't know I don't. It. I know the Waterfall part, and that's it. It's your World of Warcraft theme song, isn't it? Maybe. So, didn't one of them die? Yeah. Yeah, in a plane Left crash or a... Wasn't it, it was in a car no, Wasn't it the, eye, uh, the one with the condom on her eye died? Yeah. That Con- was condom Lisa face. Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> Talking about the money what, shot. What? <laughs> Sounds like a superhero. What did she, what'd she die of? No, a fire? She died in a car accident. <laughs> oh. I thought she set groups. her boyfriend's house on fire. Yeah, I thought she burnt down. I thought that's how she died. No, she was just always dark. Andre Rison. I have to send JP back to sensitivity class. I thought it was funny. (laughs) It is funny, but it's not. But it's it's insensitive. Ever since Roger showed up, we should have Yusuf back on to get do a proper show. (laughs) Well, actually, uh, he brought this. uh, (laughs) 
It's very good. Listen to your little fuckwad. <laughs> I feel like I'm in middle school again. You're about to get the Greek back. What do you mean again? The Greek I didn't know, I didn't know you the, graduated. The, who ate all the pie guys again? I guess he's calling for drunk of the week. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Is he in his nutters? Not this dumbass again. God, it almost <laughs> seems like there's three listeners tonight. Very nice. Who ate all the pies? Who ate all the pies? What's you happening? Bastard. You fat bastard. You ate all the pies. All right. Wow, it's that's a, f- a that's the thing. What's going on? I've just hey, someone told me that I had to ring back because I won something. Yeah, he did. Oh, so yeah. Somebody in the chat room told him he won the right. temperature Dumb control. Dumbass yeah, ignore there. that. Because you didn't. I don't have time for this. Yousef is a very important man. He's got companies to build, books to write. For other I'm companies. A, I no, can't but, just take... But seriously. <laughs> Royalty, sir, and for other people? Yeah. He's got... It's uh, <laughs> cruises to pay for. He's a busy man. Cats Yousef. to please. What recipe are we going to yeah. get for you that you're going to send in to the forum for us? What beer? Ipex. Triple Rock. Mm, everything from Triple Rock. I'll send you. I'll just. I'm just gonna take a picture of the whole brewer's log, put it on a PDF, and <laughs> mail it over. And send it, in. send it in. Ideal. Gonna sure. do it all in yeah. MS Paint. Yeah, at least, MS at least you'd have a good beer. On. Actually, it was Cork Express. <laughs> so it was. How dare you? I suggest sir. copywriting it. Just run it through the spell check. Wait, what? <laughs> spell check. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to text it to Roger, and then he'll send it. To and he will text. Then he will Twitter it across the network. No, I'm not a twat. I don't Twitter. <laughs> I see. Well, start twatting. One out of two ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, Mike White thinks that's a bad decision. I actually brought Roger in tonight just to let everybody know. It's it's kind of a secret out of the bag thing, but I brought him in to make me look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked well. <laughs> Tasty thinks it's working. Bevo, what do I need to know? One homesick alien is on the phone for Junkie. I'm going home. Okay. <laughs> uh, one homesick alien. I feel so uh, used. What, is that like a, a play on, yeah. is he an immigrant? Uh, what's happening, brother? Hello? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man, what's up? Calling in for Drunk of the Week? Where are you calling from? Um, home in bed and, like, listening and shit. Next call. Sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> Roger says so. Sounds like Paul the Landscape. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, Are you stoned of the week or drunk of the week? (laughs) I heard Blobber and Ian and shit. He's not drunk of the week. All right. Go ahead and tell us what you've had. Next call, please. Um, A lot of home brews and like a really crappy porter. And some Maalox. <laughs> I had to chase the last porter with some Maalox. A whole but... pint of vanilla extract. Yeah. I ran out of stuff, so I just chugged a bottle of NyQuil. <laughs> Triple Rock doesn't make a porter, do they? Porter, <laughs> yes. Black Rock. It's some kind of thirsty dog porter. I don't know. It's some shit. Thirsty dog? Uh, but you're a sick fuck, man. And you're laying in bed? You're laying in bed doing all this? Well, no, I just just laid in bed just now, and then I listened in, and Blobber's like got the drunk of the week, and it's not even he's not even close. Well, he, he, didn't, he didn't get it. Yet. He didn't get it yet. He's just he's let at me, the top of the list. Let me ask you this: Are you building but a he tent? He gets it every like every week or something. <laughs> and he does call in every week, but I don't think he's ever officially won it, has he? Uh, are you wearing pants, sir? No, not a bit. <laughs> are you building? Right. Um, next call. <laughs> are you building a tent? Triple Rock. Roger to Triple Rock. But. Get Bevo on the line. Uh, Bevo, I'm on the line. Bevo's always on the line. Now he's got a tent. He's like, I don't want to. Yeah. All right. Are you typing with no. one hand? Hey, I'll, I'll put you in the running. Is this show going to go long enough? Because if it does, Roger will win Drunk of the Week. <laughs> and if we stay even longer, maybe Mike White. Uh, the Ooh. first White brother to win. We don't know. Will not Mike's happen. sleeping. Please leave Mike alone. Will not happen. 
Oh, All right, you're, you're in the running, brother. All right, the one-eyed alien. Was that his name? Homesick, homesick alien. alien or whatever. I like the one-eyed one, alien. One, one, one homesick alien. Brownie the one-eyed yeah. alien is let's, now in the running. Let's call him Sprouting Wood. <laughs> That's his Indian name. Brownie yeah. the tent-pitching alien. That's your official new name, just like we changed Funky Bucket to Icky. Yeah. And you're now the, you're now <laughs> the one-eyed alien. You're now Brownie the one-eyed alien. Thank you very much. So who's in the running? Blobber, Brownie the One-Eyed Alien, and uh, who Gardner ate all the guy. pies? Oh, and uh, and and Paul the the landscaper. Trying to get Sully Paul to call in. Paul the landscaper. He wants Roger to have his own show. <laughs> who doesn't? I mean, yeah, Let's I know. Be right? Let's yeah. be on break. It, what would be great about Roger's show is Nothing. that he's an asshole. So everybody <laughs> who calls in, he just would go hello. Hey, fuck one. And what do you got? Uh, what do you got about this? They'd say, they'd say three words. Next call. Next call. <laughs> Could be it? over in ten minutes. It'd be easy to produce. I just wanted to point out that Roger is not affiliated with Bell's Ball, <laughs> but he is with Triple Rock. <laughs> yeah, Triple Rock. <laughs> That was point. He should do uh, lunch meat. Roger, if you want your own show, it's yours, man. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's gold. Uh, he he's, just he's, he's got. Anyways, what was the question? He's, he's got to come on and do lunch meat. Gold. Is that you choking on a dick? What was the qu- next call? <laughs> next call. Commercial. What's on fire? Break and grout. Don't worry about that. Yes, I, I've had too much cock down my throat, so <laughs> I have a. <laughs> Mike's just sitting there. He's just bored. No, I'm not. Mike doesn't have a cock. I'm next to Roger. No, I'm not. Dude, put it up. Put it up. It's already up. What is it about? It is already up. What is it about Roger and this show that this is what happens? Fucking A. I have a feeling it's not the show. Show sucks, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to help you, Hacks. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. All right. Well, no, it's all about Yusuf and his um, whatever he does. We got to take a vote, then we yeah. can get out of here. Uh, here, uh, here's what we got. Let's uh, stump the brewer. Let's do more <laughs> stump the brewer. A brownie, brownie, the one-eyed alien, blobber glop, blobber glop. <laughs> uh, who ate all the pies? I don't think he wins. And okay, well, that can be your vote. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, JP. Can I vote? You're welcome. And can then, I, uh, and wait, wait, Justin. Yes, I, I have Yes, but I haven't gotten to the voting yet. Both no, of you. Wait, both of you wait, are jumping the gun. Wait, wait, my sphincter hurts. Wait, uh, my sphincter hurts. Plus, I think we have to have the gardener and Paul the landscaper. So we yeah. have three. Uh, we have uh, four uh, uh, contestants. Uh, Don't you dare call him a gardener. He's a landscaper. Flopper Glop is on the phone again. He mm. wants to sing. Nope. Yes. Not if you call and say yes, it's Let's yeah. go waterfalls. Uh, uh, <coughs> Blobber, what song do you have prepared for us? And do you have a website to play? Uh, Radiohead. Oh, I'm going to sing Radiohead. All right, Let's which, go to commercial. Uh, which, which song are you going to sing? Yeah. <laughs> Street Spirit. Which one? Street Spirit. Some, some song. That it's hard to, really right. it's hard to tell them the about the, the list. Okay. But it has spirits in it because uh, we're talking about spirits and stuff. Okay, great. Go, go on ahead. Rows of houses Let's go to the birds bearing down to me I can feel their blue hands This is really a guy me. All those things Into position Okay, I'll watch enough 
He's ah, going. He's keep going. Hey. He's, he's, he's no, close. Keep, keep yeah. going. We all got Woody's. Keep going. Here's the real. Let's see. You guys can see. Let's go to Waterfalls. This is better than American Idol. Yeah, I say Tom York ain't got shit on. The only Rob. person that was worked harder for this award is the landscaper, Chuparog. My wife is screwing up with me. She's taking off the lyrics off the web page. Dead. Should I put it on the phone? Yeah. Yes. Waving no. That could win you the want award. To talk to Mrs. No, Blubberglop? yes, please, please, put her on the line. Anybody want to talk to Mrs. Blubberglop? Yes. Does the rubber doll talk? Will you talk to the VA? Miss Drunk. Keeps waving no. Uh, all right, Blobber, thanks. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> hang up on his ass? <laughs> We're going back to the vote. Oh, don't leave out um, Beer Punk. Whatever. Uh, he was sober. Who is this Beer Punk you speak of? I'll put him in. What, what the fuck? I don't care. What is it? What going is to it vote anyway. Again? Okay. I'll recap. I'm just going to give you the uh, give you the five names, and then I'm going to ask you all to raise your hand for who you vote for. Uh, the uh, drunk of the week, you have uh, 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 Brownie, the one-eyed alien, uh, Blobberglop. Um, who's that? I can't read my own writing. Paul, the landscaper. Fucking beer. Pu- uh, don't vote yet. Uh, beer punk and uh, who am I? Who did I miss? Me. Who ate oh, all the fucking who, pies? And who ate all the pies? Okay. Uh, Sam's brother. It sounds like. Phone. Oh, it's all. Go ahead and answer the phone. Uh, be ready to vote to Bevo. We'll, we'll let Sully vote. Sully, what's happening, brother? Hey. Sully, are you ready to vote on Drunk of the Week with us? No, I'm just calling to just apologize to you. What kind of, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you said I fine. mean, you've got like blobber glop is like a, some teenage kid. You've got Roger to Tourette's syndrome. My, dude, Mike dude, he's White, in the corner sucking his thumb, man. Yeah. He, he doesn't even know, like, his yeah. thumb from his anus. Don't worry. So point. <laughs> Drunk the week, Roger. Triple off. <laughs> I love you. Like, yeah, you know what, actually? Roger, Dark put him on the list here. He'll be back next week, Sully. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Did you put Roger okay. on there? Yeah. How yeah. was... Uh, put me on the drunk of the how week, was, man. How was I'll Belgium? Kick your ass. Uh, should I even go into any of this right now? <laughs> Probably not. You're gonna, someone's going to kick your ass, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to kick your ass. Uh, all right. You're, you're in on the vote, though, whether you like it or not, Sully. Here we go. Uh, drunk of the week votes. Raise your hand when you hear the name that you would like to vote for. Roger. Uh, Brownie, the one-eyed alien. No, uh, one vote. Uh, Bevo, you only get to vote once this time. <laughs> okay, that's not your vote. Uh, Blobber, gleeby, 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 gloppy, glop. Uh, that is. Wait, can uh, you say that again? Three, three votes uh, for for Blobber. Should we just uh, go right to the winner? Who ate all the pies? The angry Australian. Anyone want to vote uh, for them? Uh, one vote from oh. Yusuf Pies. Uh, okay, bitch uh, ass motherfucker. <clears throat> uh, 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 um. That way you won't have to send the prize. Beer Punk. Anyone want to vote for Beer Punk? Uh, he's on the list here. Uh, uh, Bevo feels bad. Yeah. We'll let Bevo vote twice. Uh, one for Beer Punk. Um, Roger. Would anyone like to vote for Roger? Uh, that's yes. one, two, three, Ding. four, five. Well, you can't vote again. Uh, okay, Roger she gets... voted three times. Uh, and Sully voted for Roger, Roger too. Gets, yeah, I voted there. Oh, you did? Okay, that's... Woo! I have breasts. So that's I get to five. Do so like far, that. Uh, Roger's in the lead. And finally, our last contestant... Paul the Landscaper. <laughs> Anyone love uh, Mike White? White. Oh, Mike White and Shat's double vote and Tasty. That's uh, th- uh, and Rogers double voting. Uh, that's four votes for Paul the Landscaper, which means Roger wins. Drug- <laughs> five votes, ladies and gentlemen. Five votes.
Do I get this Belgian candy? No, Roger, here. <laughs> you can take home that Belgian dark candy sugar, yes. Look, it's his first medal. And uh, you also get this. <laughs> I meant for Drunk of the Week. Sully, you should be be here just for the bashing. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Dude, you're going down, bitch. It is a nice gold medal, actually. Take a look at it. Yeah. Hang it up in your brewery, stupid. I'll hang it around my cock later. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Why not right now? And he only gets better, too. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Sully, is there anything else you'd like to add to Yusuf's misery? I just wanted to call up and say Ballast Point makes great beers. Yusuf is a good man. I actually had the opportunity to try his rum in New York City outside of a... uh, Distributorship. Um, oh, and uh, he gave me a little flask of it. We just happened to run into each other there, and I thought it was delicious. So. It is good rum, it's and and the beer tasty. is awesome. Uh, that's why we're going to get a recipe for you homebrewers out there from Ballast Point. Uh, I've I've been sticking to the calico. I had the yellowtail first, which I thought was real nice, and now I've been sticking with the amber. Man, the amber's real nice. The porter's real good. The the marlin. That's what it is? Black Marlin. <laughs> Black Marlin, yeah. The Black Marlin. That's real good. Don't yeah. you have an Imperial Porter, too, mm-hmm. in a 22 bottle you do every now and then? Yes, we have. What's that one? The, with that. Oh, did you bring it? Oh, it's on the back of your shirt. I see. In the victory, it's the Imperial <laughs> Coffee Porter. Aha. Uh-huh. I have one of those in my house. You do? Why didn't you bring it today? Because I didn't. Because I, I forgot. I didn't know who was on the show until I came Why did you fail? I don't know. Well, I hung out with Chad a lot yesterday. So. Uh, can I ask a serious question? <laughs> Please do, Roger. As long as he answers Triple Rock. Yeah, go ahead. When did Triple Rock open? <laughs> yes. I don't think, think you know that. This uh, this uh, rum that you have, is that straight up American oak? This? Brand new. No one has? Brand new American oak. Uh, mm-hmm. Never. It's freshly charred American oak. Number three Medium. jar. Number three char, heavy yeah, char. So I love that fresh. Little <laughs> Look at Roger asking a serious question right now. It's awesome. Trying to make, took, <laughs> trying to make. They always got his medal on. He, receiving he, drunk of the week, <laughs> by the way. Took all his willpower. Just, 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 yeah. the best part of the show is going to be if you have the opportunity to tape it once you shut the mics off and you go in the other room and you. Oh, don't worry. We're going to do our... We, we've now started doing post-show commentary on video, Sully. You haven't been to a program for those yet. Yousef will be our first in-studio guest to uh, be on the post-show commentary. And you know that Roger's going to be on that video. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> it just which part of Roger is the question. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have his medal on, so I think he's ashamed of it. You can't, you can't earn that I'll and then be, be sh- ashamed of it. it from my cock. I'm ashamed of my cock, if that's what you want to know. All right, I'm going to go. This wasn't Sean O'Sullivan. This was not Sean from the 21st Amendment. Some other guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sully worried about things. Come yeah, on. Come on. <laughs> cock. Well, I... cock. <laughs> Thanks, Sully. Yeah. Cock. All right, later. Yeah, actually, uh, hey, Sean, yeah. Sean is the one that married us. Oh, that's Claudia and I. That's true. You and Yusuf? Sean, did you want to give a disclaimer about not being affiliated with Roger at the? the I'm not. I have no affiliation with Roger. I did work at Triple Triple Rock Rock. for a short while, but I've left a long time. Where did you work at one point? Priest Sully. Uh, yeah, you know, I I don't know what happened. Are you wait? uh, Wait. (laughs) Wait. Are you also a fellow brother of the? you know, I, I actually am a priest as well. I've married people. Are you? Yeah. Have you? Are we, you guys we, from we, the we, same we, church? We probably are. The uh, the Church Univers- of Al Gore's Internet Web, the Universal yeah. Life Church. Uni- Universal exactly. Times, church of Life. I am as well with the Universal Look at you life. guys are very bonded. Nice minister. <laughs> You've done well, and, my brother. How are you bonded? And we have like a retarded friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you can call him a Wait, friend. Wait, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Wait a second. Wait, you motherfuckers. I'm the drunk of the fucking wake, bitches. <laughs> All right, Sully. Thank Already, you. too. All right. When are we going to see you? Sons of bitches. 
I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm in town for a couple more weeks, and uh, it might be kind of fun to come in and tell some stories. All right. Kind of. We got a phone guest next week, so it'd be great to have you next week if you're available. I could probably do that. All right. I'll bug you during the week about it. All right, guys. Take it easy. Good luck with the train wreck. Bye. <laughs> Later. Thanks, Sully. All right. Triple Sean rock. O'Sullivan from the 21st Amendment. <laughs> it's two blocks from Giants Park. Yousef, are you happy with your uh, display here on the show tonight? TripleRog.com. Don't answer that question. We'll get it in the post-show commentary. It will be available uh, on the BN Army blog. You can check it out, Yousef's uh, opinion of the show. And, we're uh, not closing this thing down, are we? Oh, yeah, we're shutting this shit down. No, dude, we're hanging out. <laughs> we're still we're hanging. <laughs> I'm just getting on, man. You haven't even seen Roger's ass. Yet. <laughs> we, we, we can see that. That's why we're shutting it down. <laughs> Yousef, where do you have to you go tonight? You're not driving back to SD tonight. No, tomorrow. You're chilling up here tonight. Yeah, but we'll be back up uh, for the Anderson Valley gig, I think. Uh, oh, you are? You coming for the Boonville Fest? Boonville Beer Fest my favorite fest. You know, it's it's one of mine, too, and I can't make it this year. I'm not going to go. Because they're Justin, it's Mike's Justin, it's Mike, Mike White's fault. Uh, I love the festival, but um, I'm busy. Who now, woke you up, <laughs> man? Well, uh, occasionally I do get up. Uh, when it's, uh, when you're not sleeping. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. But I would like Justin to ask Yousef uh-huh. about his name. I, I thought about it. I didn't we, know if we I We can't really end uh, this show without it's, it's, asking uh, why a white man has a <laughs> name of Yousef. <laughs> it's, uh, Although, it, it's, it's almost like this useless. Is, this has <laughs> got to be for the record. But you I've do, never heard that before. I, I, I was curious about that, except that now that I... But you look like a Yousef. Uh, how the hell no, are, he looks like did useless. you end up a Yousef? What's, what's your deal? What's your Roger, family? Roger. What's your lineage? Uh, Did your mom like you? Yeah, it was a tough name growing really up, uh, and now it's really hard when I fly uh, to have that. Name. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but uh, uh, with your okay, <laughs> good job, Bevo. Thanks, Bevo. <laughs> Welcome uh, back to the world. Yeah, yeah. The I, I I usually follow it up with the names of my parents, and and Which this are? is the actual names. It's not the names that they changed them to. It's okay, Bob and Carol. So, <laughs> and so they were just bored. Didn't yeah. they have a show in the sixties? Yeah, Ted and Alice, Bob and Carol. Uh, they were. Uh, I was born in San Francisco, and they were living on in the hate area. Hippies. Yeah. My dad was going to med school up here, and Small and uh, weed. yeah, they, Acid. They, they they came up. Acid. Yeah, they came up with uh, Joseph, and they wanted a different spelling. And they went with a spelling which I I can't get oh. anybody to admit. But I think it's the from Youssef Latif, which was uh, a jazz musician during that period of time. So, so do they call you Joseph though? No, no. He didn't want Joe as the name, so he went. And now, I, now, yeah, now yeah. my yeah, people call me you. Hey, you. Hey, you. Is your dad still high? <laughs> I, I normally call him uh, Hey Dickwad <laughs> Oh man I like it though I try, think Yousef's a good name Try it, flying with Hey Dickwad as a name Yousef wouldn't be a great name If if You know you're from the where, What is that it's Like a Ukrainian name or something I don't know where this comes from But if you're actually Some Like you know If it's Middle part Eastern, of your lineage Then it's not a great name But yeah. if it has nothing to do with your lineage It's yeah. just a random choice well, Then the, I think it's a great name No actually Then I gotta take it back And make oh, it not a great name to you Because it, most, it. most people think it's a, a Middle Eastern name The spelling's totally di- different So it's the An African spelling is the only way I've seen it done The way the, With the two F's on the end And no It's Y-U-S-E-F-F Okay Um but the last name, which you say correctly, which I don't. Journey. Yeah, which means uh, black. It's a Czech 
Czech word for black, and ah. that's why it's so weird, the black and the whites. Yeah, know? that is weird. So how do you pronounce Cherny? Uh, that's the problem. I had uh, a grand, you know, grandparents that were trying to play it off like they were from France. It's kind of like the Coneheads. Where are you from? We're from France. <laughs> and uh, so on their census, they kind of, you know, they put that they were, they were from France. They weren't. They, um, My grandfather was from. They were Africans. Yeah. they. One was uh, from Kiev. We are French. And, yeah. And <laughs> Speaking it, of Africans, Terrence the Black just came in. Check your so, wallet, Yusuf. So uh, Russian descent um, and Hungarian descent. And, I see. But yeah, so, but, and I and I have gone on to Ancestry.com and finally found there is a Yusef that came from Russia, so... That's connected to you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, another, just another dude with hippies for parents. <laughs> but you still didn't tell me how you pronounced your last name. Uh, yeah, it's... I, I've always sure. said Cherney. Ah, Cherney. Cherney is the... Don't try one. to church it up. Yeah, yeah don't... Uh, <laughs> listen, you're in Pacheco. Yeah. It's, no, 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 it's, it's Cherney. Cherney. It's not dirt, it's deer tay. It's Yusef <laughs> Cherney. <laughs> or they call me Ewitt. 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 That's what your folks call you? No, that's what the people that ship me barrels call me because they can't pronounce Yusef, so they yeah. wrote my name on the barrels like ship to, and it was Ewitt. Ewitt. I like Ewitt. that better. I might start calling you Ewitt also. If if you're referring to me in a distiller's, I'm Ewitt. Okay. So it just depends on which side of the brewery you're on. Right. Got but it. If you go to Kentucky. But, but you're not a brewer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're not a brewer. I'm drunk of the week. Triple rock. <laughs> All right. Mike White, uh, are you satisfied with our interview today uh, as the judge? Uh, I I enjoyed it greatly. I, I was very satisfied with the explanation of you. Right, cut him off. Cut him off. We've never actually heard that. Uh, the, the drunk of the week should never be able to say cut off. Yeah. That, that, that's it's, what other people say to drunk of the week. True. So It's a good point. I think we got a lot are of good information out there. Commercial. And uh, I, Let's go to commercial. And I, so far, I've not heard the whole sleeping sound, so I think I'm doing well. <laughs> Nobody's snoring. And um, right. and I think we've uh, heard a fine performance from Yusuf. Why right. hasn't Roger put his medal on? That's what I want to know. Uh, it's on my cock. We'll get to see the meadow, the the medal, the meadow. The medal in the meadow on the post-show commentary. Go to thebrewingnetwork.com. Check out the BN Army blog. We're getting out of here can is I, what we're going to do I right now. Can I say something? No. <laughs> Commercial. I, of course. Triple R. <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know why you text me. It works better. <laughs> Roger says. No, I would uh, <laughs> Terrence knows this song. Where's Terrence? Where did Terrence go? Did he leave? He probably walked out for a second. Too many white people in no, this. No, I would just like to say that uh, Yusuf is <laughs> one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. It's all right. It was a black joke. Yeah, we're laughing at black people. Not you, Sam. You every time. Sam, get out of here. Bring Terrence in. joke? Yeah. I never said that. Yeah. Uh-oh. Terrence, we're playing a song for you. It's the rap, it's the rap you part. You gotta sing this. You know you know this. Yeah, this part. Terrence is all Neil Diamond and Bob Dylan. He doesn't know uh, TLC. He's very... All right, can I give props to Yusuf now? Please do. <laughs> props. <laughs> that, was, that was quite a testimony. No, I'd, uh, I'd like to just say that uh, Yusuf has uh, been an inspiration. I mean, most of the beers that come out of Ballast Point are his, and they're fucking awesome, man. They're and good if beers. If you can find them, get them. 
You can get them all over the bay. I know that. Yeah. You got yeah. beers up here, all over. Actually, we're uh, we're gonna have distribution dude, coming around again. Props, you okay. There's a distributor coming. Tobrog, Tobrog. It's a new distributor. Distributor. Roger. But the bottom line is, uh, uh, great beers. Get them. Drink them. Love them. Be happy. And then go to the triple Because uh, they, they know to do hops. They, Say you, Seth, uh, while you're drinking them. In my opinion, they're the best San Diego brewery. All right. And he'll say that every time we're together. <laughs> yeah. And then when Tommy comes to her, like, oh, yeah, Tommy. Tommy you're my favorite yeah. San Diego brewer. <laughs> Peter Aww. comes up here. Ale Smith. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> they don't Best call him the drunk of the week for nothing. <laughs> no, you, Seth, thanks, my brother. I appreciate you coming to town and doing I the show done, with us. man. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls. Come back to town. Come do the show with us again if you want. Yeah, I'm glad the Distillers Conference put this on in conjunction with my visit to your uh, place. Without, um, worked out great. Yeah, we, once, yeah. once they figured out you were doing, uh, you had me up here, they they, just, they set the date and it all worked out. <laughs> I like it when uh, the whole industry kind of yeah. revolves around the BN in my eyes anyway. And that's totally believable. Yeah, absolutely. But next so. time, leave Roger at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get more out of you. My sphincter hurts. <laughs> Get your thumb out of it. Uh, a lot of good information, Yousef. Oh, yeah. Thank you for all the details. Uh, love to have you back in the studio, oh, really. So next guy. time you come to town. Roger at triplerock.com. <laughs> next, no. uh, next time we interview Roger, Yousef, you might want to uh, stop by and make a little visit. And you say, Bouse Point. Bouse Point. Bouse Point. Yeah. I'm not Triple that Rock. big of an asshole. You <laughs> could find Yousef's email contact on the website if it was updated in the last 20 years. <laughs> They had that site before there were sites or anything. Triple Rock. <laughs> New site. At tri- I would uh, I would like to uh, to you know just in case anybody at work hears this. Uh, yeah. Shout outs. Yeah. No. There. There's a, There's a lot of guys. There's. It's not like Triple Rock where they have Roger and have everything credited to Roger because he makes such great beers over there. Yeah. Oh. But they're Christians. So, so let me get me a Kleenex. So uh, you know that. There's uh, there's a time where you know we had a couple brewers and I was in heavy rotation. Now we've got guys that are uh, brewing with us. Um, James, adapt, yeah, James is the man. James is the man. John's the man. We've got uh, all the guys in production. We've got a we really got a lot good, of men, a lot of good crew of guys. And um, then we have the the old brewery down at the Home Brew Mart with Colby down there. And yeah. Colby's the man. We got a lot of guys know know who he is. Yeah. And you know he's got uh, uh, George San Diego and Doug Brewers and stuff. Kill. So. Yeah, San Diego Brewers Guild, you know all that stuff. Um, there's there's such good guys hey, working for us. Cut them off. Yeah, no, I'm. I gotta give. Props go to to these guys. You gotta give props, gotta props to the staff. Agree. Because uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to come off like the Roger show if I don't. I guess yeah, just cut his microphone. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's part of a successful brewery. Like like uh, what the guys from Down Under said. Uh, you know, it's it's about your guys. And yep. Since Roger doesn't have any guys except his uh, homo friends that he. <laughs> That'd be you. But uh, Ballast Point, greatest beer out. <laughs> You're being handed a secondary. Great, greatest beer out there. All right. Yeah, so j- just uh, it, it's a conglomeration of efforts, and that's how it... And White Labs uh, couldn't do it without you. Fungus Among Us. <laughs> All right. And that part will be it. Fomunda? Cheese? <laughs> what? Yeah. Check out BallastPoint.com. Uh, you check out everything you need to know about the beers. Go to TerrenceDeBlack.com. It's a great website. You can see uh, lots of... Uh, uh, we should buy that right Blacks. now. Quick. <laughs> the picture shows the difference between hops and weed. What? 
Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, is this yeah. right, chat? Thornbridge Brewing is on next week with us. All right. From the U.K., we got a uh, U.K. Oh. brewery on the line with us next week. Great. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm running out of outro, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to restart it. Yeah, Bevo, you better week. make sure sh- uh, you're missing next week. Tupperock. You're going to miss uh, Accent US Day. Customs. What's that, Chad? A beer can problem? We, can we put our clocks all at the same time? I mean, can we do that? Sam, uh, did you want to add anything to uh, the story about your brother giving a certain Oh, yes, I did tell that on there. A, uh, a Rodeo ride. Uh, a Rodeo riser. A Rodeo riser uh, the other morning. Is this the brother? It's all about the Rodeo riser yeah. on the couch. Uh-huh. Little, uh, what was your reaction when Bebo came and told you? Uh, uh, Jim well, Fong well, well, reaction. Well, first, first, I'm standing, I'm standing. Well, don't I'm lean right. over me. That's what I I'm think saying. we're going to have to take Roger's yeah, medal away. You owe me a lean over you? Okay, well, first she thought it was my cousin. Yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm blind. So you didn't care? Yeah. Then she said it's your brother. She found out it was my brother. I was like, you still didn't care. You're blind? Oh, yeah, I yeah. couldn't cool. see anything. Good for him. Poor guy. Right, can I say something real quick? Yeah, hang on. Yeah, go ahead, Terrence. Matt's brother, like yeah. Sam's brother looks uh, just like Matt. Yeah. So he doesn't Wait, no, get... Sam's Sam looks, looks just, just like his brother. Sam. Oh, yeah. Sam, well, Sam and Matt are basically the We're same. Brothers. Right. So they don't get it brothers. very often, all right? So yeah. I say get it when you can, <laughs> hey, all right? I agree. High five to the guy. Mike White said the same thing that... Uh, yeah, in fact... Yeah, I, I, I should have taken one for the team. I think Sam should have said to his wife, look, hey... Give him 15 more minutes, come upstairs, let him get his business, <laughs> and, and you know, look out for your brother. He's yeah. your brother, too. Yeah, yeah Sam. exactly. You yeah. Might Sam, have, uh, you, might not, you might not embrace it this. Like, it's uh, coming your from the brother, twin. too. It sounds your like you don't have much too. control over your wife, Sam. She's, she's crazy. Hey, <laughs> I flipped the couch cushions over, so good. we're good. Thank you. We cleaned them. It's clean. All right. On the I think side that we're sitting on currently, yes. All right. The bottom side's not. All right. Thank you uh, for your input, Sam. You're welcome. Do you think Bebo's ever said that to him? No. Yeah, okay. you I think can the, answer that for you. <laughs> do you think the brother had already finished? And so, Bebo, I'm confused. It was like a, recipro- a reciprocation. No, I, I That's a good question. Was it a, was it a follow-up? want to know. Can we call him you and gotta, ask? you got to think Sam, about these Sam, things. Sam, back up. Sam, no. back up. Sam, back up. Come on. Right, you're back up. Uh, the question is, do you think that your brother had already finished and he was now reciprocating, or it was pre-finishing for your brother? Probably yeah. not. He's a giver, not a taker. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is this That's is a very sad and, story. And Sam, very sad story. Sam, can you can you vouch for uh, the state of the uh, of the the lady on your couch? She she's eighteen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you idea? Let's go to commercial. No, go to commercial. Well, he, he told me. Is she's eighteen. So. Is she a big mess like Bevo said? She's not or bad. she's like Filipino. Not 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 really heavy. She's, she's cute. Let's go to commercial. What do you please. mean by not really okay. heavy? Well, so let's go to commercial. She's not, not obese. Matt described her as hideous and Mexican. No, she's Don't Filipino. Take Sam and Matt's the brother really? who was doing yeah, he the. He called her Mexican. All right, yes. all right, we're out of well, here. Thank you, Sam. Maybe she's a Mexican. Triple Rock. Yusef, thanks, Triple my brother. Ballastpoint.com. Check it out. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on the show. No problem. Yeah, for Look sure. Look for uh, their spirits on uh, on your shelves. Yeah, soon. I, are you going to distribute the spirits up here? Good show, guys. Yeah, great job. Are those coming up here now, or are they going to be in San Diego area first? It's it, we're still a little while's out. We got uh, the biggest problem with the spirits is the packaging, and okay. getting all that stuff done. So. Triple Rock. Soon? Uh, soon. So Triple Rock is what you're saying. Soon. 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 Does Triple Rock away. have a... 
a license to serve <laughs> alcohol? Apparently, apparently not. Beer only. Uh, Taste, yeah. do you have anything to plug? Any websites that you would like to plug? We only serve uh, good beer. How about uh, Shat Got Shut Out at WorldCup.com? Well, yeah, that's a website I have taken out, that name, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I had to get even from, like, last time when he beat me. So. MyProtégéSucks.com? Well, it is like, that a little, that's a little disheartening that he didn't do very well, you know. I would just like to thank Downtown Joe's for being a sponsor. Thank you. And putting yeah, up welcome. with all this bullshit. So, <laughs> thank you, Shane. Thank you. Try to, yeah, try for a second show. And I gotta say, I've been to I've been to Downtown Joe's, and I'm from San Diego, and I, I, it was really good. Yeah, Colin yeah. makes great beer up there. Thanks to our new sponsor, Downtown Joe's. Colin, we'll see you at the anniversary party. I'll give you details about our bus trip this week, so stay uh, pay attention to the website. Sign up for our Twitter account. I'll give you uh, instant update when tickets are available. You're gonna be able to buy them through the store. Uh, Twitter.com/slash/brewing/network. All right, we're out of here. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Yousef. You rocked. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers.